Good evening, everybody. How's it going, folks? Well, I'm all right. All Hello. Good. We're not doing any fancy oh, intros for this, are we? No. Ask eh, grapple in it. Everyone knows who we are. I'm Ben. That's JP. One that says Garrett's Garth. One that says Matthew's Matty. I've had a couple of beers already, so casual, uh, casual Thursdays here, Matt. Well, I don't know who you are, Shari. I only know Benny. So I don't know who Benno is these days. That was the For the Bronx line, shout that though, Benno. Oh, the background still, um, the graphic awards as well. But it's still good. It's a good conversation oh, yeah, tool. Gone. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it is, isn't it? You make Gabe there next year? Oh, he's gone. <laughs> this is the this is the calm before the storm, isn't it? Really on on this as well. well what, I've got the Guinnesses in the fridge, but tea at the moment. I was going to say, GP, what we what we supping on? What, what are you on? Uh, tea. I had a point in, earlier on with the else. I went to see Napoleon today. Oh, why was like, it? It's bollocks, mate. Is but it? We, we can get into it in a bit if we want yeah. to. It's it's just fucking nonsense. Like, there's only really one good battle scene as well, I might say. Just watching it, it, and he's just like a kind of a slightly posher, less sweary version of Frank Booth is really uh, <laughs> what, what, what he is. He just acts weird, and then he wins the odd battle, and then he just gets promoted higher up, and it's his whole plan is, I've got the army, the end. That seems to be it. I know nothing more about Napoleon than when I started. Um, for that. But, you know, yeah, Guinness... Yeah. Guinness in the Guinness in the, Guinness in the fridge at the minute as well. What, what, what are we saying, Gareth? What are we on? What, what am I supping? I'm on a Glenerific City Skyline Pale Ale, five percent, Matty. Inverness Birkenhead Brewing Company. City Skyline. How good did JP that though? Just you know, that's just amazing. There you go. Fucking incredible stuff there. Here we go. Well, Ben Oaks. I, I don't, I don't think. I, I don't think they're fucking. Um, I don't know. But if they're nice flats or they're like, I don't know, dodgy flats in Birkenhead or something like that. I don't know. But uh, I don't know. The beer's yeah. nice anyway. I'll give them that. I used to love Birkenhead Market, Gareth. I used to love that, mate. I used to love going there with me nan once a month, going to the, uh, you know, the, the sausage stand, you know, the, the, the butchers, and they used to have the samples of like pork and apple sausage. And when I was like twelve, I was like. <laughs> What do you put apples and sausages in my head was gone? <laughs> and I, I just used to fucking eat loads of them. <laughs> I only go only go there for future yard now. Have you been there? Like little music ah. venue uh, over oh, there. Okay. Of course, it's it's modern bands playing modern music, Matty. So you wouldn't have heard of it. So. Well, there's a rock place, isn't there? Isn't there a rock club just over through the tunnel? What's that called? Oh, I've that's never been there. That's nowhere oh, yeah. near that dodgy pub that we ended up in Birkenhead, was it? <laughs> Quite possibly, because that was just a walk straight up the hill, wasn't it? After we, uh, it was, it got okay. off. It was like all, all the worst stereotypes, that journey, and just playing ferry across the Mersey on a loop, which, if you're commuting, I can only imagine it's just like seventh level of hell. Like, that is just after a while. Never want to hear. I'm sure that's more white noise to add to the Liverpudlian music collection for you, lads. Right? Oh. It's just like the song doesn't mean a fucking thing anymore. <laughs> well, just while we're here, I'm, I'm going to pour my one. Yes. I've got a Jack da- double Jack Daniels. Fucking hell, mate. Ready to go. That's fighting juice, that is. That's just... JP, it's, 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 it's the best drink. It's the best drink going. It, best best it... spirit, anyway, I'd say. I should also say as well at the same time, there is live football going on. So yeah. if you see me staring up at the screen, it's me because me Amazon Prime's bloody playing up. But uh, 
Irish Sky comes in handy. The old uh, Premier Sports channels are covering both games live. Oh, the darts is on as well, though, isn't it? The darts is going on. So Dolan's on 2 1 up in sets against Gerwin Price. The 16 year old in dog years, um, he's yeah. not on tonight, is he? He's uh, Luke Littler, who's got a more receding hairline than me, which is just <laughs> fucking astounding, I find. And I'm like I'm three glad, times I'm his glad age. You, I'm glad you said you because it's still better than mine. I don't know, mate. Yours, I, I made, think it's... yours has made a comeback like CM Punk made it. Yeah. He had his photo taken, didn't he, with fucking Declan Rice and Alan Ramsdale? Yeah, I see that today. Like, without being funny, Ramsdale, got to get get concentrate on David Raya. That's the one person you should be concentrating past and getting back into the fucking team again as well and improving himself rather than, oh, I'll tell you, I'll knock around with this fucking ch- child at the darts, like, which just sounds like a bad phrase. Say it like that as well. Say, JP. <laughs> we started early, dear mate. We have. It's not going to get. I'm not even. I'm not even drunk as well. It's, it's terrible. Terrible. Five, minutes, five like minutes in with the non-stock. <laughs> hello to, to hello to everyone. For the, all of you, who, any of you who uh, haven't listened uh, or seen one of these before, more of the point, really, for this one on here as well. This is our, our Ask Grapple uh, Christmas Spectacular where we answer a lot of the Patreon and the YouTube members. We answer their questions live. We have a few drinks. We have a bit of a chin wag. We have some guests on, um, and it'll be a a fucking good laugh, really, isn't it? As much as anything else. A spectacular. That's that's giving it a big build-up, JP. And (laughs) I should also say as well, as I did erroneously say on the the news dump, that there was going to be a weekend show tomorrow. There isn't. Benno's travelling to Belfast, rather. You know, I can't selfishly ask me. I'll cancel the flight, mate. Come on. Talk talk with me about some fucking US indies and a a show that I've probably made up um, into the mix. But we will be, I think we're going to try and sneak in a few previews while we're on here as well so this is going to be fascinating i'm looking forward to never get to have your guys uh, opinions on, on these uh on these sorts of things but um also want to give a shout out as well for bretro episode two which is which is out on early access for all of the patrons i'm getting the plugs in early here aren't i yeah jp short them out mate i like it you keep you keep you keep going mate uh, keep your- i'm in sales talk because i've not had a drink i'm not just not going to possibly get libelous at this stage Ask me in three hours' time when we fucking lost 2-1 or 2-0 because Kudus and Bowen have scored and there's that fucking bit of twist of, ah, oh, he's in my fantasy team as well, so I fucking like it. Um, but, yeah, no. But Do, do you want to tell the good folks what's in Bretro, uh, Bretro yeah. episode two? Well, uh, Gareth, you know, comes up with the uh, catchy titles, don't you, Gareth? And anything you say, mate, I just absolutely love. And it was this episode, JP's kicking it with the click. So you've got Brett, obviously, going in there against his old foe, Shawn Michaels, in a match where uh, I'd say many haven't seen. Unless you're a, a Brett guy like us, then you will you will have seen it. But to the ones who aren't Brett guys, then maybe you haven't. And then you've got the uh, Survivor Series match with Diesel as, like, the featured match, you know. Is that the fuck match? I think where Diesel, at the end, at the end. Mother, motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah that's the one. <laughs> And it's just, you know, I, I, as I say, Gareth, like, we might as well speak on air, like, out of our message chat. It's like, once a couple more are down in the can, mate, I think it'll be fucking... I, I hope people enjoy it, because listening back, it comes across well and that, so I just hope everyone enjoys uh, you know, the setup we've got going, mate. I just hope people listen. 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah, this is first. That'll be fine. Yeah. I'm just assuming it, aren't I? Everything else, a Billy bonus, isn't it? That's it. Hello to all of you who are in in the chat as well. Um, yeah, stay with us there uh, on here. I like, I like the fact that you've seen Andy there, who's uh, split screening it with the darts tonight, as as well. There, don't want to risk missing the half that gets edited off like a few years ago. And there's fucking reasons for that, Rory. Why, why that has to happen? It's, got, it's called it's called our employers. As much, as much. Not not Gareth's case. You don't have to give a shit. But um, <laughs> for the rest well, of us, I'll be honest, JP. Like I'm just as I say, coming on tonight, like you've said, let's have a mm. good time. Let's have a laugh. Oh yeah. Let's answer the questions. As long as Benno doesn't start poking me at some point during the night, I think it'll all go smoothly tonight. Mate, that's, that's going to be happening. Yeah, I was going to say. So it's not going to go smoothly. <laughs> I hear my name, so I'm back. Oh, yeah, you all right? How's it going, mate? He's like Candyman. I know, he did. Beetlejuice mixed in with Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can uh, I just, just try say... to catch up on the, uh, on the chat there. Sorry about that. Can I just say, Alex in the chat mentioned about my tribal t- uh, chief T-shirt. Can I just show the full T-shirt for him? And I love it. It's part of the just Cody. Dead there, JP. He's in the mall, Cody. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! That's supposed to be cozy. Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> killed the story oh. before it started. If we were doing a title for this as well, <laughs> Benno Juice would really be close up there from <laughs> Simon in the chat. That's a great shout. I love you going with Oh, good German pilsner there, Benno. Good stuff. Yeah. Went out for a couple of hours. Went up Lane near Matty. Uh, but yeah, trying to do it on the proper stuff. It's one of them. It's like the three gifts. The three gifts I got for Christmas this year. I got a coffee machine, which I put on the Discord. I got a suitcase, and I got some beer. And I feel like that's just the uh, the perfect trifecta for a, a man of a certain age, in my opinion. Is the coffee? Is the coffee maker coming with you? Is it is it going on? Is it is it is it taking the trip over to Belfast tomorrow? Then in that case, ah, probably not. Probably I'll take maybe I'll take my little V sixty. Maybe that'll do. But uh, it's a proper American one, Matty. You'd be impressed. You don't like coffee, but it's like proper like filter one with like a big jug under it that you kind of like you can pour your coffee out of. American office stuff in it for a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah. Full on American diner, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is it as Liam would say? Coffee is basically what it is. <laughs> that was the best when we were at North. That usually just chatting coffee. I just burst over. I was like, "What is that about?" Are you trying to explain like proper coffee to me? And I was like, "The head was gone." No, 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 not proper coffee, mate. Coffee, coffee. <laughs> not gravy granules in a jar. Coffee. <laughs> Oh, but it's always one of them. I've never had it, but even like the coffee revels, though, JP, like anything coffee flavored, just vile. It's just bad. It's oh, just yeah. Bad Fucking hor- horrific, like coffee revels. They're just oh. bad. I know, I know that the orange ones tend to split people down the middle. I like the advert as well, which, um, but when they when they do a pistic of the deer hunter, which is very fucking weird, but yeah, not mad on revels. Oh, I like orange, <laughs> JP, orange chocolate. I, a I lot like of chocolate. This Christmas, yeah, yeah. there's been a lot of roses, celebrations, heroes, all of those types of things. Anyone else getting good for Christmas? Any good gifts other than the uh, the t-shirt? As Liam does rightly point out, Matty, yeah, there's an ice cube uh, 
Definitely. Yeah. Of course, Liam would know. Uh, reference that. Yeah, you beat me to it. We don't need to say it no more, do we? He just, he just comes <laughs> out believe. with some facts. Yeah. But um, what else do we get? Put up before, got like a miniature smoke and skull championship replica. Ah, oh, just that's going to be pride and joy. I'm scared to take it out of like out of like the little case it comes in. Nice. Um, got that, and then I got Steph's sister got me an uh, acknowledge me Roman Reigns glass. It's amazing, honestly. Like, I'm scared <laughs> to use that even. So just just a load of uh, gold, good stuff. Like still like a big kid still love love Christmas and love getting the uh, the good gifts. Like so, who doesn't? You know what I mean? Your Civil War poster next to you there on the right. That was a good one. Um, yeah, there's that. And then the, she got, well, she got me the, because it's obviously shutting us in it, the Blu-ray of Money in the Bank as well. So I'll, uh, as a little memento. So <laughs> Matthew with that. Matthew with that. Did very well there, didn't you? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. A ton of socks. Um, more than I would have expected. But the sock issue is very much resolved uh, today. Uh, this Ireland's top, because it was one of these ones where it was more spending all on the myriad of children that I'm responsible for. And uh, <laughs> and something I didn't ask for, and I did get some new slippers as well, which, um, again, man of a certain age, that kind of works perfectly. But I did get this, um, oh, which I don't know if I've ever spoken this man's name in no at least <laughs> 25 years. Do you not well, know who he is, fellow? Really? Brian Horton. No, well, he's... he's, he's uh, He's uh, <laughs> 2,000 games. If you want to know about how Brian began his football career by being sold for a pint of shandy, that happened. Captained Mark Lawrenson, which suggests he's ran for a long fucking time as well. How Lewis Figo nearly came to Main Road when Horton was managing Manchester City. I'm assuming that's bollocks. Yeah. Um, why Robbie Williams was more nervous playing a friendly at Port Vale than he was playing at Nebworth as well. How does he know about that? How is he like... I know, it's ridiculous, isn't it? And what really happened when Phil Brown gave his infamous team talk on the pitch at Manchester City. So, uh, yeah, it, it's it's another it's another one of these. Last year, it was um, it was the Drew McIntyre autobiography. Oh, God, <laughs> you said that as like some sort of sick joke. Yeah, you open Gareth's present there. <laughs> well, I, as usual, I got fuck all. Um, so, <laughs> oh no, no, we did. We need to know, Gareth. Did it actually arrive? Did it? Is it in yeah, the house? Yeah. That's cool, Joe. Know. We know that's you got something a, for Christmas, mate. It's not a present for me. It's a fucking punishment for me. Yes, this the fucking dog is in the house. Oh. <laughs> you fell in love yet? <laughs> oh, fuck. I haven't done What's the name? Right. <laughs> yeah, what's the name? It's called uh, Aquila, which, but I've not taken it for a walk. I, I patted it once. Um, in, the, in, in the week we, in the week we've had it, I've patted it once for like one split second to, to appease uh, appease children. Um, but yeah, done. It's uh, it's just this inconvenience now that's just. To be honest, it's actually worked out pretty good because I just find that I'm just having loads of time on my hands to just sit in a room on my own with the door shut, like, and just fucking you know play footy manager and watch. I'm, I'm like totally up to date on AEW and stuff like that. It's uh, it's actually maybe it has been like that sort of uh, gift that's uh, happened on the slide there because uh, yeah, I just seem to time. Seem, I seem to be given the gift of time this Christmas. So Actually, fingers crossed. That, fingers crossed uh, that uh, continues throughout the year because because um, yeah, I'll maintain that I'll be doing fuck all for this dog. So um, yeah. 
<laughs> I saw um, Sarah post on Facebook like a picture of her walking it on like Christmas Eve at like 11 at night or something like that. I was like, you know what? I respect that. I think Garrett's holding his ground here. I think Garrett's refusing to be the late night. Oh, come on, Dad. Come on. It's the man's job, but it's like putting the bins out. You know what I mean? It's got to be done. I refuse to do anything. I saw it having a shit on the back today and I was like, not my shit to pick up, is it? It's not my dog. Dad, <laughs> if you said you'd leave it there all day if you were at home working and you waited to come home, they could do it. <laughs> yeah. Not my dog. It's just this thing that exists in my house. Oh, like, fucking... <laughs> Amazing, oh, though. Absolutely. But, but the one present that I did get, my uh, my mum and dad give us a give us they always bung us a hundred quid every Christmas, and like that's literally the only thing I ever get for Christmas. Cold hard cash. And she paid till she uh, messaged me on the Friday, last Friday of work finishing, and says I paid the hundred into your bank account. I was like, nice one. Went out on the piss with work that night. Uh, got so pissed, missed the last train home. Had to get the train to Chester, open that I'd like could jump off at like Widnes or Runcorn and get like a cheaper taxi home from there. Fell asleep, woke up in Chester, no fucking trains back or anything like that. Had to get an 85 quid tra- uh, taxi back from Chester. So there you go. That was my uh, that was my Christmas uh, money off my mum and dad. <laughs> a pissed up taxi home from Chester. So there you go. <laughs> Feliz Navidad, everyone. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, my dad's like that. Like, it's literally like, I don't even get a card at this point or anything. It's just, here's some cash. And I'll take that because we went, we went the um, the races. Sorry. We went to Haydock um, and it was like 50 quid towards the races. So to be fair, that's kind of one of my, my better presents. No fuss, no card, no nothing. No, 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 you know, no wrapping. It's just out. like a little, fuck, just no, not even in a card, Ben, I don't know. Just notes, mate. <laughs> just <laughs> I love that. It's just proper, strictly business, that. Love Unfortunately, it. the night ended up as uh, JP will appreciate with his uh, arguing over um, the broken the broken state of Britain. Apparently, uh, BBC News is the problem. The wokes. Um, well, it was like a, oh, it was like a like a game of bingo of all the different um, things you could kind of say. It got to a point where I was like, "Have you?" Ever, I was like, "Dad, have you ever watched like that episode of um, Mitchell and Webb where um, they have that realization of we the baddies?" Is that ever? And he was just like, it went over his head. I moved on. <laughs> <laughs> But it's all bad, JP. The whole country's come uh, come crashing down. Has he been on the GB News again? Because that, that yeah, I was saying that. I was trying to nail him. I was like, so BBC News is too biased. Yes, how are they too biased? Well, they're too liberal. Okay, fair enough. Where are you getting your news from? And he's like, oh, I just you know just from around and about. And I was like, mm, round and about mm. GB News, hundred mm. percent. Like <laughs> that's yeah. what he's on. <laughs> Not even talk TV or Times Radio. It's like now we're going straight into there. And talk TV yeah, yeah. had a lot, of, a lot of shit on there as well. But yeah. <laughs> okay. the worst ever in it though. All that I just can't be asked with watching any of that shit. Mm. Genuinely, like just stay out of it. Just stay on YouTube, Ben. I'm in it watching people bet and watching people walk around streets. <laughs> Biggest much, real you think? <laughs> much more entertainers. <laughs> but that's Christmas. If, if you don't, if you're having an argument with your uh, your family over politics, it doesn't count, does it? Um, yeah, that's the way we live in now. He doesn't own research, Simon's right. Yeah, it was quite a quiet one, actually, this year. It was just like the three of us there on Christmas Day. We'll get into it in a bit. Like I've got strong thoughts on the state of EastEnders as well, having watched that, that <laughs> we'll Christmas special. And there's a very raw after WrestleMania type feel on uh, on Boxing Day as well. I'm hoping Matthew's got some strong thoughts and maybe some of our guests. Well, uh, JP, well, uh, I didn't watch the, the Roar after Mania. I only watch Mania itself, mate, so you'll have to fill me in on what happened. I'll fill you in, mate. The night after. We'll build to that. 
I'm guessing that even though I haven't watched it for 10 years, I'll still know who like 90% of the cast are. Oh, mate, it's not even funny. You think wrestling's bad for bringing people back and like milking it? Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I had All I them... had a good com- conversation with my stepdad about that, where he was telling me about like the wrestlers that he still knows. And he was like, he was, so this this is one for the uh, for the casual fan whisperers. My stepdad who follows no wrestling at all, has a passing interest in boxing. That's about it. Knew all about CM Punk getting fired from AEW and then he'd gone back to WWE and then he was back in the company. Genuinely, it's like like you with football, Dad JP. It was like, how'd you know? And he was like, Oh, I just saw it on the internet somewhere. And I was like, Yeah, because you opened your phone. <laughs> like, if you were interested in something, you put the words into Google and they came up. It's you know, it's like I think we think we are in a bubble, but we think that we're in much more of a bubble than we actually are at times, I think. Do you think it was the BBC News that led him? That. Possibly it was on like you said, it was on yeah. BBC News, so it was a thing that happened, you know. It was and it was it was shared about. It was mm-hmm. like, and I don't remember a BBC News story about when he signed for AEW. I have to say, yeah. I don't know. I can't remember anything like that. I don't remember that being covered whatsoever. But yeah, that's a that's de- definitely like kind of that's a, a football dad is is a lot more. I mean, I'll be seeing him in a couple of weeks' time. There's no football, obviously, over over this time period. Um, but yeah, we'll be talking about that with him as well. But uh, yeah, good old Punker. He's still got it, hasn't he, lads, at MSG? I was trying to impress him. I was like, well, I saw CM Punk in front of 400 people in Chicago in 2004. He wasn't that impressed. Um, I tried, though. I tried to tell him the joke about <laughs> I going to say, did you go to Collision earlier on the event? <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of it. I'll give you that one. Ready to go. Ready to go. <laughs> He's on. Did you enjoy me, uh, me thumbnail that I threw up over with the wrestler of the year, Matthew? Uh, well, I wasn't going to comment on it, but was that is that your cousin? Was that is that him in the Discord who mentioned it? Nathan mentioned it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I, I was going to blank it because I thought I'm not getting involved, I was going to leave it. I said to JP before, unless you poke me tonight, Ben, we're having a nice casual drink, we're having a nice chat, catch up with everyone, answer the questions. <laughs> but then now you've mentioned it. I haven't watched it yet, though, or listened to it back, so I'm, I'm guessing you've clipped, like, they're how long the clip is either. Is it a long one? It's the full wrestler of the year. Oh, fucking hell. You know. <laughs> You're hanging me I mean... out to drive it. If, anyone, if people watch that and comment, they're going to think I'm fucking nuts, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said that you said that. <laughs> no one else is uh, is that, is that your admission that it's just a load of shite, Matty? No, but people, a... no, but no, because of course it's come on, Gareth. Come on, of course it's not. But people are gonna go, what? And they're just gonna jump to what everyone did. He only wrestled this time, that time, whatever. Just uh, people just need to get out the fucking, as you say, just open the horizons a bit. You know what I mean? Just fucking instead of the same bollocks all the time. With these fucking wrestlers, I'm not going into it. We're having a nice time. Oh, yeah, it's it's well beyond in answer to those people on there. Yeah, it's well beyond there. Is that fucking is that Zinchenko doing bollocks again? It was as well. Um, I'm telling you now, he's not fucking good. He ain't good, Raya. I'm like, honestly, a god, he really isn't. Like, he is he is fucking suspect as all hell. I said it. To, I said it to my oldest lad tonight. Only when I say I've got bad vibes about this, just that Kudus Paqueta Bowen triumvirate up front on there. He's top that. quality Paqueta though. I mean, if I could, he's just oozes class. One of the best players outside, like the big teams for me. Fucking love him. Like, 
Don't blame me. I've also when does he out. get done for betting? Wasn't he? Well, he was supposed to get the big move, wasn't he? And then, like, Jiffy, he had Jiffy backed out, didn't he? I've he heard nothing of that. Have you heard anything? That's all about that. Has that just gone yeah, away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it took Tony a while, didn't it, to like to, to them to charge him and, and and look honestly, look at Brentford. I fear for them. He was carrying them, wasn't he, Tony? Because they're like struggling big time. They're on the property climb. No, like. blame, yeah. We're going to get the FPL stuff out early doors as well because we haven't really spoken about that, have we? Over the, over the last yeah, that's because it's death for the algorithm. But uh, he can't. It is it. very true. <laughs> can't affect that not, algorithm. Ben. Not FPL fans don't want to hear wrestling talk, and wrestling fans don't want to hear FPL talk. But uh, <laughs> well, I'm on the wild card. That's what I'll say. He's given this fucking goal. I'm assuming he's given this goal on on here. So it's whether, it's whether the ball has gone over the line. It'll be the second time this happened this year. We lose this game. Expect me to kick off later on as well. <laughs> so if you got yeah, rid of Joe Pedro, Benno, just as he's it for tonight. I can't quit him, mate. I can't quit him. He's like, <laughs> he's been in my team. He is the only player that's been in my FPL team since week one. Like him. No one else. And it's because I've always had another fire to put out. And just when I was going to get rid of him, he didn't really hit form, but he started scoring off the bench. And he started just getting like little points and drifts and drabs there. So like now I've finally got the wild card game week twenty. I'm I am considering getting rid, but tonight's not a uh, making that seem like a good it's idea. Just, to be honest, just teasing like, you there, isn't he? Like, don't let me, don't leave no. me. Just you've got good go on this, this for you. Well. <laughs> I know, I know, but don't know if I can do it. We'll see if he uh, he survives the call. JP, can I ask though about Ramsdale Raya? Like now that like yeah. got an Arsenal fan here. What Ramsdale did get good plaudits. Why like why did he want to replace him? What's the thinking behind it? Oh, like that's it's... fucking out of play as well, I might add. That ball. It's it's not stick money. Um why? I I yeah, don't why I, he, he wanted know. to buy him ages ago, as soon as he went okay. to club before he bought Ramsdale, he wanted to buy Raya. When I think at that point in time, like he was at this is when Brentford were in um, the championship. I don't know. Like I really I I I think it's about distribution and stuff like that as much as anything else, which is not that fucking good because the, the bread and butter shit, he doesn't do well. Like he flaps at crosses like all of the time. He's sus. He's a distribution, JP. He, for me, like, hmm. and this is where I'm getting, I'm that old school where like you see someone closing them down. I'm thinking, well, you're taking too long, but that's what they want to do in the modern game. So I get that. But to me, he just, he just leaves it that extra second that it looks like at any time he could just fuck it up. I don't know. It's it's just dead weird. Where Ramsdale, I know he's a bit bouncy in the goal and a bit all over the place, like a Pickford. But he he was a good shot stopper. What I seen anyway, you know. So I, I saw something and it was like um, on Sky Sports News though, and they put up and it was like it was like the ten key statistics for goalkeepers, and Raya was better than Ramsdale on all of them, and like. It was like that's that stats bollocks, though, man. That's coming into play, isn't it? We've had this. We've had this XG. I didn't, I didn't like that. We need to show that for us. The, the, uh, the um the the gammons on Talksport didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, with that age, boys, we're caught in between everything of everything evolving. We've had this. It's like oh. no, but honestly, with the footy, because did you see what like I can't. Don't like Michael Owen, basically think he's a bore and whatever his opinions. But he said the other day, didn't he, on one of his interviews, like the players in his era were better than the players now. And I totally agree. All you are now, you've got to run, have an engine and pass literally five yards and you're a good player. 
back in the day, you had to be about technique, skill, and I'm sounding like as Ben Hook say, guitar or some old dinosaur, yeah. But it's right though. It's it, it it's changing too much away from football than like just fucking. That's me anyway. That that's me. I might be alone on that one, like but athletes. That's what Gareth it is, though, mate. I'm not picking people out, but like people like Ollie Skip, you know what I mean? For Tottenham, how's he a footy player? You know, he literally doesn't do nothing but run around. <laughs> he doesn't do a thing. Every time you watch him, fucking arse on him, mate. That is... Runs him a straight line every time, and I get about zones and certain tactics, whatever. But if he was one against two, would he try and do a bit of skill to get past someone? No, because no one does it no more. To be fair to him, because they're all it's sat out of them in training. It's that's why I like a Paquetta and that, even though like he does a little bit of something different and oh, I don't know. It's just it thank God, thank God for thank God for wrestling, eh? That you can get these people who get out of their John Laurinaitis <laughs> mindset and things like that of just wanting six foot five lads who've all got the same body and can all just uh, bench press the same amount and all that. Get a bit of diversity in there and get people working different styles outside of the system, eh, mate? In the um in the pub tonight, we would we would talk this came up. Football and XG and FPL and stuff, and mate was like, "Oh, why can no one like anything anymore? Why is everyone so bothered about like stats and numbers and stuff like that?" Do you know what I mean, Benno? And I was like, "Yeah, I kind of host the wrestling podcast. Where, uh, what we talk about is star ratings, TV ratings, yeah. uh, ticket sales. Yeah. <laughs> kind of what we do. You you only care about FPL, not actual football. Yep, that's me. I'm that guy." Uh, you've always owned that though, Benno. To be fair to you, you've always owned that, mate. Mm. I tell you, anyone had... who gives me shit, I watch more football than they do. <laughs> I'm, it's on, I... yeah. You're feeding it in. It's on. I'll give you that. <laughs> I've had to, I've had to go onto the phone here because it's clearly that stream is like a good minute, minute and a half behind, and it's like I'm not tolerating that for the evening because then I'll just be in a fucking. Oh, can I just say of everything? As well, before we uh, like get obviously we've started, but did no one else get their thing in the post for you know on the awards where everyone voted WWE as the promotion of the year? Did no one else get the little pinky WWE ring? No, in the post, no one get it. No, okay, just me then. <laughs> just you make for talking about making doing a campaign for them, you know. The worst is going to be when I talk. The worst clips, and it's all going to be AEW. It's not a. It's not been a good oh. year for the good guys. Can we talk yep. about dynamite? No. <laughs> Why not? Maybe later. Maybe later. Let's keep it to the fun stuff for now. How was your Christmas dinner? How about that? We do. This is like a little. This is basically for. So for anyone who doesn't know, we're basically doing a five-hour pre-show here. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was that long. Um, we're gonna have call-ins. We're gonna have a, a few different guests calling in. Got a our first guest should be calling in about uh, nine o'clock. Look forward to that one. I think uh, long-term listeners will will enjoy. Um, and we'll be taking uh, questions through the night as well. Any mm-hmm. patrons have uh, have got questions in it early. Um, if you're a patron. You can add them to the, uh, to the Discord and, uh, and throw them on there. Super chats are open. We've never had that before. If anybody wants to jump the queue and throw a, a super chat in, it would be uh, much appreciated, mainly for not for non-patrons, obviously. Um, right. might, even, might even JP be able to give away a few free memberships tonight. Might be a few uh, <laughs> free YouTube memberships going in the, uh, in the chat if we keep get things going. There we go. You know, we're big there time these days. So, you know, throw that out there as well. But we'll keep it casual Imagine. enough, like so. But, We'll have our first couple of guests on, and we'll just kind of go through the night and uh, and answer the uh, the questions and stuff. But we'll get to we'll get to dynamite at some point, Matt. It'll come up. Like we'll do the uh, the fun stuff first. I reckon. Can't wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
It's that's wild that is we're able to do that these days. Modern technology, my mind is fucking blown by by all of this stuff. Which, I was I was having to explain to the kids. Mm. No, I was gonna say we can't start without as Andy said age. Matty, a Christmas scrum of the week. Like no, we're not well, doing it already. Can we can we the, narrow it down then? I want this is what I want from all four of us, and obviously people in the chat. I want what time you'd officially had your first fork went into your on your plate. What time did that happen? And gives everything that you had on your Christmas dinner. All right, that's what I, I want. Okay, so I think you're going to be an early Christmas dinner guy, Matt. I think you're going to be like a one in, one in the afternoon type of guy, which is bollocks. Three o'clock, that's Christmas dinner time. No, I, I agree with you. I said this the other week. I said, when Steph's family, Steph wants his like half 12, one o'clock. And I said, no. Can't do that. And I'm not a royalist by any means, but you can't even... You can't even smell anything <laughs> before three o'clock before the fucking king or queen king nowadays <laughs> does a speech. You can't speaking of pigs in blankets. There's the king in his hands. <laughs> you can't entertain it. <laughs> Is breakfast oh, the thing though, Matt? Can you allow right. to have breakfast? Right. Well, obviously, with me condition, Benno, uh, even on Christmas Day, I don't want to go wild anymore. So my breakfast on Christmas Day contained two Weetabix with oat milk meat. So I didn't have the, you know, sausages or the bacon or the full Englishes that people have. Because I, like, I'll finish the story. Like you said, I was expecting me dinner at about three o'clock. You know what I mean? Ended up okay. digging in at about five o'clock. It just, there was a lot of... We had to, there was like four ovens going on in two houses and there was a yeah, lot going yeah, on. So like it, it got to about five o'clock. So then all the party food we got for the night obviously mm. didn't get it because of our dinner was so big. So we had that on um, Boxing Day. So, but on my plate, I had turkey. If none of you had turkey, I'm leaving. Turkey. <laughs> 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 Half of you, of course. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Turkey, gammon, beef, roast potatoes, roasted vegetables, me carrots and parsnips, peas, cauliflower. Oh, no, I didn't have cauliflower cheese because I don't believe in that on a roast. Um, broccoli. Good man. And I think that was it. So that was pretty much, and obviously lovely roast potatoes. So... Yeah, that was it for me. So, what, what are we saying then, Gareth? What, 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 what you haven't said of, uh, of meat, mate? Well, first, what, what, what time is, is acceptable? I need to yeah. know that first, Gareth. What's, what's the time in the Hodgson house? Well, we, we were around at Sarah's mum's, and it was half five was when the, uh, I would say, the first fork went in Ooh, the... That's um, late. That's late. I like that's first, late. <laughs> first thing on the plate. But I think Sarah always does like a big fry-up, like for breakfast for her and the kids and that sort of thing. So, we always have it a bit later. Um because of, uh, of that, but uh, you haven't this, Matty, instead of, what did you have, turkey, gammon, and beef? Yeah. Yes. Well, my my main part, of my main component for my uh, Christmas dinner was uh, slices of celeriac. Are you uh, going, going for that? <laughs> what <are> you <laughs> like a bit of celeriac. A lovely bit of roast, roasted spiced celeriac. That was the. Uh... I forgot that was even a thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I knew you were going to be gone with that, but no. Oh. Ro ro roast taters, carrots, um, onion gravy, um, some veggie stuffing, and just for you, Matty, some cauliflower cheese as well. Oh, I had stuffing, sorry, Gareth. I had stuffing, yeah, I forgot to mention that. <laughs> cauliflower cheese, though, yeah. 
See, I went there to see the future. Stefan assisted with like cauliflower cheese, cauliflower, and I'm like, even when I go to Toby Carvery when they've got that, not on a roast. I love that as a side with like something else, maybe a piece of meat, but not on like a, a roast dinner. Nah, I've never gone for that. I'll, I'll yeah, do you some celeriac. You're coming on mine for some celeriac. Gareth, <laughs> 2024, mate, I'll be trying it, don't worry. We went to um, Toby Carvery, like I say, we went to races on Saturday, Haydock, and we stopped at Toby Carvery on the way back. And our Peter, my brother's having a... He's gone back to Portugal for Christmas. He flew on Christmas Day. Apparently, it's cheaper on Christmas Day to fly, so we missed the whole of Christmas dinner. So his Christmas dinner was the Toby Carvery. But I feel like he'd never been to a Carvery before, and he was just so confused by, like, the ask. He was like, what do you do? Do you go up? Do you, like... Do you wait for them to bring it to you? What do you do? I sat there explaining the carvery to a nearly 40-year-old lad. Like, I don't know what you do is you go up and you get your own <laughs> and you sort it up yourself. <laughs> I guess I... <laughs> we grew up in the same house. I don't know how that happened. But that was <laughs> honestly a highlight of my week. That would be getting an honorary mention for uh, for Scran of the Week because uh, proper Toby Carvery, like it felt like, it very much felt like Christmas that day, but I don't want to undo my mum's roast. My mum's roast is great. It was it was a turkey crown. Um, there was a lot of uh, I went extra on the potatoes. I'm always, I'm always, I'm team Gareth a little bit in that way that I'm more potatoes and veg, and I did the same in the carberry than I am the meat. Lots of gravy, lots of stuffing. Um, I'm mint. happy with that. That's kind of all mint. I want. But, Gotta be mint, boys. In the carberry, we have mint, none of that, yeah. none of that. Carry on, yeah, yeah. Gareth, no, oh. come on, mate, please, no. You're, you're a proper cranberry and apple sauce guy, are you? Ah, so <laughs> intolerant, mate. Intolerant. Fucking <laughs> 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 love it, you know. <laughs> but yeah, no cauliflower cheese in my head, in, in my house. Sorry. The, que- the question, though, JP, you're the, uh, you're the mm. one with the controversial takes on all this, mate. I, um, there's, a, there's a big debate I... raging on the, uh, on, the, on the Discord this wow. weekend. Wow. I don't know why it's controversial. The idea, I'll say it first and foremost, even before I get to the meat, I had Yorkshire pudding on mine. And yes. I don't understand the levels of any, there should be zero controversy about that. You can base the entire meal around the Yorkshire pudding. You can put the whole meal in the fucking Yorkshire puddings. Like if you get them mm. big enough for stuff like that. So that's like kind of incredible, really. I had mine about half three. It might have been about quarter to four. So it was after what I thought was a frankly lacklustre King's speech. But then I'd forgotten the Queen, and I thought, was this his first one post-Queen? I thought, he's put no effort in here. Like, like he looked terrible. And again, he hid his pigs in blanket, didn't he? I noticed the camera angles went straight onto the face occasionally, didn't they, for that? But I had, for the, <laughs> this is bad, I found, I, God, I hope work aren't listening to this, I found, like, a load of, like, 50% off stickers in Aldi, and I put them on a beef Wellington, some fucking roast potatoes no. and goose fat. See if we get away with it. I did, did That's fucking get away. That is tough work, so honestly. We had we had that. We had we had those. Um, we had parsnips. We had some caramelised uh, carrots as well. Some red cabbage. Some sprouts. Um, stuffing balls and uh, cauliflower cheese. And a beef dripping gravy as well went absolutely batshit there as well. It was it was a, it was a cracking con. Like I'm, I apologise to no one. Aldi are doing fine. Like they're all right. I haven't brought them to their fucking knees. They've had enough money from me over right. the they're years. Yeah. Exactly. You know what? Done like with the staff. Someone's probably lost the job, JP, on Christmas Day for that. <laughs> well, they're still sat in the car. I've got to be a bit cannier. I've got to look at the dates. There's a whole roll of them. Mate, 
then I'm not giving that away early. I'll just have to go to various different branches and I'm just going to go, all right, is this going to be next day? Brilliant. Put it on that. No one will question it then when you get to the till, nothing weird going on there. And I'm going, oh, well, yeah, it's the next day. Let it go. But yeah, me won the man nil is uh, is how I'd view that Christmas dinner. And then a praline, I don't know if we're going to, we haven't got into desserts yet. A praline log. I don't even know what the fuck that is. It feels like I'm making up words, and that's like, I know it's a type of nut. Um, that in cream, just like doused in loads of cream. As I, I want to say, I didn't. The Lion King wasn't on, was it? No, we were watching Toy Story four then at that point, wow. which I hadn't seen before as well. And I think I'd compared it to like the Omega Ricardo series, and how much I kind of <laughs> love those films. And that's very much like the G one version of their match. It's ninety minutes. It's wha- It's just a remake of the third film, just with a different kid, as far as I could tell. Amazing. <laughs> uh, a bit of fact in there thrown in, you know. It was King's exactly. Speech, though. Shocking. Absolutely. Uh, well, I was. Pff, I don't know what he said. He just spoke bollocks, didn't he? It was like a Ultimate Warrior promo in some way, just done by a posher man. Oh. Brilliant. I'm with you on Toy Story 4, big fan. Uh, as uh, I don't agree with uh, John Savers, so, so unnecessary sequel. Great film, uh, in my mind. Worst it's worst good. of the four. Comfortably the worst of the four. Is that not the but one it's... with the... Um, am I getting mixed up? Is that not the one with the scene where they're going towards like the, the no. fire thing? And it's all, Number oh, three is the sad one, one Benno. That's yeah. the sad that one. Yeah. That's the sad one. Yeah. The three? Oh, yeah. Nah. Yeah. Four is the one where they end up in a fucking carousel. There's an old 1950s doll. Bo Peep ends up in the world. There's a lot of stuff here where you're just going, CCTV cams be picking up all these little fucking toys running around the place. And we'd be having a big, <laughs> like, international conversation about what the fuck is going on with toys, let alone cutlery, which doesn't have any kind of sentient knowledge. Yet if you turn them into a toy, they do. So whatever that voodoo that little girl did in kindergarten on her first day, I'd like to know that as well. I think I thought about it too much. I think that was my problem when I was watching it, is I was giving this too much thought. But it was quick. It was a cheeky 90 minutes, and I rather like that Omega Ricarda G1 match, which I think was like a good 25, 28 minutes, wasn't it, Benno? Great match. Didn't live long in the memory, but it served a purpose. But it's just very weird it being sort of chucked onto the end. Yeah, a lot of agreement with you in the chat here. Yeah, yeah. But our Christmas dinner, like we had our dinner and then we Elf was on. So uh, I always make sure every uh, Christmas not put Elf on because I know my mum was going to watch it on Christmas Day. Garbage. Then we wanted to watch Home Alone. <clears throat> and you know what? I sat there and watched the whole thing again, despite oh. us having done a podcast on it last week. <laughs> it was still great. <laughs> still, that's why it's a five star film on my, uh, on my lesson. Still stands up to it. Definitely. Second. Yeah. 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 No uh, Home Alone 2, though, as well. You could have fitted in that as well. I watched that Christmas Eve, that and Rocky 4 was on the ITV4, surprisingly. Put me in the mood for Rocky 4. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch it, Benno? No, I haven't. It's on my list, though. I'll probably watch it before New Year. Watch the the added one. You know, Stallone made it in COVID. Honestly, it's it's worth a go, like. Who was it? Someone was saying this week that Kerry Von Eric was apparently... Like Ivan Drago rules, as if bollocks. <laughs> Can you imagine bullshit? <laughs> it's just about him, like going him going to the 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 Olympics and doing the discus, which was lies as well. Oh, yeah. it's all lies. The only magic power those lads had was doing a fuck ton of blow in Dallas. That's that was their <laughs> magical gift to the world, as well, and probably <laughs> passing on as many STDs as you could shake a big stick at. 
It'd have been up for the part, wouldn't it, where they were doing uh, pump and drag out full of the gear, like in the gym. <laughs> It'd have been oh, fucking up for that. <laughs> incredible, that, that montage, mate. That's all that Rocky Four is, isn't it? Just a month, just music. It's a music video, 90-minute music video. But that, <laughs> heart on fire, isn't it? That one where, he, where Stallone's beard. Oh, mate, what a look that is. And he's oh, staying in the snow and that, and then you just see Drago just getting fueled up like like the warlord, didn't it? Do the thing you're full. <laughs> just the best shout ever, though. <laughs> We're not sure, guys. Kind of Do the thing you're full is the best shout any wrestler's ever said. <laughs> it's so fucking good. But are you, but are you mixing himself with the warlord? <laughs> That double Jack Daniels, mate, that's done that to you. Oh, right to the edge, JP. This new fucking oh. ring light, I've got better. You missed it. I've got like a, that. My light is like one of these ring lights now, so it's not the fucking actual light here. Going full on now, like 24, you know. Streaming, <laughs> taking over. Bit more business, isn't it? Oh. Mm. Well, that's the other thing I was going to say. Me and you did um, way too many podcasts together last week. I did my Christmas shop after we'd done the uh, the show, the Poison Rana show, where uh, where you know Brandon might or might not have. Uh, ch- oh no, no, it wasn't that night, was it? It was the uh, the call in Poison Rana the night afterwards when we did their big backwards of the year with uh, Martin, who, who's getting off here. Where Brandon definitely didn't cheat, hundred percent. He he he, he, no, he knew. Uh, Adrian Street, big time fan of them. Yeah. Was, he was exact, I, was um, watching, I was watching. He was good. He had all the facts down. Yeah. <laughs> to the number. To the day, mate. Josh Alexander's <laughs> impact title run, you know, every number of it. He's just an encyclopedia of wrestling, is our friend um, Brandon from New Jersey. So, you know, you can't, uh, can't give him any grief. I, I, wanna, I don't know. I want to I wanna double count on that one. But we lost Matty, but we're not bitter about it at all. It is no. what it is. But, uh, yeah, I ran out and did my uh, – my. I went out and spent 150 quid on Christmas shopping for the house. Like food and stuff, and you see my cupboards, Matty. Like for me to spend 150 quid, I was gonna say, what the fuck have you bought? I've been excited these it. days. Like, it's and they're gonna be there in about three weeks, and you're gonna throw them out. Well, I'm going to Belfast tomorrow, aren't I? For a week, <laughs> what was the point? I hope your freeze is big enough, Ben. I'm, I'm freezing some. Can you freeze sausage rolls? I think you're allowed. Of course, uh, you can. I'll go in the freezer, I'll be throwing them in uh, tomorrow, but. Yeah, we'll have to uh, throw Brandon on, ma- on Mastermind up me as uh, as Andy rightly says here. That boy, what, what a brain for the uh, for the wrestling business. Oh, Stan Stasiak's fucking title runs and stuff. Okay. Oh, we'll have to get him to call in tonight. Hundred percent. Mike sent him a link. I'm gonna get some Mike Mother's questions up off the internet and see if he can rapid fire them. Ask him if you can pick him out of a lineup, mate. So you know what he looks like. <laughs> or who he is. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, ask Grapple what's Daniel Garcia's um, best PWG tag uh, that, that, You know what? If that would have been the one to like cost us, we lost by two. If that would have been the one, Ben, I'll be honest, mate, I would have been haunted. I, I let you down there, mate. Bit bit of rare, you know. Hold my hands up there for you, but we didn't fight too much. It was okay. I should have knew you would have knew that for some reason. I just should have knew you'd have knew that one. Well, that's we preview all the PWG shows on the weekend show. That's how I know. Because yeah. we fucking been on. <laughs> like, there hasn't been we never see them. Half a year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We never actually see them, but we know what's on the card. I didn't remember seeing uh, Daniel Garcia defend the play any time recently. Well, if Plack can uh, back me up here, because I know he's in the chat there, I think I've got the last 
I've got, I'm backed up five PWG events, and I, he'll know if I'm up to date or not more than I will. And I still How are you going to catch up on that? JP, it's when, it's when Garcia become champion. That was me done then, because it, it's gone more. <laughs> it's more no, it's it, it's gone more like yeah, a bit more fondle on the mat than like your moves and your crazy spots and that. So, with um, Gareth, you'd like it to be fair. <laughs> like so, so if you're uh, so if you're five years behind, does that mean you're three years behind? <laughs> I was gonna say, like, how many fucking years are we out and away here? I mean, this is like I'm at least inst- a year. I'm a, I reckon I'm at least a full year behind easily. Last time I seen it, I'm up to the only thing I remember is uh Alistair Black and Brody King winning the tag belts. That was the last thing I seen. So I'm way back. <laughs> to be fair, like, May twenty twenty two. Oh, uh, <laughs> <Maybe> two years. <laughs> that is insane. That's an insane. I loved them. Honestly, time. it was a highlight when I got them off Platt. As soon as they got delivered, they were getting put in my DVD player. Honestly, I was right re- into it, Ben. I went, I like, mm. as you know, just putting them on and jumping out of my seat, mate. And in the book. But not yet, exactly. But now <laughs> you see it on Dynamite every week, but it's not as good. So you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Not like you to say that, mate, is it? No, I've seen it all now. But... Well, you're going to love it later on, mate, when we start previewing the week's big uh, wrestling in Japan in the, in the run-up to Wrestle Kingdom. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, later I mean, on. People aren't happy with the card, JP. Is that like a universal thing? Like, no one's looking forward to it? I... <sighs> yeah, I think if you want to say it bluntly. I mean, like, it feels like the only promotion that's kind of got any real heat at this stage as both Benno and Gareth run off at this stage. Right. Japan talk, we're off. I want to get educated at least. So, with it. If people are very keen, like, I mean, there's the all Japan, like kind of effectively, um, like are the ones that appear to be having like the kind of better revival, because guess what? Crazy thing. They seem to push their younger lads and kind of build around like a core roster at the top on there. Um, which is something you think all the other companies will listen to them. Noah is a shit show. Stardom has got a kind of injury crisis, as far as I've been able to tell, and they've been sort of running so much anyway. Um, Dragon Gate, I don't know. It exists in like a complete vacuum to me. And any time I've tried to jump in, there's always been something bad that hasn't hasn't happened there as well. And Wrestle Kingdom this year, to go back onto, onto that point, like I think uh, it was somebody put in the chat there earlier on. It's a one card show. Like it is. It's a one match show. I would say you might want to watch All Japan because you know who's appearing on, on all on two of the All Japan cards. This is the one they're doing on New Year's Eve and the one they're doing on the third of Jan. Who's oh, that? for fuck's sakes! Sorry, Saka's just hit the post here. Like, can't fucking believe that. Like they're taking the piss here as well. I'm pretty sure that ball was out as well. Is it 1-0 time. still, JP? Still 1-0 here. Yeah. We've hit the post. There's We had a shout for a penalty there as well. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it's it's kind of like, yeah, we've got Charlie Dempsey. So uh, it's amazing. Regal said, oh, yeah, we've sorted out NXT. And it's just like, oh, it's just a massive coincidence. It's your fucking son who's going over then in that case. You know, not sending over Trick Williams, is he? For a couple of fucking shots over there. You're not interested in that. Or those lads who ride fucking tricycles down to the ring. They were named Bronco Nima, or whatever his name is. And the other one. Like, it's not those lads. It's his son. And he's going, there's a there's a coincidence. Fucking Darren's kid. 
making it over there, isn't he? Um, isn't um, JP, isn't he's... Okada and Brian a rematch? Has that happened before or is that a first time? Yeah, Forbidden Door. Oh, yeah, so it's a rematch. And so it's even like, unless it's obviously, I'm assuming it's following a story on. Yeah, but if not, that's like, for me, that's not even like, you know, it's a first time ever type thing. But I don't know, I've just seen on the timeline on on Twitter, Gareth, on Twitter, that um, it's like no one's asked, no one's looking forward to it. And it's like, no. Of course, even like their big show, people would still, like WrestleMania, I know, like everyone. In, in the bubbles, not really into it, but you still get a lot of people watching that. Just out of like, I don't know why, but with Wrestle Kingdom, it looks like people are not even bothering watching it. It's weird. I think there's, yeah, it's hard to get in. I mean, there's a reason why I think did we all have it down as worst promotion of the year? I don't think you did, Matty. Yeah. You had AEW probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> NWA, I had JP. NWA, that was, yeah, yeah very true. Um, and there was a reason because it's like, Wrestle Kingdom used to have what was like a series of really substantial matches and fresh matchups as well. And we just seemed like a world away from that. And it's just stuck in this loop for the last few years of the same kind of lads. Now, we may end up having a bigger conversation about what will Tanahashi end up doing and whether or not that's a that's a good thing, uh, him becoming president of the company. So that's, you know, the way that I look at it is that, you know, as effectively the the booking's stale and it needs to change. And it doesn't take a lot to change New Japan. It's just that they've just fallen into the traps of like, it used to be a case you wanted to watch all of their big shows because they didn't all have meaningless fucking multi-man matches. But that's what it is for the most part. But it's just a general sense of staleness around the place. In terms of the, the foreign wrestlers they use, for the most part, they're stale. We've seen all the possible combinations. Like, I mean, for Osprey to leave is, you know, in, in many ways we'll think of it as actually like it's a good thing. He's been there for a hell of a long time and he should be thinking about like kind of making a move on. But they've kind of ruined that. Him and Moxley, at least, you think, well, okay, there's an appeal to that. You can then yeah. even lead into AEW. But no, they're sticking David Finley in there. And it's like, right, we want Finley to have the belt. Just have him wrestle fucking David Finley then. Just do it rather than what will be like some three-way where it's about, it almost feels at that stage that you've, you've got a degree of politics coming into it. And you think, really? We're at that point, are we, already? So, it yeah. It just, just I'm, I'm a not a work, so that's why I'll watch it. It feels a bit bottomed out, doesn't it, kind of thing? Like, say, like, you know, at the start when we were first starting to point out, like, the, the issues with New Japan, maybe that year it went from 100 people, you know, if you're using 100, yeah. 100 to 80 people, then the next year it was 60, then the next year it's 40. And it just feels like there's just been this gradual drop-off, doesn't it, in, like, viewership and kind of, like, importance that now you're probably, like, you know, 20% of people are watching it kind of thing who are in your, in, in, in your bubble and, like, you think, as it bottomed out, is it, like, is there now something to build from here? Like, I don't even know what that Tanahashi thing, is that just a fucking token position? Is it a, genu- is it a genuine president position or is it, like... There's a lot of historical just, precedent just, just, in Japan. Just a, just a figurehead kind of thing. Is it like the young books being EVPs? Push, push out and say stuff kind of thing. That's what I wonder, like, is it actually going to be something that's going to influence any kind of real change or is it just like oh here you go we can we can send him out as the face of the company and things like that you know so uh, i'll 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 keep my powder dry on that one before i get too excited about that i think there's historical precedent like generally within i was talking about this on the midweek news dump 
Um, I was like talking about it, I was talking to myself about it effectively because it's, it's, it's a one man show, um, which is weird because it's just mental illness combined with the changes of New Japan and the Joey the Styles, of the GP. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Joey Styles, half an hour that was fucking last night. Christ above. But that, so there is precedent with it. Like you think of someone like a Ricky Choshu, like for example, that, you know, in, in being in charge of sort of like um, New Japan. I mean, even in recent years in all Japan, you had like Suwama and Shuji Ishikawa, they always tended to be like a kind of like a, a wrestler who was like a part of management and and everything else. But it doesn't, I don't know, like it, 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 it takes a lot because it takes a mentality change, which is this innate level of conservatism. And we may talk about like the things that could make him right, but I know what I'd be doing, which is I'd be putting that belt on Yota Suji as quickly as I could. Like I've got a whole storyline in my head, like, and I think it's better than anything that we'll end up doing, which is after Wrestle Kingdom, he challenges Naito and he fucking crushes him in like five to ten minutes at the next in the February show. And you've got the Yotsuji era and you've got Naito kind of doubting himself and going, right, okay, I'm gonna, you know, effectively being kicked out of his own stable and stuff like that. And then you build to a return match for it. Because Yotsuji, like I mean the Sonada experiment just hasn't worked. I don't think there's any tangible way of saying, oh, it's worked because of attendances. No, attendances aren't up. Like, uh, you know, there's no really good argument other than I like LIJ, which is that's fine if the year is 2018. Then you can go fucking buck wild over LIJ. But the fact we're talking about them and Bullet Club and Chaos, it's just five guys. It's just Suzuki Gun under another name. So what's changed? Nothing. Nothing has changed in like five years. When it's all about EastEnders, I know they've got a lot of the old roster around there, but fuck me, some things have changed as well. Looking at you, Nish Panasar, like, you know, and you think to yourself, right, okay, there's, they're trying a few new things. Somebody will work a program with Phil at some stage because that's the rules of the game here. But New Japan itself doesn't fucking, it just doesn't change. It's just the same old, same old shit. They haven't to bring back the Intercontinental title because they're just almost just trying to forget the idea of, yeah, when we merged those titles together, that was a terrible idea, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it was. It was a fucking shocking idea. Like, why did you do it? It's, and also, it doesn't help the fact that they've got a company that anytime anybody puts out a gif of saying, oh, look at this, this is some spectacular thing that happened, they take it down straight away. And you go, in a social media era, that's such an awful, awful idea. Like, it really is. But... um. But yeah, and in fact, Okada's off, and he is off as well. He's, Where he's definitely off. Where do you feel go, though, JP? Is he yeah. WH Fink? <sighs> Here we go. I think he'll I, go WWE, you know. I really think he will. If he's I ever going to go there, yeah, now is the time yeah. with the people, with with um, Paul in charge. That's the only time, because you realise they're not going to be, he's not going to be treated like an idiot. However, week-to-week TV for Okada, I don't know. Because I just don't know whether or not he's going to be able to kind of fit into that pattern as well. But him going to AEW, just, I don't know. I don't find it special because I've already seen New Japan wrestlers in AEW oh, now. How sport I am. Honestly, it's yeah. so fucking stale. 
you know, just it'll just be the same matches we've seen. <laughs> Genuinely will be. At least if he goes to WWE, we'll get to see him in the day with people like the Miz and people like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, we will get to see that. How many years ago did we say like Okada v Orton? <laughs> That'll be the one for me, lad. Like. Just seeing them two staring at each other for half an hour before they lock up. But <laughs> <laughs> But he should. I hope he does. I hope he really comes into WWE because if he does go to AEW, it's just honestly. But he'll start in NXT, won't he? Yeah. <laughs> Work that hard, Cam. Oh, he did that in, in fairness. He did it in TNA. Helped he appeared in front of TV, you know, but he definitely saw the hard Cam in the impact zone. He was all well, over. Change his name too, though, as well. <laughs> no, it'll be, be his real name. They'll just call him Kazu, <laughs> won't they? Like Shin. When they did that with Nakamura. <laughs> I used to love Nakamura. Got that fucking wrong in quite a dramatic way, didn't I? Fucking hell. But yeah, a lot, lot here in the chat as well, talking about Osprey and Osprey off to, um, uh, like, he's he's not finishing up until February. So he's going to be wrestling. He's he's wrestling a carder, I think, on isn't it? Battle in the Valley, which is the same day as that hard-to-kill pay-per-view as well. Oh, like crazy, a Carter versus Cody all over again as well. There's, there's another it's thing that's come up it. there in the it's, chat. Someone said there, and he's right, John. There in the chat, like people saying, like WWE is like full of you know they've got big big time stars now. AW, we've been saying it for how long? Their roster's full. JP, I know you people are saying you make an exception for him, the Carter, but come on, mate, <laughs> how many wrestlers do you need for your roster? I, <laughs> you <know>? They've <laughs> got the money. Don't worry about TKO having a budget for this. They're fine. Yeah. They're all right. Yeah. They can have both. It's, it's just wild times. Like it's it's, it's going to be interesting because... You can become part of the Don Callis family. It'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen a lot, of, a lot of tweets today about Dynamite Laugh. Fucking hell. What happened? I missed something on this. We'll get into it. <laughs> Speaking of what's happened, JP, put all your thoughts aside here now, mate, because here we go. I know. Give us, uh, give us a couple of minutes. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, in a second. We've got our first guest uh, loaded up right now. Wait for them to uh, give us the uh, the thumbs up that, that uh, they're good to go. Um, but yeah. <laughs> New Japan. You're going to be watching Wrestle Kingdom, Matt? Just been saying that, Ben. I've only watched it about two times in my life, didn't I, live? 4 0 Brighton. The least excited I've been for it in any recent history. Like, I've got the day off work, and I feel like I should just be in the office. Like, it doesn't. It's like it's like even doing the grappies. We did the grappies because I hate doing like our award type stuff after Wrestle Kingdom. Like, it's always that like the it always feels weird because it's like the year's ended, but like a new year has already started. So, so I make sure we do it before. Don't think we needed to this year. Like, is anyone really paying attention to Wrestle Kingdom? I don't think they are. No, no. We, we we just had a good twenty minutes on it, haven't we, boys? Like it's just no one, no one is asked. Basically, except for a couple. Well, of, I've seen the chat. The, like the, the the freeway will drum up some interest. JP has been watered down with Finley. But yeah, that will drum mm. up interest. And was it the tag title match? Someone said as well. Was it? If I'm not mistaken. So, and you know, Danielson and Akada will try to recreate something. Oh, that'll that be is, a six-star match of the night. Won't like, be, it, no. but it's also got the time. It doesn't have like Osprey Omega as well on the same card. So it's like there's a very clear run for that to be kind of a by far and away, I think, match of the night. 
because it's not even like Osprey's in a position, I think, in that three-way to have a kind of match of the night. And I think for that reason alone, it'll be like it'll be it'll be better than what it was at Forbidden Door. Definitely. Isn't Tamatonga fighting Tanahashi JP? <laughs> Did I see that right? Was that an actual match that's happening? <laughs> yeah. That sure. is. <laughs> I won't be watching that. Like any time, like I'm just praying their contracts are up at some point and they just fuck off. Because they can go the WWE. That's a bloodline stable, mate. That's what they can do. Mate, I used to go to Greg's during the the bad matches. I'll just be at Greg's for four and a half hours on uh, January the 4th this year. Just just knocking around. They'll have to uh, kick me out. But on that note, lads, I think we've got our uh, our first guest there, ready and waiting in the uh, the background to to add on. And yeah, it's been a... it's been a long time coming. Very happy to uh, to say this. It's uh, I feel like you know back in the day, JP, in the famous words of uh, Triple H, didn't there used to be more of us <laughs> joining us? It's Rev Joe. Hey Joe, sorry, just Joe. I shouldn't call you Rev Joe. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> hello, well, mate. Half an hour, Benno. I'll uh, I'll embrace it. Why not? Just just to say. <laughs> Great to be home. Love all the <laughs> grapple fans, you know. It's <laughs> so great to be here again. Just, yeah, oh. job is back, mate. Um, yeah, said, said nothing over the last three and a half years, you know. Kept my mouth shut. Just great to be home. Joe, does this mean I can fuck off now? You said you were going for a pint of milk about three and a half years ago, and I've been waiting for you to come back. <laughs> Well, long life milk, Gareth, as well. So I grab it out of the uh, out of the cupboard. Probably still, uh, probably still doing do a decent cup of coffee, I imagine. Not a latte, probably just americano or something with that. Have you ever had a long life latte? Absolutely terrible. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, honestly. Also, I've got a theory. Right, I was in a Costa in Wakefield the other day. Right. <laughs> It's a conversation. <laughs> have you ever observed what people drink in Costa? Like, just have a look around. Because this Costa yeah. Wakefield, every single person, large latte, every single person, like me and my wife got a flat white, and I looked around, every single person had a large latte. And then I went to my cousin on Christmas Day, who works in the Costa in Southampton, asking the most regular order. Apparently it's a large latte. Who needs that much milk? Like, that's insane. <laughs> anyway, I'll shut up. <laughs> the proper stuff. I'll get you back. You said to me, me and JP, when we were trying to organise this in the background, what will we talk about? We've just found out, mate, it's that. Uh, we need to find out what we have for Christmas dinner, mate, if it wasn't a roast. Yeah. We just need to catch up on all the, uh, the important stuff. EastEnders Christmas special, that's got to come up as well. Oh, We're going to hit all the high spots oh. today. Brutal. Did you, do, you, do you want the EastEnders Christmas special now? <laughs> well, give on. us... Give, give us your dinner first. Yeah, yeah give, give us your, give us your dinner first. Uh, the Christmas dinner I got to say was the best one I've ever had by and some some distance. I think what I discovered was my mum's roasts. You know, thirty six, almost thirty seven years of being shocking, and she really pulled out of the bag. She's been playing the long game, but what I think worked <laughs> was my wife made the gravy. There's a fantastic uh. gravy. All these onions she chops up, throws in red wine, and suddenly it elevated the level of my mum's roast. And I think okay. the problem was for all these years was probably the Bisto or the whatever gravy brands are there. JP, you like gravy? Can you tell me? I, I'm thinking of the Aldi's own brand gravy, but you know, it should be Bisto. But it's the other. And now, in fairness, I spent 
what I would consider silly money on some beef dripping gravy from Tesco's finest rage. But no, crack on. Yes, I think the gravy finally elevated the food and my mum finally found the missing ingredient. So her and my wife clearly make a great team when it comes to putting a roast dinner together. So the two women in my life made the best Christmas dinner of my life uh, this Christmas. So fantastic. Can't complain. Uh, What was on it? Um, I had two Christmas dinners, tell the truth. I had one at my wife's. We had two Christmas days. We had one on the 23rd in Scotland and then we had one on actual Christmas Day. The 25th, well, honestly, the two sort of Christmas dinners, it's like worlds collide. Like the first one was a very middle class affair. Soup starter, some vegan oh, sausage rolls. What's that, that Sounds Matty? good. I said, I ate the soup starter. <laughs> Love it. Love it, Joe. I wasn't into it. I was like, just oh. slap, slap the food on the table. Then the veg, it was like self-serve. And it was like <laughs> carrots cut a weird way, parsnips cut a weird way. And then I was, it kind of felt like I hadn't eaten at the end of it. So it was a bit weird. So to get actually to my mum's was a real relief because it was like a proper Christmas dinner. So it was the difference between a middle class and a working class Christmas dinner. And I know which side I stand on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Love it. Oh, love it. Uh, lot, lot, not much has changed, mate, since we, uh, since we, uh, we last had you on here. This, is this the first time we've had you and Matty on something together? I was about to say, I was going to say to James, one, maybe. but this is the first time, apart from like, you know, that, that like we've been actually chatting on here, Joe. And it's, yeah, fa- like, face to else. face, mate. It's a, it's a pleasure. What, what it's great replacement than yourself and Gareth. What an upgrade. No. <laughs> I love the modesty. I love that. You're going to go and grab a can for the next bit because I feel we're going to need one when we talk the East Enders stuff. Uh, I, th- I think we got you on this purely, Joe, just from when we were at a, a copper box and like we were uh, we were chatting just about the podcast and stuff. And I think Matty was telling you the concept of uh, of time, not time in general, the podcast time. Um, I'm not used to an mate. <laughs> I could see your eyes lighting up. It's a very Joe uh, way of doing things. That podcast, I think. Uh, yeah, it did sound like a great concept. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it did. JP told me about it as well before. And uh, yeah, definitely yeah. definitely got my attention. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all good. Oh, brilliant. Well, I don't want to hit all the uh, all the high spots uh, too early, but we were, uh, we were avoiding earlier talking the, uh, the EastEnders Christmas special. Is it? We're going to uh, throw out oh. there, mate, what your, uh, your thoughts were on it this year. Uh, <laughs> oh, brutal. <laughs> Absolutely awful. Like to start, did you guys see last year's EastEnders Christmas special? No, I can't remember it. What happened oh, last year? Who last died? Year, really, should be the question. Well, well, last year's was gold. Like Janine, for my for my money, cemented herself as an absolute all timer last year. Like proper royalty main event status. We're talking sort of like Undertaker, Frank Butcher sort of status. Right? <laughs> She's a main event heel. Oh, she very yeah. much is. Big time. And yeah. her and Danny Dyer ended up going off a cliff into the sea. It was incredible. And Danny Dyer then swimming out the swimming out into the ocean. I was thinking, he's swimming to Spain, he's going to make the business too, and then he's going to be back this Christmas. <laughs> Unfortunately, neither seemed to have happened. Um, but I was like, this is, this is gold, like Christmas gold. This year, my God. What a fall back down to earth. It was like going from like WrestleMania 17 to WrestleMania 18, but you didn't get Hogan Rock, to be quite honest with you. Like, it was shocking. Like, the lack, it, what it proved to me was how little ability these writers have to get new stars over. You see in the Vic, when you had these, like, the five matrons of the square currently, the newest character is shite. 
But the newest candidate before that, I think, was Denise, who came into it in like 2006. Yeah. I'm thinking, my yeah. God, you really can't make stars here, can you? Like the inability no. to create anyone new. It, Go on, JP. It's that 2000s thing, isn't it? They push them in there. They put them in there with a program with Phil slash John Cena, don't they? Which they did with Denise. And obviously, Kathy's had a, her run, and so Sharon as well. Denise has got a kid with him. Is that right? Am I, this is what I was told. Oh, Phil, get all these women, though, boys. It's always a life mystery. How's he For, doing it? Like, that's like how he's Phil booked, mate. Phil is honestly at the point where he's like TNA Hogan at this point. Like he's just doing the <laughs> same old shit over and over again. And I kind of love it and it'll always be entertaining. But it's like, he's like, must be 60. And like, yeah, Sharon, what new scenario can you put him in? Like, exactly. what can you do? Like, do you remember in the 90s, right? I'm sure there was a storyline with Sharon and Grant where she was like infertile, right? And they couldn't have kids. And one of the reasons that it all fell apart was obviously the affair with Phil. And then because she couldn't have kids. And then he got with Marty McCutcheon, younger model, you know, got her up the duff, had a baby, had a great time for a brief period until Frank mowed her down. But then Sharon to just come back. It's like she's like the Benjamin Button of fertility. Like, how on earth? Yeah. She managed to pop kids out in her 40s and 50s. When she couldn't in her twenties or her thirties, like it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like it, it's too far now for me. Yeah. Way too far. You lost the logic. It might yeah, have been because yeah. I'd seen I hadn't seen last year's, but this year's just seemed utterly mental. We got into the wedding on Christmas Day, or oh, this ending in fucking tears, and it did <laughs> like for that because we had to build up to two near murders. And I have to say, the night afterwards, Joe, very disappointed. I don't know if you felt the same way, Matt. Very raw after. Oh, you didn't see it, did you? Didn't raw see after one. WrestleMania. Yeah. Six of them just talking about what they would do. And it's like, let's cut to the fucking, let's get some angles in place here. Have let's you buried some... them? Or have they put, like, did you ring the ambulance? Didn't do anything. They spoke about what they were going to do for ages. I think they moved one of them in uh, somewhere. And I think they were burying Keanu. Sorry, spoiler alert yeah. on here. He's you know dead. Uh, the guy's alive, isn't he? What's his name? I, I'm not familiar. Nish. Yeah, is he alive? Because right. she got him pulled back to life, didn't she? That bloke. I watched a bit during the summer, popping and out every now and then. I had a watch and I found out Cindy Bill was back from the dead. Yeah. Again, awful, disappointing. And also, is she with Ian? Yeah, but she's having an affair with this bloke. And at first I saw an advert, I was like, fucking hell, it's Mick Johnson. It's not nah. Mick Johnson. Colin <laughs> Salmon, what? mate. Why didn't they just cast Mick Johnson in that role? He was the in man college, available. Buddy, Mick Johnson. He was at Jimmy Corkill's funeral last week. I saw pictures from Claire Sweeney. Looked like a great occasion. Like they saw the man off properly. You know, I don't know if Mark Dallas and the ICW crew made it. But oh, it he's gone like, there, mate. <laughs> looked like Mick Johnson was in prime yeah, show. Get him in there. But when I was watching in the summer, Phil was having a feud with that niche bloke. And I, yeah. I was like, what is this? Like... Phil should not be feuded with this jobber. And I turned to my wife and I said, look, this this is like Austin, 99, <laughs> when they presented Jeff Jarrett and Billy Gunn. And he was just like, fuck this. This guy is <laughs> Billy Gunn and Jeff Jarrett in 1999. Like, Phil is having to, like, roll around with absolute jobbers at the moment. Like, give him, I tell you, they need to push. I was thinking this as well. The um, Cody Rhodes of EastEnders is Jay. Do you know Jay? You oh, know, Jay's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Great potential as a youngster. Got an early push. Then had some dodgy storylines. And he's kind of going through his stardust moment. What he needs to do <laughs> is write a list of directors, 
<laughs> and actors that he wants to work with, get writing his own script, get out a contract, get sh some shows commissioned, maybe like on a streaming service, HBO Max or something, a couple of starring roles, then get himself back to EastEnders and take Phil's spot. That's what he needs, and that's what the show needs. And he was primed for it. But they're setting up that Ravi simply because he's a look, isn't he? Let's face it. He's but like he's a gonna... throwback, don't you think? He is. Yeah. Oh, he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll end up in a programme with Phil and he'll just be fucked off. He's a machine, though, JP. He's a big lad. Mate, I, he's hiding, he's right? He's any it. amount of those big lads in the in the early 2000s who were just yeah, like dog shit. In there. They just like Luther Reigns. Like going to one of those nightclubs you used to go to in about 1996, JP. Those sort of tight clubs he wears, that ponytail. Yeah. Like he's, he's yeah. my sort of bloke. Only Joe, wears shoes. Joe, why is Brian Conley in EastEnders, mate? Because I was watching him thinking, <laughs> what the fuck's going on here? In fairness, he made a beeline for Kathy, though, which is exactly why I'd be doing it if I was his heel? age. Or is he yeah, he's Nick Cotton's brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's mental. <laughs> they said Cotton, and I assumed oh, he's a cousin, and he's staying with. He's staying. Is he staying with Sonia? Wait, there. It's not Dot's kid. It's the dad's kid. It's um Charlie Cotton's kid. Yeah, right. I think uh, so, he was a bad man, wasn't he? Is he a heel? If he's Nick's brother, he's got to be a heel. Then he's yeah. had periods, but um they've, they've kind of had some sort of big show sort of turns there, where <laughs> sort of every five minutes they're sort of like working out what to do and. But yeah, he likes Kathy, that... but that's what I got from it. He, he's in love with Kathy, or he's had an affair with Kathy, and she doesn't want nothing to do with him. That's what I picked up on off one episode. Yeah, he was working some like con for ages. So I was in. I've been in and out for a few years. I've not been a loyal viewer for quite a long time. And um, mm. when I sort of come in and out, I was picking up on him doing some con job on Sonia. I think yeah. he was going to be Sonia's dad or something. <laughs> <laughs> and she was fully convinced. Yeah. What just, is it? It's like it's like wrestling. Like, why is like we talk about this all the time, don't we, Matt? Why is the world just frozen? Yeah, in like all like <laughs> in all oh, five yeah. years. Is it is it something to do with like you know media? Is it the fact that like you know everything is now archivable and you know exists forever? Like since we were like you know teenagers in like the nineties and two thousands, because like our dads didn't have it like this. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like in wrestling and it? it's the equivalent of like, you know, some 60s star coming back for like WrestleMania six. It's like, it's not happening. Is it? no. like... Stan Stasiak going in there against the ultimate warrior, which would have been funny for his own fucking stupid reasons. If you look at EastEnders, Joe, like there's at least, this is without even actually naming them, Half a dozen to ten people who were there in the early nineties, and that's thirty years ago. And yeah. I you're talking about w are you talking to WWE, mate? Sorry, that's a promotion. Hey. <laughs> AW's one for your dinosaurs now. But I'm not going there. <laughs> He's won this year, Joe. It's gone so shit that Matty's winning now. What's that, mate? AW's gone so shit that Matty's winning now. He's having he's having his victory lap this month over the uh, the year end awards. Oh, he's not a fan of the devil. <laughs> you know what, Joe? I've always said there's a nugget of a good. I like a who done it in wrestling. I like a big reveal, but you milk that even. You can't keep that even, like logically for me. So yeah. Are you a big fan of the higher power corporate ministry merger thing, mate? Very. I mean, well, come on, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Why, David? Ask. Yeah. <laughs> but Joe, why is that? Like Ben said, what do you reckon it is? Like. 
anyone like we always as you said it's about everything that we like talk about in life it is just stuck like as i said eastenders there there's like 10 people who were there in the early 90s and they're still main eventers it's weird we watch tv that's effectively it i think that's why is that that generation is more likely to tune in and watch tv yeah it is Whereas if you create, if you get a group of young people and we'll just go, ah, you're just a fucking jumped up Hollyoaks and not just not bother our asses. Whereas, well, whereas we need a bit of Kathy and Sharon and Beale like around the place just to keep us kind of tuning in, I think, on a, on a semi-regular basis. No, I but get that. Well. I bet you need your and, familiar. But you want them all working with the younger star. You want them working with that younger talent to push them, don't you? And I think there's still that, yeah. there's that glass ceiling that still exists in EastEnders. Very yeah, much like plus, WCW. Plus, plus, none of them can get work anywhere else. So, regular income, mate. Well, mate, since, ever, it's ever since, and my favourite Christmas present this year, it's ever since this stopped. They can't get work anywhere else. <laughs> That's the big problem. Like, if this was still going, there's potential. How is this still going? You are, mate. I love it more than anyone, Joe, but I did not know you were still making them in the year 2024. Alan, this in general. This is my favourite Christmas present. I'm going to have a Tony January. Was that an Alan? No, keep going. I want to see all 12, mate. Come on. Oh, June. Yeah. Why is June not June? (laughs) 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 Who else we got? Red, Red. <laughs> legend from That's Samantha, actually from my like my area of Samhampton, Reg. Mm. Him and Craig one. David. Uh, <laughs> we've got a here. Meadows, Jim Carver, DID. Can JP's a big Jim Carver fan, aren't you? Oh, Carver. I am. I'll say him. that he, he got dark him. Carver on the lash was some of the the greats. That I, I will always come back to him taking on like so just. Like sorting out an armed robbery with his fucking fists while pissed, and he just thought, "I'm a, a fucking absolute admiration of that to this very day." Do you want me to actually go through all of these? It might take yes, a little please. while. Yeah. Yeah. We'll whip for him. Bob Cryer, <laughs> John Bowen, and Denise from EastEnders, right there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, during the Bill years. Oh, here we go. Uh, Tosh, there. Tosh. <laughs> Oh, you want to spend your time? Come on, we've got the best ever. All right, fair enough. Go on. Second appearance from Jack Meadows as well, I see. And Mickey Webb looking worse for wear there. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey Webb's rape, which was a brutal storyline. Big guns here. Oh, yeah. Burnside. Dave oh. Dave Goodham was always my favourite, mate. What about you? De- no, Dave was an oh, absolute legend, but he, my favourite hasn't come on yet, Joe, so I'll, I'll let you know okay. when it comes. I'll let you know. I think Dave and George were a solid, solid tag team for years. Yeah. Unfortunately, George got the Marty Jannetty end of the stick, really, didn't he? <laughs> uh, who we got there? That's Natalie from EastEnders, I think, isn't it? Who married Barry on the Millennium. Irene yeah. from EastEnders as well, David. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gina Gold, I think. And that is. Who was sure for my birthday, this? I'm not happy with that. <laughs> What's that? Who was sure for my birthday? This all the big guns have gone too early, and I've got crappy for my birthday. Kathy's <laughs> <laughs> sneaking an appearance there as yes. well. Yes, oh, which is about right for, for for our month, Gareth. And actually, I don't actually know who that is. I think that she must have been past my bill viewing years. To be honest with you, we're in the hour-long bills then. At that point, when it was much more of a soap, wasn't it? The Mark Fowler years. 
for most of that run, JP. Uh, Here's some <laughs> legends, Joe. Yeah, Matt Boyden. Yeah. Uh, Looks like Roy Keane there, doesn't he? <laughs> well, he did go on to appear in that Irish soap with the priest, JP. What's, is it, oh, what's in Fair soap? City. Yeah. He yeah. On the drive. yeah, he was in uh, that after the field. Nah, Ireland's fit his family's on the drive, which um, <laughs> I'm hoping some people will... A game show concept that needs to be recreated over here. But no, I've tried watching Fair City a couple of times. It's not great. Here's it's low rent. Joe, there's the main man, Beach himself. Oh, yes. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> proper bloke, Don Beach, yeah. Uh, he oh, worked the yeah. territories as well, didn't he? Because he had a good run in EastEnders. Obviously. Johnny Allen. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mickey Webb getting a second appearance there as well. Uh, who else we got? Oh, Ed, Eddie Santini. He was a he was a bad man. It appeared with Emmanuel Petit in an episode on Christmas Eve. Do you remember that? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember you showing me. The, yeah, yeah, God. Oh, you didn't watch it? That's, did I show it to you? Hmm. You did, because he told me it appeared. Emmanuel Petit appeared in the bill, and I went, fuck off. And then you showed it to me, and he was like, no, he did. I can't argue with that. I'm watching it with my own eyes. Joe, what's the woman's name there? Because she had a good run on top for a while. She was good there. Uh, Samantha there. Nixon. Yeah, yeah. She then went on to loose, wi- loose Women fame, from what yeah, I remember. She was solid, yeah. She's still going on Loose Women, do you know? Oh, I haven't watched that for a long time. I haven't seen, that, I haven't seen that for a while. I think last time I saw her and Jamelia were like the big guns on there, from what I remember. <laughs> Is yeah. uh, Janet Lee Porter still on it? <laughs> Someone let us know. Liam, let us know in the chat, mate. And Denise Welsh. <laughs> She's always yeah, been yeah. on there, isn't it? Denise Welch, her son was like, wasn't she spending Christmas di- having Christmas dinner with Taylor Swift last year or something? Denise yeah. <laughs> that bloke is the, he's the, he's the lead that. singer in the 1975, isn't it? Matt yeah, Healy, like, isn't it? Did I ever send you that image, Joe, that uh, is it, it is Taylor Swift, isn't it, that used to look after Jeff Jarrett's kids? Yeah, like when she, was, uh, yeah. she was like his next what? door neighbor. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> the photo up there. I thought it was the other way. Bollocks. You wait till I tell my wife that, Beto. Please send me the. Send me Apparently, the, she lived in the same road as the Jarrett's. Yeah. And she used to look after the kids overnight. There's a photo of her with Jeff in the house when she's like just about to break out. He's not quite famous yet. Jeff. Amazing. Why is Jeff I, I just not on the Eras tour? Like, he's a man who knows how to find his way into, like, I don't know. Probably promoting it, anyway. He should be. Global Force Gold oh. presents. Who's got the big December bill and then, Joe? Say oh, again. There's four of them in December. Who is it? Yeah, Gary Lucy. How the fuck's he got on there? <laughs> oh, Jack as well from EastEnders there on the left. Oh, yeah, right. Falanta, He was all right. Do you remember when he went to sex addiction classes or something in the no, field? No. And he ended up like, the sex he? Yeah, yeah. That was a whole storyline. And uh, yeah, Smithy there. I just associate him with the rape in Hollyoaks later. Do you remember I that? Remember that. No, I remember footballers that. Footballers' wives, yeah. Joe Gary Lucy will always be footballers' oh, wives. Kath was his mum, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a show. You... I'm going to watch that in the new year. I'm going to watch them first three series. A, a mate of mine was re-watching it a couple of years ago, actually. He was raving <laughs> about it, honestly. It's wild, Joe. Wild time. Is it in the Bad Girls universe? Much in the same way that King yeah. Kong and Godzilla and are in that same kind of universe as well, aren't they? The... Best characters in anything, Tangy Tana. She ends up in prison and she goes to the bad girls' prison out of footballers' wives. Big crossover. That's, that's exactly what you want to see. But you want to see them work different territories. I mean, I don't know if we ever want to see any of these lads do any Japanese soaps, if you want to take it that far. Like, send them over there for a year to, to work, I don't know, whatever TV Asahi's doing. 
and have them working in a soap over there. That'd be quite fun to do. So I'm a bit depressed because West Ham have scored a fucking second and it's Mavropanos who scored oh, the bastard. He's an ex-fucking Arsenal player. I had a bad feeling about this. I was telling Tommy this earlier on today. He was, oh, I'm going to try and get a ticket. I went, mate, I've got bad vibes all over this. Can see them getting a fucking result. We still top there of the league, Gareth. We still yeah. top. Did, did you yeah. celebrate then, JP, when he scored though? Because I, I, I thought it was our corner. I thought it was our corner, and then all of a sudden, I seen all the West Ham players jumping up, and I went, "Oh my god, what have I done?" Like, and and th- that was it then. So yeah, some. Sorry, some JP. Uh, I've just thrown Taylor Swift in there and the and the Jarrah family up on the uh, on the screen for Joe there. There she is in the house. Fantastic. <laughs> is that a Republic oh, wow. of Ireland flag? Up where it the is. sheet music should be, <laughs> or an Ivory Coast flag. It's one of the two, it definitely. Like it to be fair, yeah. <laughs> Which, like the the wrong horse there. I can tell them that from a bit of fucking experience as well. I got I got oh. Stephen Kenny massively wrong, Joe, in in quite a in quite an incredible way. What's happened to Kenny's kids? That was your favorite. Uh, they they've changed it to uh, ROI radar, basically <laughs> Republic of Ireland radar. They it quite wisely cut. Cut loose, kill Jester. Yeah, we're going to pretend we know nothing about Stephen Kenny at this point. Am I still following him? Absolutely. And I'll be there to the bit of fucking end. How's was Troy Parrott doing? Well, Excelsior. <laughs> he's scoring goals off the bench, mate, is where he is. <laughs> Playing in the er- Eredivisie. Yeah, that's where Connolly went. He, he does some work. There, he? he banged in. They were in the... the he, he would just get sent on loan there four years, which in fairness, I did the same trick with Adam Eder and Shamrock Rovers. I don't know if this is good audio for anyone at all here, but it, but it worked. He <laughs> was like the record goal scorer. He was Adam loan for seven years, that bloke. Got me to a last 16 of a Champions League, that lad. Still couldn't fucking buy him, but there you go. JP, what is on your cap? Uh, it's the Ultimate Warrior, mate. I'm sure you've seen this cap before. <laughs> is it Jim? It is. It's Jim. It's Jim. Oh, yeah, big Jim. Mental Jim. Okay. Did you, oh, did you yeah. ever watch Firepower? Jim Warrior. Jim Warrior. <laughs> just Warrior? That's what I said. It's just Warrior. Jim, Warrior. Jim Warrior. Just try. What's he doing when he's like, I don't know, when he's trying to order shit online and he goes, like, War- Mr. Warrior? And I just look at him and it's like, <laughs> I, I was big in WWF and just like some blokes, just like, mate, I just work for fucking every. I don't want any <laughs> part in your weirdness, do I? Yeah, God did, love you, it. did you ever see that film, Joe, uh, Joe that we sent over there, Firepower? We reviewed it on here, the, uh, the Ultimate Warrior uh, 80s action film. Jason like... showed me some clips at work, and I've, yeah. I've met, it was on my list, and it was even in my YouTube history ready to go. I think I'd favourite it and everything, so I oh. need to get on it at some point. Yeah, gotta watch it. It'll happen. Did you ever it's get around to Stone Cold? Yeah, that's on my list over Kimbo, Joe. I've got weekend. I'm putting my feet up, watching loads of films, and that's on it, mate. That is on it. Oh, look forward to it. Look forward to it, mate. It's the most wrestling of wrestling <laughs> films, honestly. Al <laughs> Brian Bosworth wasn't like main event in WCW shows in '91. Him and Lou was like. the main event that should have happened. <laughs> yeah, looks like could have been Sting's tag team partner 100%. Him, Sting, and Luger could have been like the three at the top, couldn't they? The oh, big yeah. baby faces. <laughs> Lance Henriksen is a as a good heel in that as well. I wow, always solid, always solid. Yeah, when he uses that line about like, I remember the last word my father told me: "Put son, put down that gun. It's loaded." And it's just like classic, classic stuff. Like fucking <laughs> cracking show. So, and he's got a thirty for thirty in, isn't he? As well as it, Brian and the Boz. Yeah, I didn't. I was. I watched that after the film. Actually, I, I don't know. I'm not into American football enough to kind of. It, it was all right. 
Needed more JR, to be honest with you. Like, I don't JR was missing there. Like, apparently, mm. they're really good mates, from what I hear. Oh. So I'll take JR. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys still talk about wrestling on this show? <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe, they don't talk about wrestling, mate. They talk about numbers and CM Punk. <laughs> That's what they talk about. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's what we do, mate. That's pretty much it, really. Have you got that's any wrestling point? You've been uh, you've been catching up this year, haven't you? You've been, uh, you know, you we, we saw you at All In. You went to Rev Pro as well. Like, uh, I don't know, which, which, where are we in the world? AEW's on the downswing. Like Matty yeah. said before, WWE's on the upswing. It's not a good time for people like us. I think probably a bad time to uh, to be tuning back in again. Uh, I've enjoyed. Well, I started watching for a couple of years again. Now I took a year off completely from watching anything. To be honest with yeah. you. Um, and then I've watched AEW for what? God, uh, Brian and Punk, when they came in, that's when I came back and started watching again. And yeah. I've watched since then. And then I've watched bits of WWE here and there, which I've enjoyed way more <laughs> than I ever should have done. Uh, but I think Matty's yeah. got me on side with mm. some stuff. Matty, my match of the year. Yeah. Have a guess what my match of the year is? From WWE? Yeah. No, yeah. match of the year generally. Oh, it's either going to be the triple threat from WrestleMania with Gunther and Sheamus and Drew, or I will Wait, go with... Sheamus is not going to be in my match of the You must going to be back in the day. Oh, Joe, yeah. We're getting the acquaintance still, aren't we, mate? Sorry. Um, what else is the... I'll go with something random then, like, I don't know, Cody v. Brock, maybe, at one of their matches. Match of the year, hands down for me. Wrestling summarized in a, in a nutshell for me. Cody Brock Ray versus Dominic WrestleMania. Oh, yes. <laughs> the entrances, from the entrances to the end. Yes. Love it, John. Oh, Snoop yes. Dogg in there as well. Yeah. G-Fig before the show. Viva La Rapa. <laughs> Lie We Cheat. We still. It was like the continuation of a feud from 18 years before. Like, yeah. <laughs> When, like, when Dom came out the prison van, Eddie, Eddie Guerrero Rey oh. Mysterio feud that was a mind blower for her. I tell you, when I was watching it, well, yeah. Sunk worked um, worked Dominic Mysterio last night at MSG. Um, speaking of business, biggest WWE show that was non televised ever, apparently. Yeah, uh, wow. that up there. Yeah, yeah, biggest biggest gate ever. But like, honestly, I wish I'd been there to see your face when Dom came out the prison van, or with the like you said with the mask on, like. Oh, he's gone into mute. <laughs> Have I gone into mute? Or is that just no, 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 no. Ben has. <laughs> Where's he gone? <laughs> he's he's stunned into silence, mate. Is, is what he is. <laughs> your face, Joey, would have loved to have seen your face when Dom stepped out of the uh, prison van. At WrestleMania. I didn't know anything about this prison gimmick or the feud or anything. Right. So when it was happening no. and I was seeing this package, I was like, this is gold. Like the fact that they've continued this storyline from 18 years ago, this is the natural evolution of it. This should have been what, you know, Phil and Grant were having the feud back in the day. Ben and Phil should be having that feud now, the Phil and Grant were having. But their lack of ability to make Ben into a proper character, they fucked it. They have. This but they've the changed his gimmick, i.e. the actor. Hmm. didn't they with Ben and that's the problem isn't it it hasn't got that yeah. credibility to it oh, for fuck's sakes Ariola. sorry right I've got two more minutes by the way so you've got oh. two more minutes and I've got we'll get go. some more high spots in Andy says yeah yeah you saw the Snoop Dogg uh, this segment that was the other high spot of that uh, oh unbelievable yeah, me and JP watched that in a pub oh. together a couple of days later I... I had a couple of old work colleagues that clip they were loving it as well 
That, that's my moment of the year, is uh, Shane doing what Vince did many years ago. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. When his music hit, I was like, yes. And then when <laughs> that happened, it was like, oh, this is, this is too good. Uh, any other highlights of the year? Anything else you wanted to throw out to you before we let you, there, let you go? What did you think uh, of All In? Yeah, yeah. I, I had a great time, yeah. Can't, pro- probably the best show I've seen this year from sort of a, I don't know, like a spectacle standpoint, I guess. But just mm. a bit of a weird show considering AEW had a bit of a weird year as well. I still enjoy AEW because the ring works good ultimately. Um, yeah. There's lots of shit and some of the booking is so wildly inconsistent. I don't even know where to start at times. Yeah. But the first bit, little bit I was watching wrestling again, I didn't really think critically about a lot of stuff really. And then the last kind of nine months or so, the older critical head has started slipping back on i would say and you're thinking you're picking holes in everything i'll tell you what jay white is still shit jay white <laughs> is <still> rubbish <laughs> like oh there was a period when he's in that tag team with juice robinson i was loving some of their matches that those two ftr matches unbelievable thinking mm. what great tag team wrestler finally found his place this is where he belonged the old time that main event uh, well, all right it wasn't all in but his promos as well Fucking shit. Like, all they are is like <laughs> lines said in a really pronounced way over and over again at, at length. Like, no, still not still not good if you ask me. And Ring of Honor needs to die. Like, why yeah. is that promotion not dead? <laughs> like, if someone just serve misery, please. It's sad, and it? For, like, people like me and you as well. I don't know if you've seen. I've got the... Uh... My belt in the back here. I've got the. Uh, I went full belt mark and got the uh, original ROH belt back there. But like, it's not our ROH anymore, is it? Like, it's just not. It's gone. Like, it's, he just needs. I'm not. I'm not now. so bothered about that stuff. I'm honest, Ben. I forgot about that a long time ago. <laughs> 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 <I'm just kidding. laughs> uh, sorry, Ben. I, it just needs to freak my heart here. <laughs> again, freak my heart here, mate. You don't want to see Nigel versus Brian at a Wembley 2024? I don't. Not a Wembley. Like I'll take it on like a smaller show if they fancy doing it. Are they going to do like a Raw after Wembley or something? I'll take it on one of those shows. ROH maybe? maybe. Like, yeah. Like a- yeah, yeah. If they want to do that, I'd be more than up for it. Right, I've got 30 seconds. So any any last one? Anyone got anyone to throw out? <laughs> Thoughts on Rev Pro? I don't know. I've seen one show. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing all right. I'm I'm glad to hear that Andy Quilden's doing well. Always a top bloke and the the best promoter in the country by a country mile, that's for sure. Always has been, always will be. Uh, <laughs> he carries on promoting, uh, but other than that, I've got no thoughts on Rev Pro. Sorry. Uh, and else it's, like we've got co- it's like we've got coins in the meter here. It's like thirty seconds. Stolen as labour. Scrum of the year, anything like that. Go on, man. Oh, just, yeah, and, and Joe, what's been your uh, your favourite meal of the year, Joe? The, the, the meal you've had the most this year? My favourite meal of the year yeah. has been observing your wedding meal in New York after <laughs> your uh, meeting with Baron Corbin on your wedding day, mate. Look like a yeah. cracking meal, look like a fantastic day, and I still yeah. quite, can't quite believe that happened. I was elated <laughs> for you when I saw that. <laughs> thank you, mate. Thank you, mate. Love it. Just good to actually finally face to face on here, Joe, record with you, mate. And- Always a fucking pleasure, lad. Uh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, like I said, couldn't have, two upgrades right here, that's for sure. It's like, let's say I'm AJ Styles, right, leaving New Japan. You, It's like Omega and an established Osprey coming in at exactly the same time. And basically, <laughs> you don't miss AJ Styles one bit, do you? 
That's what's that. Uh, yeah. I like New Japan. Our business is still going great. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, well, it's all good. <laughs> oh, I might, I might tune to Wrestle Kingdom. Not the whole show, but definitely. Uh, Sonata Naito main event. What the fuck's that about? Oh, what don't near me fucking started on that shit. Bollocks, mate. Uh, anyway, on, on that me. negative note, I won't be having a happy birthday <laughs> on Sonata Naito this no. year, but. Yeah, really I'm appreciate sure you jumping on, mate. Danielson, you what, Benno? Appreciate you jumping on, mate. Honestly, as you've seen from the chat, everyone's missed you. We've missed you. Uh, it's been great to uh, to catch up yeah. with it and stuff. Maybe well, brilliant. Well, it's been great to be home, and you know, love love all the grapple fans. So you know, <laughs> happy to be here. Just don't call them that. Just to see them in person, folks. We uh, we learned that this year. But thank you, mate. <laughs> right, see you later, guys. All the best. Yeah, see you later. The rest of the show goes well. All the best. Cheers, mate. How do I Cheers. get off here? <laughs> it's <laughs> all right. We'll turn off your. See you, mate. Oh god. Oh. That was incredible. That that my next oh, killing man. off the laughing. Honest to God. I, am I wrong in saying it's it's felt very much when Shawn Michaels made his comeback? Except what we got was the kip up early doors, and it was like, oh no, he's still going, he's still absolutely fine. There's not an issue here at all, is there? That was fucking incredible. I, I, I just feel like I've been transported back to sort of the second half of 2020, and I'm just sat here feeling like, fucking hell, how do I top that now? Has he missed the beat? Has he? Honestly. Oh, it was brilliant. Amazing. Uh, yeah, honestly, that's the proper stuff. Well, that's the thing. Since oh. Joe went, you see, you take the pressure, Gareth. But I think me and JP just amalgamated Joe's gimmicks. You took the EastEnders gimmick, JP, and I was yep. just the knobhead on Twitter. Um, and we kind of just took that. And you got to be the straight man, Gareth. So it's all good. But uh, oh, mate, that was I was hard keeping that quiet because I wasn't sure yeah. Joe would fancy, um, fancy doing it. But like, yeah, it was. To be honest, credit to the Ogdens. I think the Ogdens talked Joe into doing that oh, yeah, at the uh, at all in and at the uh, at the Red Pro show, and he gave us a. Uh, Half an hour of his precious time with a better background than any of us, by the way. How good was that Christmas yeah. tree? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's worked, hard. I haven't been around the house in a little bit, but he's worked hard on the Christmas trees. He's done well. It's a nice place near the New Oxford, where the New Oxford ground's going to be. He's around the corner from him. He still won't go. He'll still have no interest in going to see Oxford United, but brilliant. It just fucking brilliant. Like, I'm just into, I'm in tears here. Like, just like, uh, my neck got it, honestly. Like, it's gone. Like, <laughs> It just felt like blown over. Like I'm ready to go to like bed. Been a listener, it felt like been a listener in 2019 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'm so Where happy do that we go from there, though, <laughs> Where, do we go from there? Where do we go from there? Like, <laughs> guess to the questions. I will give uh, <laughs> a few. Yeah. A bit of a, Can a I just go for a quick? Uh, I should be putting in the private chat. Just go for a quick, uh, quick week. Yeah, go for it. Oh, but yeah, it was uh, it was great to have uh, Joe back on. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, we'll talk him into it one day, JP. So uh, <laughs> might be another three years, I think. But yeah, convince him to come ah. back on. Although that Bill podcast could happen, you know, it's a possibility. Oh, I'd, he, if there's anyone who should be doing a Bill podcast, it's him. It should be him, and possibly his brother. Like that would be it. It would be him and Sam. That would be kind of it. But that was just like fucking incredible. Right, so we just hang up now. We will just give up now. At this point, we're done, aren't we? Just need to manufacture that for time, don't we? Just make sure we pick a year, a month and a year that's got like a big bill storyline or something like that, and just just flash it in front of him. Maybe get him on for a bit of time. Oh, gotta be done, Annie. Jesus. <laughs> well, hopefully everyone uh, enjoyed that. Long-term listeners and uh, viewers. Oh. Uh, 
But yeah, um, <laughs> where do we go from that there? That was fantastic. JPL? I don't know. I think we should get into the questions. I think okay. uh, we, we, we've forgotten the ask grapple bit. Of the of the ass grapple bit there on the yeah, we were on putting there that well. up for a little bit. We didn't want to uh, we get were. started until yeah. uh, Joe was able to uh, to join us. So yeah, we might have been a uh, filibustering a little bit for the uh, the first hour or so. But that's yeah. not like Correct. us at all. We wouldn't dream of doing it. None of us were. Said he'd come and he did. So uh, could be oh. made. Ultimate. Genuinely made my year. That I feel quite yeah. emotional. So. That yeah, amazing. that's fantastic for us as well. I mean, like for for all of us, it's just like a massive, like oh. just, just such a a lovely thing for us to be able yeah. to do, and, and kind of again, like a lovely little, like you know, just a a lovely way for us to be. Uh, and in the year at Grapple, our most successful year at Grapple, I might add as well. well for those of you who haven't like- paid for it, if you want some more stuff like this, <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Grapple. And yes, I will be doing these, and I'll probably get progressively drunker as we get on. And I'll be less like kind of like subtle about the the uh, the uh, um, plugs and all the rest of it. We'll get a few of those in. You need to you need oh, to put Joe's old shows behind the paywall tomorrow. In the corner days, bring it all back. Yeah, um, bringing right, yeah, bring him up when he's in New York. Doing at the ring of the ring of on a new That's the best one I've ever. lad next to him. Honestly, I was on my podcast phone in bed. Honestly, John, crying tears though. Genuinely, like just howling at that. The best stories ever. Incredible. <laughs> Can I just ask how oh, the fuck have Arsenal not scored here? This is ridiculous. Two 0 down here at this point. But the Reds are top JP. That's why the scared of the Reds. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see how comedy. Sorry. Give it. Give it a few weeks. I, I just loved him just bouncing straight into that Costa Coffee thing immediately, and it was just Honestly. like I was like, "Whoa!" There's not even like a. There's not even not like a pause of, like, of getting back into the rhythm. No. <laughs> uh, I had a lovely oat milk uh, cappuccino from Costa Coffee the other day. It was. Uh, you know, I recommend it, Matt, if you're there, if you're ever there. But I can't do it like Joe did. Um, back in one sec. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll questions on the go. Yeah, I'll listen to the question and then I'll run off. And at least right, I know what I'll it is. I'll do the tag questions um, first. Um, which one shall I do first? <laughs> it's not going to be the one about Marty Gennetti and the Brickle Bazaar. So I'll, uh, I'll You're going in order, you bet. Yeah, yeah. But because it's because of the multiple screens, I'll do a couple of the Patreon questions first. Yeah, uh, Mikey asks, which of the lads is the likeliest to start a fight on a drunken night? Me. Out? I think it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just throw that out there. Probably me. I think Matt will be the best judge of this. What do you reckon, Matthew? I mean, none of us are that that way inclined, are we, to start fighting? We're lovers, not fighters. But yeah, we are, but... I can't see I mean, I've started on like two people in my life and Matty witnessed one of them, so um, it might be me. JP, <laughs> I don't know, JP, I, don't, I feel like I'm like, like pigeonholing you here, mate, but you did say you, so... It's yeah, you're, you're alright, you're not going to get in trouble, mate, you're fine, I get that, I think I'm, I would do. When I turn, I fucking turn, I'm a nightmare. I think be- I've seen Benno turn and Benno... Goes, you know I, what I mean? Like, I, I, I remember seeing Benno turn at, turn at a TNT show and I was scared. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. He took me aside at one point and was like, you're all right. I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. We won't talk yeah. about what it was about. Uh, yeah, it wasn't yeah. aimed at Lee McAfee. <laughs> but um, Michelle's yeah. like, I know, I've never been like, I never did. Then I probably, I don't know. I just never, yeah, not like that at all. But... Yeah, I can't imagine you like that. 
Yeah, it's probably I'll take it. It's I'll take one for the team. I can't imagine JP ever starting a fight like ever. I can't imagine anyone starting a fight with JP. That's the other thing. Like, I would you be thing. like enough with JP, you'd never start a fight with him. It's not happening, is it? So yeah, it's me. I'll, I'll, take... I'll have a good debate when I'm pitched, but not a fight. <laughs> did you hear me on must see matches? Like talking about when we first met. Like... Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> He's always open, and it's you shape it. 2007, Matty and Crewy arguing over who's the biggest star. Steve Austin or Hulk Hogan over your Gary's table. Um, I'll always remember that, mate. That's my earliest memory of Matty. <laughs> and here we are now. Um, what else have we got? Uh, Zahid has a couple. Uh, chances of CM Punk being fired. Who's the punch? Who from NXT should win the All Japan Triple Crown? And who do you want to see in Rev Pro in 2024? Let's go with the punk question. Um, chance of punk being fired, and who does he punch? That's related to uh, the other one. He's always a chance, isn't he? You know, there's always a chance. But I think he punched someone you wouldn't expect, though. Like, easy to say, like a Seth or the Miz or someone like that. But it'd be someone completely random that, like, just said, like, he didn't agree with, like, how nice the food was or something. He'd just kick off on him or something. So, I don't know. Someone random. I, I don't think he'd be fired for a punch, but he might get fired for shagging someone. Giving off, giving off his fucking Instagram photos. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, we're getting up. We're at that level, are we, JP? Okay. We are. <laughs> allegedly, JP. You've got to say allegedly. Do I? Um, <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'm just trying to help you there, man. <laughs> What are you going to do come after me? You got that wrong. I go, I don't really give a shit, really, at the end of the day, but it makes for <laughs> good content. Who do want to see in, uh, in Rev Pro in 2024? Rev Joe. Um, and who should NXT? Who from, yeah, you can answer this one, Matty. Who from, uh, sorry, JP. Who from NXT should win the All Japan Triple Crown? You got any shout? Um, not William Regal, not William Regal's son. Because I think I made this <laughs> point earlier on as well. So are we doing a cross-promotion? It's like, no, you're sending your son there aren't you? And what can only be described as a horrific act of nepotism. You know, there's like all these lads there. Oh no, it's just coincidentally my son I'm sending over to, to all Japan. Who should they send over to? Who should they send over there from, from NXT? I, I, I think I said those lads. Send the mafia lads for shits and giggles. John Cena, kind of, yeah, going there. No, but, you know, serious note, with the Steiners in. All Japan JP at one point. One brown break would be all right. There. Uh, I, I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think they were all Japan. I think they were New Japan. Oh, they New Japan. They were always pretty much New Japan because of the deal that yeah. Anoki had with WCW. So, like, they were always New Japan there. I mean, I think that's, that's the place where you send, like, your kind of uncoordinated tag teams. Like, you would have sent the Creeds there, wouldn't you, in a previous era and and, and the rest of it. And just to Got get onto the, on, onto the Rev Pro point as well, I'm trying it. to... Iconic. <laughs> <laughs> only right. your big tag teams go and win the triple crown tag belt or whatever. Got only your big stars do that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, th I was thinking in terms of who coming into Rev Pro, I, I, I can't think of anyone from the UK who they're like kind of massively missing because I think they've pretty much got access to everyone. So, in terms of who they bring in, I mean, what they should, what would be great in an ideal world is that if, and I think we banged the drum on this before, is if AEW, all the people they don't use, sending over a couple of people on an extended tour of basically of the UK and Rev Pro, because they'll draw probably a few people 
on the TV. I'm not talking about fucking Dan Housen as well, because he's the anti-draw. But he Lee turns Moriarty. up on a Rev Pro. Oh, yeah, I mean, Lee Moriarty. He's kind of, come on. Perfect. <laughs> I'll drive to, to Crystal Palace for Lee Moriarty. <laughs> I am, I'm go Even Lee thing. Johnson, and I don't mean the ex-Bristol um, City manager either, who seems to have been about, gone around Tyler all the places. Beat? You know, is he still not a thing anymore? Who? Tyler Beat. Who? The, gu- the guilty <laughs> tramp. <laughs> Best wrestler yeah, in the world, got... hopefully better. Where he biggest star in the world, really, remember? Oh, this, so this <laughs> goes back years, right? <laughs> Matty is convinced Look that one did. of the progress shows we went to in like 2018, something like that, yeah. That I swore I, I was drunk and I argued with Matty, unlike me, that Tyler Bate was a better wrestler than Roman Reigns. No, you said he's a better wrestler and he, he'll be a bigger star than him as well. You said them two things. Why do you think I cling on I to really it now? Hope I but it's like, whoa, <laughs> is he even on the same radar? Like, you know, <laughs> you oh said them God. two lads. And I could have took at the time, maybe best wrestler. I probably didn't, but I could have had that, but bigger star. Stretch too far, that boys. In a garage. Just, just, just wait, just wait, mate. When Ben was clipping this in ten years' time and playing it back to you, when Tyler Bates just headlined five WrestleManias. He told you. He's only about twenty-five. That's a fucking penalty. That's a fucking penalty. Sorry. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's not looking good for his age. Is uh, is our Tyler? Uh, next up, what else we got? Uh, da, da, da. If you all had to dress up, this is IMG TR sixty-three. If you had to dress up going to the darts, what would you dress at? Who has a better success rate? AEW signing ex-WB talent or Todd Bowley's Chelsea signings? If you could bring back any channel that was taken off air, what would it be? Which one of those do you want to go for, Matt? Let's go in order. What was the first one? So if you had to dress up going to the darts, what would you dress as? What's your best uh, fancy dress for the darts? Uh, I've never really done fancy dress, but I'd go, I'd go as Bully. <laughs> yeah, original that one kind of very original. Mate. I'd go as Tony <laughs> Green. Ocean Bowen. If I was going as anyone from the front, like so to do the dance. <laughs> You've taken the two tops past there, lads. <laughs> if we could just go as then as the three of us as a Tony Green, Jim Bowen, and Bully. So what as well. Okay, we've got it boxed off. Yeah, <laughs> we, me and JP will be the contestants. We'll like, we'll come up with like a plastic speedboat, like we've won it. Uh, Who are you though? Are you, am I the dance player? Or are you the, and you the non-dance player? So how, how's your spelling yeah. really as well? And knowledge of like? Britain. <laughs> uh, not like topless starts the one live TV. Definitely. What was the last one? Uh, the channel one was good. That was a good question. Oh channel. god, yeah. If you could bring back any channel, what would you what would you bring back? So I'm guessing the you wrestling channel. As, as it does say besides TWC, <sighs> but it's okay. the obvious answer, isn't it? It's got, yeah. it's got to be the one, eh? Like, like Men and Motors, maybe. Yeah. I don't know what I used to love. Bravo. Like, bro- the amount of times that, again, like, I wish Joe was here to, uh, to talk about this. <laughs> like, you know, the Boozed Up Brits Abroad I'd watch. Like, it was always, like... Cox, it'd have, like yeah. Yeah. And they'd have, like, proper reruns and stuff like that. Obviously, like, there's the areas where it had ECW and, uh, and WCW on and stuff like that. But like, yeah, that that'd be the one from me. Does does Paramount still exist? Because I'd bring Paramount back for the Teletext better. Oh yeah, <laughs> there that, that Paramount Comedy was a there. good channel. Comedy Central now, JP, it morphed into that, didn't it? Comedy, Central. but it had like original content and stuff like that from like loads of like kind of British comedians and the rest of it. I mean, the sixteen-year-old in me would say, like a, few, a lot of people have said in the chat, yeah, live TV was amazing. Liverpool live TV, Benno, was the proper one, wasn't it? That was the proper one. Like, that was the real one. But not as not as a near forty-year-old man. I'd have to go with. 
Challenge TV still going? And it, I haven't mm. got like, is that still going? Because that was the best channel of all time. Oh, mate, it's still going. It's great. Yeah. Unbelievable. Sky One doesn't exist anymore, does it? Sky One no. used to be like a Sky Max back in the day. Like the oh, Dream Team. Like yeah. X Files, Dream Team. Like awesome channel. Simpsons, Future Armor, that block of like the animated stuff as well. There was a lot mm. going on. But I, Bravo was good. But, but you know why I'm getting um, as anyone in the, chat, in the chat let us know how good Paramount Plus app is because it's on offer at the minute. And someone told me it's got every episode of Keenan and Kel on there. So I'm like, over the weekend, I'm definitely it probably does. Yeah. yeah, we used it. We were rewatching Frasier at one point. I'm sorry, guys, cover your ears, but like it had all of them on there. It's a, it's a pretty good app. Yeah, I think you can get it through Apple TV. I think you can get it through that it's as well. It's 49 so. a month at the minute, or you can pay the year for 30 quid as a big offer. So I might just no. do that. Get it, mate. Watch everything you wanted for free and then I... cancel it. That's the uh, yeah, that's yeah. the way. <laughs> it's a bit cheating, but Chris says here in the chat, CFAX, like I. Honestly, what I'd give to go back to a simple era, you come in, 301, then 302, and then it's really, uh, Gareth probably would have done, was it? What was rugby league? 370, yeah. 360 for a union, 340 for cricket, 320 for other sport. Switch switch over to Channel 4 for a bit of bamboozle. I was going to say bamboozle, Gareth. Oh, mate. That was high art. Like the fact that they could do that, you know, with like the image and stuff like that. Very well done, though. Bamboozle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what was the um? There was a music letters page because Digitizer was the game, wasn't it? There was a music one that I feel it was on. Like, was it on BBC or Channel Four? Remember that being really good, like a, a music letters, but similar to Mailbox. Um, unlike Mailbox, didn't get taken over by wrestling well, fans at the end. Uh, Ask Liam; he'll tell us. <laughs> he'll know that for sure. <laughs> yeah, he'll be in the chat, won't he? <laughs> we'll get what that answer you, in a bit. What was you saying about uh, Teletech? What, what else did we add? Oh yeah, better success rate uh, AW or AW signing X W talent or uh, or Chelsea signings. Uh, AW pains me to say, it, but them signings, Bowley's made mates. Wow. Oh. Oh. Potch has got to take some of the blame, but I said they begin the season. The players are just he was just too random. Too many of them. Too yeah. many players. Too random. Who you don't, didn't know nothing about. You maybe get like four or five of them with some you knew, but it was just lobbing them all in at once, like you know. I've just taken over the Chelsea job in season three on Football Manager after a successful stint at Norwich. And I tell you what, there's some <laughs> lads on big contracts there that I can't fucking get rid of because I can't, uh, can't sell them. No, no, one's, no one's taken over those 300 grand a week contracts for some 21-year-old French lad who's never played a game. Fucking... Isn't Sterling oh. like the second oldest in the squad after Thiago Silva? Isn't it something mad like that? He's like 28. It's like ridiculous. Uh, what else we got? Uh, yeah, Ben Moxham, who's a uh, Chelsea supporter, does agree that the answer is AW in the uh, in the Discord. There, great man, Ben. He's helped me lots this year with the uh, the YouTube and stuff like that. Shout out to Ben. Um, Gareth doing the cribs here, Ben. What's that? Gareth doing the in the fridge here. What you got in there, Gareth? Got a couple of towers here. What's in the fridge? A lot of cheese. That's a fa- that's oh, a fancy back door you've got there, isn't it? Fucking hell. I like it. I like it. Little bonus there. Little bonus. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, Shane Silver um, mentions obviously I've been at the All In sesh. Has got talking to a few lads. Uh, wants to say uh, hello uh, to the people here. He chatted to, and while he was there, got chatting about uh, what the dr- their, their dream gig lineup would be. One main act, oh, yes. two support, and acts alive or dead. 
And now he passes this question on to us. And Gareth's been uh, gagging for this. Come on, Gareth. You want to the rest of the Go on, dream gig lineup. One main act, two support acts. Um, and what's got to be dead or alive, Ben? Was it sorry? Uh, dead or alive, yeah. Oh, that's fine. Any. Okay. Gareth, come on. I'm starting off with Neil Young. Just set the uh, set the set off like with just a bit lighter kind of thing, but just like some fucking class guitar playing, just uh, going on there, just, just just getting things lively, but not too lively, just with a fucking absolute legend. Then second support is going to be the prodigy, uh, just because. And I'm going back, and I'm if on the live or dead theme, I'm pulling Keith Flint back, and we go 1997 prodigy, best gig Good I ever lad. saw. Um, so they're in there as the uh, second support. And then the gig that I never got to because we had the tickets in hand for fucking Nirvana and then Kurt fucking topped himself <laughs> and then I never got to see it because that fucking selfish twat fucking uh, <laughs> blew his brains out. So, you know, selfish for his family and selfish for me, like, as well. Like, so I'm never getting to see that. So he's a, they're headlining and I'm um, I'm finally getting to see Nirvana. So there you go. Not a, not a bad afternoon's, uh, afternoon's music, that, I reckon. Love it. How about you, Stu? JP, go on, mate. Thinking, you go I'm first. Still, I'm still thinking of my main event. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to piece I, it together. I think my headliner would be Chemical Brothers, which is probably carrying along like a kind of like, and I'll be talking sort of early 2000s Chemical Brothers as well, mm. sort of like 04, 05. Um, and then for shits and giggles, just to see how these people interact backstage, uh, Gigi Allen and the Murder Junkies and Mariah Carey. I hate Mariah Carey. I have no interest in listening to any of her music. I think she's terrible. But to see her have to sort of share share backstage with a man who smeared shit over himself during concerts, fought people on the way out, and went back to his hotel room and blew his fucking brains out. Like, I just would like to see that. That would make me laugh, I think, as much as anything else. Um, in terms of other more serious acts, I, I can't really. I, I don't know. I always love the, the beta band. So I'd love to see them like reform as well. I don't know how they go down with the Chemical Brothers audience as well, but yeah, mm. I love that. There's so many to kind of go through there. As much as anything, I'm just fucking stunned how West Ham have kept a clean sheet. This is shocking. Be over. And Ariola sat on me fucking bench as well. The cunt, fucking gathering up tons of save points. Sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll keep mine like pretty standard really I'd have Lincoln Park opening 2001 Lincoln Park though just doing hybrid theory in full nice little tight 35 <laughs> minutes just to set the tone and then I'd jump into Alice in Chains but I'd do if it's dead and alive I'd have the version now with William Duval in but I'd obviously have Lane Staley as well so it'd be everyone who's ever been a part of the group being on stage and on all the um, and have that going on as an emotional moment, then I will agree with uh, Gareth and have Nirvana, you know, because I would have just watched their uh, big shows back a lot on DVD and just would love, even for a big like time venue, the Redden one especially, just everyone bouncing the energy they had. So, yeah, that would be mine. It's funny because, like, on, on Reflex, I want to be boring and be like, Wu-Tang Clan, Nas, and, like, insert another. I feel like that tour happened and I didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but they were, like, 30 years older, so it's not the same, is it? I would have wanted to see them in, like, the early 90s. Like, I'd, I'd love to, like, go see, like, a proper, like, when I've read, like, Chuck D's book and stuff like that, you hear of, like, you know, there were tours where it was, like, Public Enemy, Ice-T, and, like, NWA or whatever, like, on the same bill in, like, some, like, downtown club in, like, the 80s in California, something like that. I'm not sure I'd come out live, 
But, you know, I, I, I've, I've survived worse, you know. <laughs> Went to Inglewood <laughs> and I had a great time. So, yeah, somewhere in Inglewood, I'd, uh, I'd go see that. Yeah, so that would be that'd be my one, I think. Like, But it, it would have to be the place and time as well, because that's the thing yeah. with hip-hop. Like all of the other culture we talked about before, it's all frozen in time. So all the stuff I liked in the early 90s are doing reunion tours and oh we're gonna play this album from 30 years ago that like we haven't we just accept them we've done nothing good since so come watch us perform that album that you used to like when you were 15 um so it's not really the same is it i want to see them in the prime well that's, you know that's it ben there's a as you say there's like there's me a jar rule a shanty and like maya there's like a big tour coming up soon isn't there and i think the trick is like 100 quid You'll be able to get them for about 50 quid soon, I reckon. Stadium as well, isn't it? Like, I was yeah. arena, like I've always said, I've never yeah. been to an arena gig and don't plan on going one. Blows Michael, my mind. <laughs> Michael, Ben mentioned here, Michael Jackson headlining Queen and Oasis. I, that always, like, kills me. We brought it up before, like, but, like, that I was t- too young to have gone to the Michael Jackson uh, entry gig. Um, that he played, oh. like, entry in Liverpool is just hilarious. Went I still can't Oh, no, he went yeah, just literally yeah. past my house at the bottom there and yours. He literally drove all the way down, didn't he? The Dock Road. <laughs> Mad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I love that little fact. Love it. Oh. Uh, that blew, that blew my, my, my brains out at Oasis. Sorry. <laughs> I'd enjoy just them now. I wouldn't the time. I'd enjoy it now. If they um, got back together, though, sorry to cut you off, Ben. If they genuinely did do a gig again, oh my god, yeah, you wouldn't get. When they did the that. Manchester charity thing and they didn't like when after the the Ariana Grande yeah. thing, like that was the moment, wasn't it, for them to come yeah. together and do something for yeah. Manchester? Um, I would have enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, Shane says as well. Yeah, he wants to congratulate us on the podcast success. You've been following Grapple and its previous incarnations since 2017. Uh, seen as a bit of flashback through... to that tonight, didn't we? I know, yeah. Battling through the muck and adversity uh, while still remaining honest. Um, so, yeah, I won't go on. Says we delayed the plot. So, thank you, yeah. Uh, it's the adversity Brit Res going shit and AWB and shit. We're still here, lads. <laughs> we stand the firm. <laughs> we'll see who's next. Who can we build up next and then break down? Um, that'll, be the, that'll be the third grapple boom period, won't it? <laughs> we'll yeah. need to find out what it's like, going to be. <laughs> like, um, there'll be a the world will be ended and there'll be cockroaches and Benno sat here with his fucking microphone. <laughs> I mean, like, Australian wrestling is dead and here's why. <laughs> One day. Uh, as you says. Uh, da, 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 what else we got? Got a couple in the DMs. You've got one in the DMs. You can throw it in a minute if you want, Matt. Um... DJT1989, I think that's David Sykes. Uh, it says, you step into a lift with a broken Tony Khan after everything he's had to deal with in 2023. Sorry, this, this night's just a reminder of how much our culture has seeped in Joe. He says he recognises you as members of the podcast who says he wanks dogs, uh, even though he denies that <laughs> he quickly changes subjects. He asks you for three things to help him save and improve AEW. What are your three suggestions? I, I, I'll I say that I 100%. You know, I'm not being egotistical. Tony Khan definitely knows who we are, and there's definitely a reason I stopped getting media stuff. Um, <laughs> and I'm and again, I'm very sorry, Gareth, that we uh, possibly killed the grapple off with that very first podcast. Um, but Tony Khan immediately hated up. Um, <laughs> sorry, mate. Cage match, great website though. You know, um, get there if you can. Um, <laughs> what would we say to Tony Khan in that lift apart from uh, sorry for the flag um, and the initial podcast? You got anything, JP? Ah, oh, what would I say? I mean, I suppose it's, it's, uh, I always think he. What would I say to Tony Khan at this point? Um, in terms of words of advice for things to do, um, mm. 
One. Or just hate him in general. Like if you got him, genuinely if you got him alone, what would you it, say? I'd, I'd be it, like, stop listening to these fucking cons. Yeah. <laughs> I would be. I would be. Don't the people who are telling you the stuff you want to hear? They don't have your best interests at heart or the best interests of wrestling. They don't, and that is a big, big, big problem. Um, what they he needs to do, and something he hasn't done, is listen and kind of like taking more critical points. And I always, but I also think the Continental Classic is a way of default of by default a way of him kind of listening to people and saying, actually, do you know what we need to do? Kind of less bullshit. You know, without going into ratings here, Matty. Sorry about this, mate. I didn't expect to do it on our scrapple, but here we are. Like, one of the things is, is that if he, like, noted that the Continental Classic actually had a lot more that, you know, has added on in terms of ratings. I think it's stabilised ratings. I think because it's been sort of presented in a much more serious way. I say this having not seen the end of Dynamite, which apparently I'm assuming is fucking horrible. So, like, I'm a bit wary about that. The other thing, cull your roster. It's not doing wrestling any favours at all to have a load of people in mothballs or barely appearing on TV. Send them out around the world. If you've got them under contract, send them out. Send out the younger people out on tour around the UK and Japan. Send... You know, just get rid of people. Don't some of those big expensive stars who don't add anything to contracts looking at you, Chris Jericho. Get rid. Fucking cut loose on there as well. Um and then the other thing is is uh, my thing would be what is the thing that works on TV today? It tends to be sport. What are the things that work well about sport and the narratives around it? And this goes for every single sport, whether it be the NFL, whether it be football look at that and go actually we're going to produce a much more kind of like serious product so don't have people who pretend they live in the 1950s it gets a pop now it won't in a year it won't we've seen this stuff come and go and then you're trying to basically sports at sport out sports entertain the sports entertainment company like that's my kind of issue you can still have promos you can still have over the top characters you can do things like that because why because sport has it but that would be what I would say. So, yeah, a colour the company, get in, like, you know, think to yourself, oh, I'm probably losing all my train of thought. I'm going to move on to, to what, what do you lads reckon? What else, What would you say? Do you reckon Gareth? He froze. Oh, no. Sorry, I'm on mute. I'm on mute. Um, I reckon along similar lines, I'd go back to, my old pal Easy E, and I'd say, ignore WWE, WWE think and do the opposite, you know, almost just, you know, concentrate on being like a cool, credible alternative sort of thing. Don't get suckered into playing WWE at WWE's game because you're never going to win. They're always going to win. They're always going to be bigger and things like that. They're, they're always going to like have that mass, mass market audience. So don't try and be that because that already exists. So be something different and be something good and different. Um, second point related to that would be just to have like a tight six month booking strategy and a one year booking strategy around plan. a three year plan, uh, a three year plan sort of thing. So it gives you that thing where, yeah, let's keep things kind of tight and on track for six months. 90% of the way there for a, 
you know, a 12 month period, which gives you a bit of flex there. If somebody just happens to get over or something like that, you can, you can go with it, but have an idea of like three years down the line, who do I actually want to be like headline and pay-per-views and things? Let's start putting the fucking wheels in motion and let's put a bit of juice and push behind them there from that, that standpoint. And probably my last one on the back of the, this, um, um, tournament been good. I'd like maybe say like bring back the ranking system, but bring it back properly, sort of thing, to make match it, make you able to have matches on TV organically that have a bit of purpose behind them. You know, in the same way there that I've been watching two lads who I wouldn't be asked about watching like have a match. Now I'm like invested and who actually yeah. wins and there's a reason for it and them going forward and like I think dumping that ranking system was made, like. That probably came at the point where they started to sign too many people, and it just like blew things to blew things to shit. And suddenly they're having to integrate people and going in with a plan. If you have got a one year plan or a six month plan or something, you can apply a ranking system and you can put matches in place that you know he's going over because he's fucking headlining that pay per view in nine months time and things like that. So we're we're putting the ball in in in, in motion there really. So. Yeah. It's probably all a bit boring for me. It probably is just all a bit, but like actually fucking plan and think about what you're going to do. Like, surprise, surprise, that's probably going to work. But... Ties on to I mean, the big point we've been saying for how long we've been saying that for, Benno, just in terms of just basic organisation. I'm with you. So, tell, Jer- tell Jericho and MJF no to the vast majority of their ideas, if not yeah. all of their ideas. That's called backbone. Um that's uh, that's high on my list. I think Jordan beat me in the graph tonight. There he is. Yeah, giving me grief in the chat. Unbelievable. Um, but I yeah, change, I mean, I change my thoughts. What they should change? Mm. Yeah, no, go on. They should just Everything. carry on doing the <laughs> <laughs> You're enjoying it too much. I mean, Jamie says here he doesn't pivot when things fall apart with injuries. Like it's like, and he's had bad injuries and stuff like that. But he uses that as such a crutch and an excuse as well. Mm. It's like. Let's just accept the reality is with the style AEW have, people are going to get injured maybe slightly more than in, you know other companies, and you're going to have to deal with it. It's part and parcel of the gigantic roster you've got. Done. That's it. Is that not where rankings become your friend, though? Because all of a sudden, you've got credible reasons to replace some people with other people because, well, they're next in the rankings. And then you've got a credible matchup when that person comes back from injury particularly if there's an upset, for example, and you then decide to put it on like the number two or number three contender and whatnot. This is where we get into like the kind of the real sports aspect and you think about like UFC, which isn't what it was for us as a draw, but from a financial perspective, from a selling out arenas and stadiums and the like, is it's on a hell of a, on a been on a tear since COVID. Like they've really managed to come back with that because it's just that, common sense reason for people to be wrestling rather than tie of as gareth was saying on the crappies tie of valkyrie fucking getting title shots why because we've signed her and she's flavor of the month well that, and this that's is just what we're going to do rankings is right i agree with just being, being serious like you should have that but then it's like you're backing yourself into a corner because the minute the, the second you lead astray from it like i remember at the time like i know he's not everyone's cup of tea ftr was like well why is we're number two in the rankings. Why is number six tag team getting a title shot? You've got to stick to it, haven't you? You can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's it. where the planning comes in place. Yeah, that's it, Gareth. You be, and it should be easier when you've got it right in front of you and planned out, as you say, but you don't do, stick to it. 
And it, and it doesn't have to be this. It doesn't have to be this win loss record either. Because like, say if you're watching the UFC and some lad comes in on his debut and he fucking knocks out number four, like suddenly he's like shot up into the top. You, you know, do you know what I mean? Because he's like is 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 knocked somebody out who's like higher ranked. So it gives you that opportunity to do stuff like that. So somebody doesn't have to go in go into a title shot. Oh, he's thirty. You know, like. That doesn't that doesn't have to be the case sometimes, like. But as you say, there even like if someone did come in and get like this big win over a ranking, is someone higher, you can use that in your storylines though, not in real life on Twitter where FTR can go, well, wait there, he's still that, but then Khan or someone can explain, well, he got this big win, that's why we're doing Good it. Shout, lead into yeah. your TV easily. But the big problem they've got is like when I think of rankings, I immediately think, okay, well, we need divisions then. But now you look at it and you've got the world title. You're going to have this triple crown title. You're going to have or- Orange Cassidy's title, whatever that one's called. And then you've got the TMT title. So you've got four singles titles there that are just singles titles. So, so it's not like you could even go, all right, that's the heavyweight one and that's the light everyone. If you suddenly turned around now and went, oh, he's a ranking system. Like, how do you do that? Who's classified as been in the TNT division? Who's classified as been in the world division? Who's in the triple triple crown division, etc.? Like, they're all, like, titles that they're not on an equal footing, but they're just all, the criteria is they exist, so you can go for them titles kind of thing. There's no, there's no, oh, you've got to be under, you know, it's not a cruiserweight title or something like that, which is arguably something they could benefit from is having one that then would allow them to, Get the likes. I don't want to bang the Moriarty drum too much, but the likes of Moriarty, the likes of Wheeler Utah, the likes of, like people mm. like that, they could bring them in play and have them competing for something in a in a real sporting environment without it needing to be they're going for the world belt or something like that. But obviously, that's well, did you see his latest uh, quote today from the press conference? Because I I, I seen it on a uh, Andrew Dice Clay's uh, Twitter thing, and I thought that can't be a real quote. What he said? Did you see what he said about cage match? Tony Khan. Has anyone seen it? He's no. like defending as a uh, the product and like the booking and that. Well, I go on cage match and see that it's doing pretty well or something like that. And I'm like, you're really using that as a promoter. That like your buildings are half, yeah, but your buildings are half empty. You're fucking whatever. It's more right. And, you, and you're asked about fucking match quality. Really? It's like it's not about the thing. Okay, that's the thing though. I haven't seen not? the quote, but like there's weeks like this week where the cage match ratings in the fucking. Like ground, it's awful the rating this week, and there were two great matches on there, and it wasn't about that. It was about the fact that the overall show was like it was weird. It was like half of it was good and half of it was horrendous. Like it was just fucking shocking. Um, but yeah, um, there we go. Um, right, we'll move on to the next question. We'll put AW in the in the ground there. I'll take that. Uh, what's what current? Okay, I'll go back. Uh, what rule or guidance would you like to see added to the AEW employee handbook? Uh, <laughs> Lindsay asks. Uh, maybe not on that note. Is there anything we'd add that'd be uh, that'd be helpful or funny? <laughs> I don't know. Don't check dogs. Don't... <laughs> <laughs> That's just for Tony Khan, isn't it? <laughs> so, uh... actually, um, yeah, uh, if you're in charge of merchandise. Um, print some merchandise. Like, that would be a good one to go in the handbook. It blows my mind that, like, Young Buck wife was not sacked. She was offered a new contract and said no. 
<laughs> like that that's the story just tells you everything yeah apparently she was doing an acceptable job uh, yeah I'd, uh, I'd throw uh, I'd throw that in there that would work uh, Chris Elliott to celebrate the end of the Continental Classic book a CC is <laughs> another Joe question book, book a Continental Classic full of UK TV's finest one person per TV show um, have you got any answer for that one Matty um, a Continental Classic a Continental Classic with, with UK TV's finest Oh, well, we've got to have... Well, Phil and Grant have got to be in there. I'm going for all the uh, the hard men at telly. And like, got, to pick, he... got to pick one, Phil or Grant. Oh, Phil oh. or Grant, okay. Can't have two I'm a, Gra- I'm a Grant guy. I'm Grant. I'm Grant all day long over Phil. I'm, I think I'm, Grant... going, I'm going Phil for the big pop and the return. Like, I, I think Phil Grant, too, Grant yeah. and Phil fill in all day long, Gareth. <laughs> or if it comes down to a one-on-one match, Grant's got him all day. Um, yeah. Well, who are we going from... I'll pour. Who else we putting in there? Obviously, Jimmy Corkill's got to be in there from mm. uh, from Brookie for me. Barry Grant. Barry Grant is the Brian Daniels. He needed weapons, though, didn't he? Jimmy get it done with his fist, Gareth. Put he be into that. Proper scrapper. <laughs> and have who from Corey, who's the hard knock? Jim McDonald's got to be in there. Got to be the favourite as well, Big Jim. He's got to be in there. Emmerdale, Kane Dingle is in there. So we've got Kane, Grant, Jimmy Corkill, Jim McDonald. I'll put Beach in there off the bill. Big fan of Beach. I'm only going 12 here. Fucking hell. 10 is it? Is it 10? It's 12. We're doing the Beach. Are we doing these individually? No, we'll do a group one. Timmy Mallet in the Yano roll. I like that from Alex. That's the way. Or well, Chris, one of the two, you know, same same guy. You, you see, I'd go Zach Dingle if I was going Emmerdale. Like, I think Zach's almost like an Eddie Kingston style character kind of thing, where he's, uh, yeah, he's, that, kind, he's that every man brawler where things don't necessarily all, always go his way, but you know, he's got that edge to him and things. But yeah, you know, there's, there's, there's always a bit of love, loving your half for Zach Dingle. RIP. Yeah, so we got six, we got five or six there. I'm trying to think outside the Any show. Any of the bill stars? Yeah. Do, the do you know who I'm him? I have beach. Who's that? You, you, you want a worker who can take some pins, take some losses, but he's still going to be over with the crowd, even, so he still looks credible when he comes back next week. So I'm throwing in Wolf from Gladiators. Definitely off from Wolf in there. He was the proper character in there, wasn't he? You know, yeah. The thing. I would yeah, for... Work the crowd. He comes out. People would think, "Oh, Wolf! Probably, you yeah. know, Wolf's got a chance again, even though he's lost three already." Like people still think he could be a spoiler or something. I don't know how we how we how it'll go down this, but a proper face here. Like, surely he's a proper ultimate baby face. Been around for years. Got to aim the respect of the fans. The females love him. The the, the demos love him. Demis O'Leary as your baby face in there. <laughs> you know, that's not a bad shout out. I was like, no damn it, like good white meat baby face, funny. Surely just big brother to X Factor got the big push this morning, done it all, mate. Done and seen it all. So I he think through the ranks, didn't he? That was the thing. Start yes. big brother's little brother, you know, worked yeah. his way uh, into the big jobs, you know, the big money got spotted by the stars and uh, ended up on X Factor with his big fed run. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can see him in a submission reaching out to the front row. <laughs> 
help me. We've got to throw one more in there. Let me think of a corker here. I, t- I in- tell you, I- I'm throwing in, I'm throwing in. Homes under the hammer, Dion Dublin. <laughs> Get him in there. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Get him in there. Get your real spot star in there. But if we're bringing like, bring an old timer back, like a Goldberg style, like you know, like for the big shows and that, Charlie from Casualty, he's trying to throw in there as well. <laughs> Legend, thirty years plus in the game, Gareth, done it all, <laughs> been shot. The lot survived a lot, mate. You can put that into his promos. I've been shot. Just I've no survived up. Yeah, <laughs> not, scared, <laughs> not scared of any injuries or blood as he's there, loving it. <laughs> what about uh, Dennis Waterman? Have the old uh, Terry from Minder. He'd be a good one. He'd be a good brawler. <laughs> Jim McDonald be a good brawl, wouldn't he? <laughs> Five stars on the grapple there. Got a few. There, to tell you. Uh, right. What about well, um, Richard, Richard, Richard O'Brien? Crystal Mays. He'd be. A, he'd, I reckon he'd be a good one. He'd be a bit of lucha or something like that, wouldn't he? Him, yeah. Like good on the mic as well. Sell you, get you involved in his promos for his matches. <laughs> Charisma That's through fine. the roof. William G. Stewart in the Suzuki role here as well. <laughs> He's the GM <laughs> of uh... the other tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I'm just what else him taking chops and just like <laughs> walking through them. <laughs> uh, time crossover question from Chris Wilson. Uh, WCW's final episode of the Nitro was on March 26, 2001. What were we up to at the time? I was just what finishing year 10 in school, and it was the best year in school I've ever had. Year ten, it was better than year eleven, and even though year eleven was shorter, could be finished. That way, you got the record for the stunner bumps. Yes, year ten was all that, Benno. That was like WE on Channel Four. You know, it was just around all the year, and and it was the first year as well because I've been in the uh, boy side of the year, year eight and nine. So we were all back mixed in again in year ten. So it had all the banter going and the wrestling, just everything. Music, me new metal, got into that. Just getting into everything in year ten was just. Yeah, hmm. take me back now, boys. <laughs> Love it. But you were in what? You were in nursery. I, I was at work. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, was form, close enough. <laughs> I was in my first year sixth form. I don't really I remember watching it, obviously. So that's where I was watching it. Um but yeah, like I and I remember like watching because we had it on the Friday still, didn't we? At that point, Nitro and Raw. And I don't think they started at exactly the same time. I think it was like one was an hour before the other, I think, on the replay. So I was like flipping back and forth, but it wasn't quite the same as watching it like on uh, on US time. Uh, it was a little bit different. But yeah, I don't, other than that, in sixth form, that's pretty much my uh, my biggest memory of that time. Were you watching Gareth at that point? Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was, I was watching. I, I pretty much... Um... I'm trying to think what um, it would have. Uh, yeah, I was still watching through for um, for the for the rest of that year. But at that point, I was just at work, that flirting with Sarah via email. And lo and behold, all these years later, we've got a dog. <laughs> well, uh, to help us answer the question and um, joining us at this time in the uh, in the backstage area. Our, uh, our next guests, uh, you might be able to tell us what they were up to in 2001, or they might be too young. Let's find out. It's our good friends of all inner fame, Braden Harrington and Davey Portman. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. I heard the word, I heard flirting, and then we quickly had to jump on on, on here. Uh, <laughs> were you doing some flirting in 2001? 
in 2001. You were doing some, you salty dog, you. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I, well, I mean, I started my new school. I started high school you were in flirting. 2001. So there was a whole new, whole new crop of girls to flirt with, wasn't there? Yeah, I remember Judy. Little, little chubby, geeky Davey Portman. Judy in grade six. <laughs> yeah. I remember. Yeah. Hannah. Hannah, she yeah. was nice. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello boys. Lads. What's going on? How, how good did we always remember that first girl or, or, or that you fancied in school? We always remember. Always Broke remember. my heart. That's why wrestling is the lady that never truly leaves you, right? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was always, always the full name as well, Matt. Kelly Timmons in my school. She was the one. That was the one you were allowed to fancy. Um, yeah. It was like the hierarchy. She was at the top. <laughs> she was the Kelly Kapowski of... Uh, of Manahai and uh, in Crosby back on the day. Yeah, I never went with the with, with like the, as you say, like the the one everyone liked. I always, you know, you know, it's just different. I just love it, love it. <laughs> uh, how are you? Look, how are you boys? How's it? How's your Christmas been? You're a bit of a as busy as us. I think we caught you tonight just recording, weren't you? Yeah, we just finished our best match ever, CM Punk. From just his, for you, Benno. His WWE run. WWE uh, only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, which was pretty fun. Um, well, I'm actually like a little sad right now because we're going to a wedding on New Year's Eve. And I just like got out the suit to be like, all right, let's see if it needs dry cleaning. And the and the pants just don't fit me. He was all. just having a moment. It's yeah, like he was having just a out. wedding right <laughs> after Christmas when eating all that turkey. It's like, so I'm going to have a, a frantic day tomorrow trying I'm, to find matching suit pants. And I'm really worried because as he's going on right now, like, oh my God, it doesn't fit. What am I going to do? My suit, I get back tomorrow from the dry cleaner. <laughs> so it's going to be an interesting uh, couple of days. But yeah, uh, we're, 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 we're just going on grapple t-shirts. That, that, that <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we had, we, we had a good Christmas and we're gearing up for the New Year's over here. Like we said, we have a wedding on New Year's. So New Year's is an amateur night anyways. It's like when all the people who mm. don't party go out and party and they don't know how to handle themselves. Uh, but uh, oh. I think I think we're we're having a good time. We were you had a Christmas party over here at the yep. BDE. Uh, I got to see some family and some friends, and uh, it's it's been it's been good. What about you guys across the pond? Yeah, same thing, pretty much. Oh, JP, JP's back. <laughs> Sorry, it was a bit of a crisis. It was a lot of puking and stuff going on. It was fucking wild. You or uh, not me? Oh, yeah. Not me. I'm I'm all right. No, 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 Vicky. Not not feeling the mess there as well. So it's just like oh, shit. It was all all right now the something something she ate which really that should have been me and the shit a bit eating today but you're well lads oh yeah yeah we're better yeah, than we now you're here jp yeah oh good fellas uh we got to hang out with you guys this year uh well, the, the past yes. year it's it's a bit of a reunion right now with all of us on at the same time because uh we had a, quite a a day this nice. past summer as i nice. i finally got to to cross the pond uh, finally got to see where my my co-host is from and got to meet you fine lads as uh, of course everyone was excited about Wembley but it was really about Trinity in in Harrow which is a place that is real and does exist uh, that we found out yeah when, when we said hey we've got this idea of a of a pub we could go I think Benno's reply was where the fuck is Harrow <laughs> no idea now I know where it is I made up and knew where it was because it was a, it was a great home away from home. As soon as uh, all in finished, I got on a bus. I was there in about five minutes. So I was like, okay, this works out. Everyone yeah. else was stuck outside Wembley in like a big crush. I was fine. It was all good. We, it was a great. We place got there quick. We were like, we missed the crowd. We yeah. were like at the perfect exit to just get right up there. So 
We were, on, we were on a train with no one on. Like, that's how early we got. Yeah, as TK was oh. like, we're coming back next year. We're coming back. We were like, see ya, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. It is. Jim, the Jim Warrior cap has gone. In it, because he's a prick, really, and a shit. <laughs> I don't even like him. I don't even know why I own that cap. Why, why have you got it? Sorry, I was wondering. I don't that know. Well. I, I, I don't know either. This is the period of time when I used to buy cheap shit off shop zone. And I'd think, oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> Then you end up with an Enzo Amore T-shirt, and you go, "Oh no!" Well, yeah, exactly. That's how bad stuff happens. Better than the fake hair. You could have like the fake. Mate, you can have it. You can have that fucking Jim Warrior hat, Braden. I don't trust me. I don't. You're gonna throw it. You're gonna give it away at, at the uh, next event, like you did well, with all your old T-shirts. You oh, say, that was the best. You're like, there's more. Like a <laughs> t-shirt. No one caught it. <laughs> People were doing throw it back. <laughs> I think the main thing was, Brian, is I didn't bring it home with me. That was yeah, like, yeah. The, that That was the ultimate aim out of all of it. It was to, to get rid of, I've been threatening for a long time to get rid of our, our old t-shirts on there. But yeah, maybe next year. Yeah, the, the Ultimate Warrior cap will be there. Maybe my Dead Man Ink cap as well will also. Uh, <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on, don't be giving that away. Yeah, <laughs> you can't give that away. You can have it, Matty. Yeah. Like that box set of Oz. Yeah, you, you can have it. It's yours, yeah, it's mate. Yours. See, I, I came away with a big bag worth of uh, grapple t-shirts that I've got. I've got like 10 in each colour now. So thank you, Gary. And a pair of ray bands that are broken. And my ray bands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I broke them in the summer, mate. I'm sorry. They're gone. Oh. Um, <laughs> Do you have any... Uh, you got any Jimmy Havoc t-shirts to give away? Oh, straight in there, aren't we? I've got a I, feel like you had, I feel like you had a shirt that was a cancelled wrestler, and then that's... Oh, my loads. A villain show. I mean, yeah, you had a mate. bunch of cancelled wrestler shirts that you were trying to give away. So Trust yeah. me, there are some either some homeless people or people in war-torn places around the world wearing <laughs> what can only be described as problematic fucking T-shirts as well. Whether have, uh... or not this is something that's going to be picked up on in the Gaza Strip, I don't know. But possibly... Is like somebody's walking around and going, "Why are you wearing a Matt Riddle T-shirt?" And they just fucking point away. Just a oh, that David Star fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do with this. I, I talked about it on a show recently. I have a Chris Benoit autograph. Like no one's put in the bid for that. Like true crime, like fans, I'm sure would would put up yeah. a big offer, but no one's no one's hit me with the number I'm looking for. So at the Brady, if you want to be an owner of a Chris Benoit genuine autograph. On a piece of paper, that it's a, a it's, it's in storage now. We don't put it on our podcast set for yeah. reasons, but uh, we do we do have a cancelled <laughs> section. Uh, there's a villain, there's a Hulk Hogan, and the Benoit somewhere. It's but like warrior, all that yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it's a photo of him like swinging a chair. Okay. So and then I, I got it signed by him. So you know, uh, best best offer out there. Uh, please hit me up because I don't know what to do with it. As, as you're talking about things you're getting rid of, physical media and WWE aren't two things that's going to be a thing going forward in the next uh, next year. So, like, Maddie, what I are you going to do? Your uh, collection of, of the Bloodline and Roman Reigns <laughs> physical media will no longer continue. Well, Brayden, I've been asking around. Like, I've been asking around all the people I know that deal. Like, you can get all the copies, but it's all digital now and there's... There's no bloodline compilations. I think Platts hit me up with like volume one from like 2020. So I want all the, the more current stuff. I thought this would be available in this day and age, you know what I mean? But but all me all my stuff will be kept be kept in here forever, though, Braden. I'll never get rid of my stuff, mate. Never. <laughs> yeah. Ever. I, I 
I, I'm you got to get rid of stuff once in a while, JP. I understand with t-shirts and stuff because I have like yeah. so many wrestling shirts in like my closets and things that are just taking up. Brandon doesn't get rid of anything. He's got five pairs of the same shoes. Just like... <laughs> it, it works for Brayden, Dave. And, and both his girlfriend and I are like, "Hey, do you need all five pairs?" No, well, I like wearing the ones with holes in when I want to wear shitty shoes. I'm like. Can you just yeah, you wear, mate? <laughs> yeah, gotta wear them to the soles are beat and holes in the yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> but when it comes to wrestling merch, I can't ever give that away. No, I never no. want to give it away. So I, I well, definitely Brandon, yeah. Is it uh, me? My wife's brothers get used to talk about cancelled wrestlers and stuff before. Is getting rid of all his collection. Literally, like honestly, I've never seen a collection like it. It's like every on proper Ring of Honor, XPW, CZW. Japan, there's everything, and there's all T-shirts in there. And I, even if I don't know who it is, I'm asking everyone. I'm scared to ask people who it is because I'm thinking these are definitely cancelled. Yeah, there's like badges, oh. T-shirts, pictures, <laughs> magnets, the whole lot. There's, a lot of stuff. Like the bar I work at here is just round the corner from uh, the Rogers Center, the Sky Dome, where you know Rock v Hogan happened. Yeah, but it's where the Blue yeah. Jays play the baseball team and. Uh, there was an Irish girl working at my bar one summer and we were allowed to wear like sports gear for like game days or whatever. So she comes in and she's like, oh, I just I just went to Kensington Market and I've got this. Uh, I picked up this this Blue Jays shirt for just it was only like ten dollars. How good is that? I'm like Kira, turn around. And on the back, it's Osuna. Who it was like uh, canceled. Very much canceled for a bunch of Me Too stuff. I'm like. Yeah, like you might not want to be wearing that just yeah. around the corner. Yeah, she didn't know. Yeah. It's the same with wrestling, right? Like uh, my girlfriend will be like, oh, can I borrow a hoodie or a T-shirt, whatever? And I have like an old villain T-shirt. And she's like, oh, this one's cool. Who's this? And I'm like, uh, well, same I, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, uh, actually. And now she's like, why don't you throw this away and get rid of it? If this guy oh, the money we've spent, though, lads, on this stuff. <laughs> it, it doesn't even bear fucking thinking about it. But my villain one, I do still wear to bed because it's very comfortable. Yeah, you're not wearing like, it outside. Yeah, even then though, I can go to the corner shop. The man in the corner shop doesn't need to know who Martin Scale is. You know what I mean? If yeah. I, don't I don't know, mate. He might be muttering out. bastard under his breath. It, as you it might out. be Marty Scroll at the corner shop. You don't know. I, like, yeah, man, Jimmy him. Havoc. Both, uh, <laughs> Jimmy Havoc got a lot of work this Christmas, didn't he? Those Amazon delivery drivers, you know, they do well at it this time of year. Um, DPD, uh, mate. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. I also I also enjoyed uh, Joey Ryan working at Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, that was a, a highlight of seeing of 2023. Cancelled wrestlers and where they go after. Oh, That's a whole show brilliant. in itself. Uh, oh, they're there. all Mexico, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Puerto Rico. <laughs> it's where you go to hide. Um, I was going to say while we've uh, while we've got you lads, we, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll keep you uh, too long. But uh, yeah, Japan's here helping us answer uh, a couple of questions uh, we've got from there. The patrons, where while you're Get here, in, absolutely. Let's yeah, do it. sure. Let's go. Cultivated for you two, obviously. We'll try and come up with uh, a couple of good ones. There's one about a Chinese in a minute. To Davy, you might have to uh, educate uh, Braden. Uh, Mod uh, on Chinese. Is this about the whole chippy here. stuff? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 see what he thinks, though. Let Let Braden answer the question right. as it's even. All right, go on. What... I'll, come on. I'll do it first. This is from a uh, Segundo Volante. What's your standard order at the Chinese? Um, Saying that he says he had no chippy order, he means talking proper Chinese food. To me and Matty, that's proper Chinese food. I don't know if you can yeah. uh, 
Okay. Photos of is David. Chippy like like Americanized, like like not like traditional kind of so stuff? Or what do you mean? A, a Chippy, if you're if you're JP or myself, yeah. would be a fish and chip shop. Yeah, fish and chip yeah. shop. In in Liverpool, the Chinese bought all the fish and chip shops or something. So they're oh. Chinese slash fish and chips. Am I right? There? Yes, so, there's still yeah, a much. few fish and chip shops that you get at the seaside, Dave, and stuff like that, as you say, um, like you with uh, JP and yourself live, but most chippies are standard Chinese, yeah, 100%. Okay, so just a, what would I get at a Chinese? Yeah. Well, I, I liked fish and chips yeah, over there, but uh, for Chinese food, I'd go uh, Cantonese chow mein, which is like the noodles with like all the different stuff on it. Uh, you can't okay. go wrong with like a fried rice. Uh, I'm not the kind. I don't. You guys got like chicken balls or whatever. Like that's shumai like, Braden, though. Shumai? What's shumai? It's shumai. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, Mister yeah, Lardy, though. Yeah, those yeah, are fire. Yeah, th those are lit. Those are lit. Um, yeah, I, I'd say, I'd say, like, I, I always have like the the standard orders that I go through. But then sometimes I go out with like super white friends who are like, yes, I'd like the sweet and sour chicken over plain rice. Like that's it. No, nothing else. They don't want to try anything else. And, and like I mean, that could, yeah, that could be okay too, you know. You know, everyone <laughs> likes nuggies, but I do like traditional Chinese food. Yeah, do you like duck, Braden? Duck? Oh, oh yeah, oh, I love duck. Yeah, yeah, duck is duck is so fire, especially when done right. Especially the the wraps. That was a, such a thing. Oh, sauce on yeah. The yeah, yeah, that was yeah. ever. I went to a Mark and Spencer's one day. I got myself a, a okay. combo. What do you guys do that shit? What's it called? Combo, lunch meal, combo, meal deal, meal deal. Meal deal. yeah. <laughs> I'm a true. I'm learning. I'm learning. Don't worry. Uh, I got a meal deal with a hoisin duck wrap. That shit was fire. So you <laughs> love me it. Some it, duck. it sounds ridiculous, but you don't know how lucky you guys are having meal deals everywhere. Yeah. Like lunch yeah. is just sorted, and it's not a thing here. Like you, you have to if you're buying lunch out, you're spending probably twenty bucks here. Yeah, like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mine would be. If I if I'm balling out, yeah, like ducks and pancakes are just like incredible. Yeah, uh, chicken chow mein, and you know what, Matty, extra veg with that. Um, oh, baby, no, get a veg based meal, mate. And <laughs> then uh, crispy chili beef, I really like as well. I like crispy yeah, chili beef, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. So yeah. go for them, and then some, you know, some prawn crackers on the side. Hopefully, they throw them in for free because yeah. you spent enough. Prawn toast, rolls, baby. Maybe. Oh, I still love prawn that toast. Good, do, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd always go with East meets West, mate. Portion of chips, chicken chow mein, pop it on top. Filthy food, not good for the heart. No. Ultimately, I mean, and I was saying East West Express. I mean, that's exactly what Nick Wayne and uh, Jordan Oliver should be eating on the way to the ring when they're going out for GCW shows as well. Um, what? The, yeah. What? I have a question. What the hell's a scram? <laughs> <laughs> Food, Braden. So if yeah. I say, let's go for a scran, that yeah. means we're going for something to eat. Oh, okay. Okay. That yeah. makes sense then. Yeah, next yeah. time you with, with, with uh, your friends, just say, where, where are we going for scran? And just see, the, and then that'll be, we're going for It works in all ways as well. It's like, it's a verb, it's an adjective, it's a noun. You know what I mean? Scran is the act of eating as well. You know, it's all right. of it, isn't it? I did, yeah, I got a good chance to to really have the best fine dining that the UK could offer, which was Weatherspoons, uh, and their <laughs> and their app, which uh, we found was could work worldwide with VPNs because uh, Davey took me to a Spoons. See, I'm learning, and uh, and we we posted on our our social media like, hey, we're at this thing in this table, and next thing I knew, people were ordering us like ice cream and soy sauce. 
shots, yeah. pictures of like porn star martinis, which for some reason is really popular over there. But like, I, I thought that was incredible because there's nothing over here, at least in Toronto and big city and everything like to like randomly use an app or something to order for tables. Like I, that's like mind boggling to me. It's, it's hilarious. The server there comes over to us and goes, we, we've been getting some strange orders to this table. I just want to check it's it's you guys. And we're like, like what? Like ice cream with a side of soy sauce and baked beans? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's us. That's us. Uh, here's an egg. I was like, oh, cool, thanks. So people were You'd like- You'd eat them, oh, though, wouldn't you? Oh, we just did. eat the baked beans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were, that, that is cool. Like ordering for like, you could troll other tables and like order stuff. Like that's super- something that should catch on because it's so fun and you could you could order stuff for your your boys and your lads yeah. if you're not with them you could be like yeah let me buy you a pint or something so uh, i did think that was cool yeah well next year before all in it too we need to go to that spoons across the road i did one of the other times it's a dingy spoons <laughs> the one that- oh it's not it's not it's grim <laughs> but if you want to if you want to watch bbc news 24 and see sort of like you know alcoholics and what they're up to at 10 a.m it's the place to go <laughs> and the thing about spoons as well is you can get one of those what is it, the small small is it big plates or is it small plates big rates or whatever the fuck it is for one of these things. you can Meal get deal. like basically big fry-ups yeah it's like, the, it's like four pound eighty one for like a full on brunch with like unlimited coffee. It's fucking nuts. Uh, Give the food away now. I'm pretty sure I asked this at our all in it event, but I'm still not even quite sure if I got an answer. What's a bubble when you get a big breakfast? What's the bubble, bubble part of it? Bubble and squeak, JP. That's your. That's oh, your you're saying that like I should know, and I'm having to Google it now. Because <laughs> like you get like you get like well, everything fried. Something. Yeah, you got like the the blood sausage things, but like, what's the bubble part of it? Because like, everything that. I got was fried. Brayden, I've got to say that like Americans are gonna, it's blood pudding. If a black blood pudding. pudding, that's what it black is. Pudding. Yeah, black pudding's the, the best stuff. The best. So is the bubble the potatoes and cabbage bit? It'll be okay. I have cabbage pound JP for that. Definitely. So the bubble, the bubble and blood pudding are completely different things. Then yes. Yeah. And it was always seen as like, well, I'm just reading this here on allrecipes.com. So it could be it's massively just, wrong. It's just like scraps of leftovers. Yeah, yeah leftovers like, from a Sunday dinner on Boxing Day. Day. Yeah. They're saying it's like a leftovers with Boxing Day. I just ate the same roast out the day before, but it was just like all the other shit I had eaten from the day before. So it was just like the same meal on Boxing Day as well, while watching a live-action version of The Lion King that was surprisingly violent. Is that a cold cannon, JP? Do you like that? Potato and cabbage, a cold cannon. Ah, I did, yeah. My mum would would make it all the time, and that's like Irish, the Irish fella, my dad, I should say. He fucking loved that stuff. It's all fried, like the big breakfast, big British breakfast. Oh, yeah. Everything was fried. I I did. I I could be in the minority, but uh, it was something I wanted to try. And like having a giant big British breakfast with the bubble and the black pudding. We need uh, black. Black Pudding Combat Club shirts uh, coming soon. Money in that, mate. That's a fucking merchandising idea from heaven. Get Dicky on the case. Shopdashtees.com coming soon. Do you like English breakfast tea though? No coffee with that breakfast. Got to be a cup of tea. Okay, well I cheated. I had a coffee. Yeah, I had a cup of joe. I don't mind tea. I did. I did think tea was better over there. Like having British people make tea at, at certain times, and I was like, "Oh, certain, certain. It's kind of it's okay." But I am a more of a coffee person. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, 
when I was in, I think I've said this, when I was in New York, it took me like five days to get a, a proper nice cup of tea because the guy where I went breakfast every day was just giving me a hot cup of milk and it was doing me head in and I couldn't <laughs> say nothing to him. I couldn't be like, you know, what's going on here, mate? And eventually he figured it out and it was, got there in the end. <laughs> Got it's weird. Star- like Starbucks, like... Starbucks, Starbucks, Matty, the closest you can get to a proper. Yeah, I, I got one there as well, and that was pro- yeah English yeah. breakfast tea. Yeah, it's it also it depends it. where in the states you're from. Like you ask for tea, they expect iced tea. Um, but the thing yeah. that really gets me is I had a customer the other day ask for went can, can I get some milk and I'm like yeah sure and he goes oh white milk I went. <laughs> what other fucking milk am I going to get? Strawberry you? milk? Like blue milk? I like, well, no, you know, like not chocolate milk or strawberry milk. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you asked you ask me for a glass of milk and you think I just assume you wanted strawberry milk. Like, also, you're in a fucking pub. Why are you ordering milk? It's nine in the evening. Throw the fuck up. White milk. Come on. Uh, um, <laughs> Oh, on the Chinese though, I'll just throw in for me. Uh, chick, I, I like a beef satay with fried rice. Although on the way to do this podcast, Marty will enjoy that. I went to uh, the China Panda near you and got a uh, a meat and potato pie with chips, rice, and curry sauce, and it was uh, oh, the finest Chinese dining you can possibly get. <laughs> Here you go, Matty. Then mine's a a chicken green pepper black bean, but not chicken, obviously. It's- <laughs> It's 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 it's, it's bean bean curd instead of the chicken. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sure I'm, I'm sure you'd love a bit of bean curd in the same way you'd love a bit of celeriac on your Christmas dinner. <laughs> Gareth, we react to your vegetarianism as if we're from the 19 fucking 50s, don't we? <laughs> no, we just uh, look at him. Can't won't eat any meat at all, will he? The weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> If, we've got another non-wrestling question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you off on that one because it's perfect for uh, for you being on. And the person answer, asking the question, his username appears to be Mike Modest fan. I'm not sure who that is. We'll figure that out in a bit, Davy. Um, <laughs> before we get there, um, JL asks, which current wrestlers do you think would successfully cross over to Hollywood, and why? Uh, he also asks if you're having a New Year's Eve get together, uh, which wrestlers alive or dead would you uh, would you invite? We'll. Uh, who could cross over to Hollywood? We'll start with that first. Who could be the uh, the next big star? Any get anyone got anything? Brayden, uh, Dave, lo- love. I mean, based off his incredible performance in the Iron Claw, MJF. <laughs> all 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 five seconds of him in that movie really showed me that uh, I think. Have you guys seen one. it? You guys have seen it then? Oh yeah, it's in- yeah, yeah, it's pretty incredible. Minus the 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 guy who plays Ric Flair. For uh, without, I don't want to spoil anything, but if you've seen right. the movie, you know exactly what, or seen it online. Oh my god, I've seen can the I, video online to that. Can I ask Ooh. you one question? Do they make out that David Von Erich's tummy was fucking poorly that night he died, or was he uh, not just a big bag of drugs? No, they they, yeah. they 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 pretty much say like he had like something going on before the trip. Ah, for yeah. fuck's sakes! Yeah, oh, yeah. we're going down that road, aren't we? Uh, I mean, Sorry. well, they also like leave out an entire brother of the movie. Yeah, they kind of mix Chris and Mike into one character. It's yeah. based on a true story. You know what, though, as wrestling movies go, it was it was really incredible, yeah. and some of the best wrestling it, it featured in a movie for sure. Like, definitely uh, was an interesting watch. But I mean, I know MJF is barely in it, but executive producer and all that i do see him being someone like who's genuinely funny i'm thinking back to like the the sing-along he did with jericho Mm -hmm. on dynamite years ago and stuff that and promos like he's one of the best Mm -hmm. talkers and those kind of cross over into like acting and comedy and i i could see him being someone that does do that i'm surprised 
Maddie's favorite Roman hasn't kind of shown up in a lot more movies, but he looks exactly like Jason. When he Momoa. wants to, that Braden. Yeah, right. To. Yeah. You know, someone I I'd add, uh, I agree with MJF, is uh, Trick Williams. Because I just oh, yeah. think he's got so much natural charisma and is funny. Like a lot of his one-liners seem like they're off the cuff. And if they are scripted, he's incredibly good at delivering like scripted lines. And I can totally see him as like, you know, buddy cop movie kind of comedic sidekick kind of characters, that sort of thing. Um, well, that I would have told you, Jeff. And be on the mat. <laughs> you, <Jack. laughs> you're not going to be Denzel, but you'll be Denzel's friend. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Can you imagine Denzel him. Washington's face if you had to act with fucking you, Jack. Jack? Like, how would he have reacted to that? With like, fear. yeah, with fear. Yeah. Uh, what was the what was the other the other question? Who who what wrestlers I'd like to party with on? Yeah, yeah. New Year's it was New Year's Eve party, but we'll keep it broad just to get just to. Answer I mean, quickly. Uh, not any of the Von Eriks, uh, <laughs> clearly. Um, I would. I'd be taking uh, you know, photos as well, and going, "This is what fucking happened." It, you said alive or dead. Like, can I pick like Ric Flair from like the eighties? Because like, I'm sorry, that's the go to answer. Is like to party with Ric Flair. I'm back in the heyday. I'm sure was a a wild time, but. As for modern wrestlers, all they do is like play Switch and stuff. I you don't know, know if they I party. I think Cena would be interesting. You hear all these stories about like, you know, Cena out drinking Jericho and then putting him to bed and Jericho wakes up and he's still drinking some whiskey in the corner or yeah. whatever. I've heard like, hate that. Betty hates that story yeah. now. Oh, yeah. I, I have I have partied with Jericho. He loves to drink vodka. I know that for sure. He's We've definitely... He We've lives the well, he lives the gimmick of partying. I got it. It was it was years ago, but definitely lived up to that gimmick. Um, I'm trying to think of other like people like alive or dead. There's a few wrestlers. I, I mean, I'm sure Eddie Guerrero was a was a riot back in the day too. But as for reason, like, yeah. I, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm of trying current. to think of people that won't die in their hotel rooms. Though, yeah, like, I don't want well, that. Raven and your responsibility, I want to enjoy my night. I don't want to be worried about the person I'm well, it with. Could be, like, going too far. It could be like a, yeah. a chilled New Year's Eve night as well. You know, you're just having a little get together. Say, you know, yeah, I, you know, I, 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 you know, here in Canada, it's legal, so I have had the opportunity to to smoke. Uh, with a few wrestlers, but I've I've never smoked with the the king of it, Rob Van Dam. That would be a chill New Year's. Just smoke a beer with him. Me and there Matt you go. go. That'd be pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. Matthew asked him about his match on Raw with Kane in 2002, um, and then asked him several questions about what happened oh in that match. Willing to answer, wasn't he? Was it was a proper full shoot interview. It was like a day for about two hours, weren't we? We should have filmed it. I know. We should have. You'd be in the back, wouldn't you, with the click on the shoulders, yeah? You'd be there with yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think partying with the, the click back in the day, you know, would be good. Go on, there's a bag, lads. Shove a shit in it. There we go. After pizza, just in time to let them kick in, JP, when the shakes kick in. That's what they say. Oh, he would do, and Triple H looking miserable in the corner. Have a point, you fucking... Miserable it is sports, Honestly, we need... <laughs> um, if I could... You are. Quiet night in with Brett, you know, just you and him hanging out. Not so, if you uh, want to say married for next year, Gareth. Then no, no, that'd be the problem <laughs> with Brett there, wouldn't it? I'm sitting in the. I'm with fucking Kevin Nash and Steve, and just having a few red wines, just to, just having a banter with Steve and Kevin Nash. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see. I'd like to see Macho Man on fucking off his tits on ecstasy. 
That'd be a good fucking giggle on Did there. Did you not well. watch any of his promos? He's definitely. I know, but just that. just in fucking dancing to trance music, just me there watching, just thinking, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? He's having hey, Vaseline hey. rubbed all over his back as well. You're saying Devon Eric's there and Braden said not Devon Eric. So, yeah, what about the Freebirds back in the day, JP, when they were like 21 when they looked about 90? <laughs> Do you going with the hardest day? paper rounds in fucking wrestling, those lads, isn't they? Jesus. You'll be there with PS with the Jack Daniels there, Matty. Oh, the Jack Daniels, mate. Oh, Jack. The best thing, though, boys, we agree on that, Davey and Braden. Jack Daniels, we fans. Oh, I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not a Jack fan. No, I'm a big oh, fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big fan. It's it's the the Lemmy is the what Jack and Coke now. Yeah, thing? yeah. That's the that's pints of it, were not it? That's what it was with Lemmy. <laughs> kept them going for years. And the Marlboros. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it kept it going more as slowly killed him. <laughs> oh, Jay, the doctor him. told him if he stopped what he was on, he would literally die. So he, he had to like stay on it. Which doctor <laughs> said this specifically? <laughs> My granddad had smoked his entire life, and they were like, oh, if you stop smoking, it'll kill you. I feel he just lied to us. He just wants to keep smoking. <laughs> well, it's, like, yeah. it's right, though, I think. Did you see that it. thing about like the, the dirtiest man in the world who hadn't washed for like years and years and years, and then they eventually washed him, and he died like a week later? Uh, stay dirty, I man. Like, like, like I think after a while, it's like, yeah. if that's if that's what yeah. you do to your body. Yeah. Like, immune it, system and stuff like that, yeah. of course. Uh, lads, I got I got to go to my shoot job, but I wanted to oh, stop no, no, by we'll and say hello. Oh, oh, sorry. Can we throw the last question at you, Braden, before you go? Okay, hit me. We'll, hit we'll me. let you both run. Um, it's from, like I say, Mike Modder's fan, um, Brandon from New Jersey. He says, JP, you hear a knock on your door from your flat. You open it, and it's a man in a hood. He's from Instacart. You order dinner. The meal involves Cornish hen meat pie and chips. The man in the hood has a weird accent. You're flummoxed and annoyed. He then starts to clarify who he is. This goes on. Um, you then ask him, please sake, I can't understand what you're saying, lower your hood. The gentleman obliges. He zips his hood down. Your face contorts. It's the sum of all fears, of, of all your fears. It's Denilson. <laughs> he, he's begging for forgiveness. <laughs> you're lazy on the pitch all these years at Arsenal. You go to embrace him. You wake up with a loud noise, crying. It's gra- It turns out to be Grapple Charlie as you pick him up. He starts talking in a weird accent. Oh, it's got very Lynchian. <laughs> asking for penance. My question to you is, will you forgive him? Lads, so JP forgive him. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know where that was going, but it's not uh, uh, <laughs> But it was Brandon. The, the, the simple like, answer is no. Danielson no, gets zero forgiveness. I don't even know well. who that is, but I But say did no, he turn to my son no. as well? <laughs> there as well at the same JP. time. So you had to forgive him, I think, because he saved Charlie. Oh. That's what I got from it. So did he save Charlie? Yeah. Did he? <laughs> Did he really? He certainly wouldn't have fucking sprinted there. It was only been like his central midfield performances in the early 2010s. Lazy oh bastard. God. Should we oh. forgive him for the quiz, Davey? What's your thoughts? Um, you know, he was bringing your name into disrepute on that, I reckon. Like, I just, I, like, I I stand by him. I, I don't think there was, like, why would, why would you cheat? What's the no. point? What's the point in coming on a thing and? and yeah, cheating? I don't think he, he, like, he, he would. He was busy texting me during the thing. Like, I don't know. I I can't. There's no proof. I wasn't there. I couldn't see. But you know, Maddie, Maddie, and Benno did really well on our Christmas party with trivia. Maddie even kind of beating in an eliminator match for Mm. Frank. But then I, you know, I was the promoter in me. I saw your big fat quiz of the year, and you and Brandon were pretty good. I think we should have some sort of other match where it's the four of you. 
Benno, oh, I Maddie, think we need to. Guri, Maki, and Brandon. And then the winner of that eliminator. You can gauntlet. be the host, Braden, then. You, you, yeah. you're, the, uh, mm. you're the man behind that. Put the, put the BDE title on the line with Frank, who's undefeated. Well, oh, until Maddie kind of beat him. But we'll, Frank's we'll have terrifying to... at this stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I love you, Grapple, guys. Uh, thank you, everyone. Oh, thank you. Love you, lads. Uh, it was a pleasure. And uh, hopefully uh, we can do some more uh, more shows in the near future. Genuinely wanted to say it while you were here. Like, all in it couldn't happen without you two, the way you put yes. in that day. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. 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 You were the MVPs Absolutely. That thank you again. And it was, it was uh, amazing to share the stage. It was an epic time. And yeah. shout out anyone who who showed up or showed up in spirit and wants to to come to the next one. And, like, yeah, it just, like, it was it was incredible meeting listeners from like all over the world and and hanging out with you guys doing podcasts, live events, games and everything, karaoke. It was just everything was was awesome and uh, we couldn't have done it without you guys. So thank you. It was brilliant. Oh, thank, thank you, you lads. Roll on next year. All the we'll best. See you later in the year. Definitely lads. Shout out spoons. Cheers lads. I still think Brandon cheated, but Davey, uh, he didn't see it like a, like a Premier League manager. You know, I didn't. I should make it his prank. He's defending him. Yeah, exactly, to the bill. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't we'll believe us, I can't believe none of us went Marty Janetti and Jake Roberts for our, like, as oh. get together. Like. You deep that one, Gareth. If you want, you'll come out. Yeah, I would do. That was the one. In 12 um, months. <laughs> and PG-13 from USWA, because, you know, they've done some dark shit. I'll let you in. Uh, 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 whenever you hear Miss Elizabeth. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sophia asks on that on that note, best and worst New Year's stories. But you've got a few through the years, JP. Any good New Year's stories? Oh, my New Year's is shit. I used to go to my Auntie June's. That was it. Um, that was my New Year's family party. I don't have like great New Year's stories necessarily, just because I'm so used to in the era of having children not going out on New Year's and then kind of embracing the idea of never going out on New Year's and being completely fine about it. So it's a bit weird uh, on that front. Um, I don't know. I think probably getting lost in Belfast at the Millennium with my accent and my name, which don't really match, and Belfast in 1999 still being a kind of slightly lively place as well and realizing if i start talking here and somebody asks me what my name is there's a whole series of contradictory problems that could occur i know you'd recognize this benno from having been over there so um but managing to get yeah managing (laughs) exactly managing to get back all right it's a different place now um as well i'll tell you what everyone was loving on that new year's eve moby's album the that fucking one that that came out uh 99 everyone fuck i can't remember the name of it now the one where he's jumping up this is his own play. Well, that was in all yeah. play it's called play, play. yeah done me best liam there didn't i pluck that one out <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, anyway unless anyone's got anything else i don't really yeah like i said we used to go around to me auntie june's and we'd like we'd wrestle on the stairs when i was a teenager that's about as good as it gets auntie um, june wrestled on the stairs <laughs> well here here Grant, yeah, he'd be grandson. Uh, Nathan, who's on our Discord, I did once put him in a, in a figure four leg lockdown stairs when he was about uh, six. Um, so you know that was fun. Uh, I was I like, to my uh, uncle, but he fucking no sold it, and I didn't know what old people find with this. I'd... That was always yeah. a good shoot move. That in the, uh, yeah, in the, in the fucking hurt. Uh, I had my own version of figure four when I used to backyard wrestle, and even crewy. I used but to figure eight that. that one, didn't you? Um, JP, no, I wish you could do that to crap. I wish I could fucking do that. I'd be stuck, mate. Oh. 
He'd still be there today. <laughs> Definitely. Um, Martin Bushby on topic asks what first he asked what would we all get for Christmas. We've uh, answered that. And we're sorry Martin was uh, was going to call in yeah, earlier, but we, uh, we missed him unfortunately. Sorry, Martin. We love you. Um, Favorite Mike Mother store Adrian Street matches. Should have asked that one while Davey was on the air. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, any Mike big Mike Mother's memory? Mike Mother's v Daniels on Nitro, wasn't he? Was that on I Nitro? Think it was, yeah. I think it was. They went yeah. come out and beat the shit out of both of them, didn't he? Yeah. I yeah. remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we all remember Mother's, where we were. Was Mother's on Beyond the Mat? Was he, he was. Yeah. Dark matches with Daniels and that way. That's where he's most known from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony's good, but Mike's here. really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Platt asks top three Randy Orton matches not involving Mick Foley. Matthew, shut up. Um, okay. <laughs> I know you're going to have like 20. <laughs> Do we have any? Come on, lads. We, we can Seth be Rollins. Be honest. The six, oh, yeah. yeah. The Shield, six man against Evolution. Was that? Yeah. 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 I can't remember being good. Modest is ready. One of them's brilliant, Ben, and then the second one's good. The first wasn't one's one brilliant. Wasn't the one where they're like brawling all into the crowd and all that? Is that? Chef does a uh, dive out the stands. Yeah, yeah, in the first one. I enjoyed yeah. that. WrestleMania 30 main events. Yes. Yes. I like this, boys. Come on. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the best at WrestleMania? Oh, yeah, Brian. Mate, he's had a lot of matches. Uh, like the we we we're not going anywhere near. Because it seems to be him versus so, John Cena. Can, on I, can, I, can I list some off then to refresh your memories? What about the Christian feud, Benno? There's five or six there in 2011. They're all brilliant. They're matches. What do you mean? No, brilliant feels strong. They no, existed. They're very, and they were all right. Good. They're very good. They're very very that's good. That's John Michaels match we did on show. Yeah. Oh yeah, you love that. Yeah, brilliant match that. <laughs> Gareth's open mind did you see lads no offence but he is no, I, I, hey, I love Randy Orton the man I think he's fucking great what a fucking dickhead he's one of my favourites like I follow him on Instagram I love it I love that he's like a family man now but there's still that dark side like brooding underneath like there's just something about Randy Orton like problematic dickhead that I enjoy to a level you know depends how problematic we get but uh, I can live with shit in bags uh, but yeah Matt I know nice. just to show people his cock as well what should I be saying, Matt? Go on. What 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 would you think uh, I should I, be saying? Yeah, you should be saying the Christian ones because there's a few. There's a no. SmackDown one, Over the Limits, SummerSlam. There's a cage match. There's everything in that few. He, he ate Christian then, like so. It's not. Oh yeah, of course, of course, Gareth. Of course. There's. I know it's not. Well, I didn't like Christian then either. Yeah. So I'm not gonna fucking. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of him. In Mike, you mentioned the triple oh, threat but... with Angle and Ray. I was there. No. Yes. <laughs> nope. There's a Triple H last man standing from No Mercy 07 that obviously is not going to fill you with excitement on paper, but that's a very, very good match. That's in Chicago as well. So the fans help that one as well. Is there, any good, is there any good rated RKO stuff, Matty? Tag stuff? There's one, Gareth, versus DX where Triple H does his quad in for the second time. And it ends up with Michaels just like calling an audible, I think. Or That's worth it. Finish. <laughs> yeah. Where they like beat the shit out of them with chairs and they both do some boss juice jobs. Like that's what I like to go back and watch because they have one a Cyber Sunday 06 when Bischoff's the ref and not good at all. Just too much arse about that. Are, are, are any of the 3,000 matches with Cena any good? Like I was going to say, does him and Triple H had loads, him and Cena had loads, and him and Batista had quite a few. Didn't really, you'd think they'd be like a few. A couple of the scene, the last scene, one scene that I had with Orton was in a Hell in a Cell in 2014. 
And that was probably the best one because they kept calling back to all the other matches. So it made it better. But people like the submission match from Breaking Point 09. That gets a bit of praise uh, online. So there's a few ones. But there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of matches between them two on pay-per-view. Orton and Cena. A fucking lot. Mm. Even Undertaker's good at WrestleMania 21 as well. Foley, as the question tries to get you to avoid, is the answer, I think, for me. Um, outside that's of that, yeah, that's of course his best match. Maybe I'll have to educate me, Matt. Maybe we'll, Put him on uh... the map, didn't he? Well, dealer's choice is coming up then, so have you sorted, mate? Mate, <laughs> please. As it's flat, we've got to ask a second question. Top three WWE slash WWF physical media items you have owned. We will give at least one each, but like I can think of a couple already. What's your best physical? Um, media because rise and fall of ECW, yep, regardless for the reason, yep, I'd agree it, with it that. Was, it was incredible, and I'll, I'll give that a shout because it was, it was genuinely the best documentary you've ever done. When it, when it arrived, I watched it immediately, took it out of the packaging, put it into the DVD player, watched it, and then watched it again later on that night. Just thought it was fucking incredible. It was like the by far and away the best kind of DVD slash VHS product that they'd ever sort of done at that point in time. And it's the one I've always gone to the most. I almost want to put the punk best in the world one there as well because that was yeah, like, yeah, very good. Oh, very, Brilliant. very good. Brett and Sean got off that greatest rivalries. I fucking love that sit down with Jim Ross. Oh, up there for me, one of the best, as good as it gets. <laughs> Yeah, I think for me, that's up there. I think Benoit's Hard Knocks DVD felt important at the time because it was like one of the first like proper thorough ones that came out. I always loved that one. Uh, I'd always go, I could always say Survivor Series 91 just because it was the first one that I owned. Um, Summer 88. Yeah. That VHS, mate, with the fucking 15 tag on it. It's just the, the perfect yeah. photo. But it was massive as well. It was like a big box. That, like... It's beautiful. It's a thing of beauty, that one, genuinely. It's lovely. Fact, I think there's something about those those WrestleManias 1 through... I want to say 1 through 7. Yeah. Like, WrestleManias 1 through 7, just because of the art style on the box and the double box for WrestleMania box, 4, which made you think, oh, I'm getting a load more wrestling. It's like, you're not getting any good wrestling. But there you go. This like, Elliot's nailed it there. That was the one for me that I had the two disc best of raw set on DVD volume one and two. Still mm. got that gutter. They haven't got the case JP, but them and a shout out to the VHSs, the best of raws one through like 11. I think it went to yeah. where it had like two months of raws with the matches on. Fucking love them when I was growing up. Like, but, but, but if we're talking physical media beyond like DVDs, I think that WWF, the music, the green one, like that was a volume four. Volume four, like that yeah. was at the time, was just like God. If I was a volume three guy, mate, still am. Volume three, three. Belter, belter of the CD, that volume four. That no, Mikey's got a fair point there. Sorry, got it. Mikey's got a fair point there <laughs> when we were growing up. That that encyclopedia, like the, the, the WWE encyclopedia, that's got every wrestler who ever like. I've got a version there, mate. Yeah, <laughs> grab, grab it every time I go for a shit, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a there's a couple on there that's been mentioned in the chat that's worth shout. I mean, Simon mentioned it because Stone Cold said so, which I think I bought less because of I'd already seen all the Stone Cold stuff from him in WWF at that point in time, but it was the ECW stuff was on there. So the stuff that kind of happened post like 
when they bought up the rights to those companies, and which then leads on to the Ric Flair DVD, which felt like it was the first time that you were able to watch like almost what felt like an entire wrestler's career. Little did we know that his career would last for another 20-odd fucking years beyond when that DVD came out. But it was something that had, it was like almost like a tangible, okay, Rick, this is why we think Ric Flair is great. This is why he has the reputation that he does. And you had this entire box set to for that, that you didn't have to just have a series of either WCW matches or WWF matches. You had the whole lot together. And that can't be understated about how, like, in a pre-torrenting era, how important that was. What about the, the books as well? Remember the, the boom with that? Like Mick Foley started that off, didn't he? Yeah. For counting the uh, books. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a comedian. Like, that yeah. was the first that one, was... which lent into, like, obviously it went into Jericho's books. The Rock had one. You know, Stone Cold had the Stone Cold Truth. Wasn't the best. He was loads, though, wasn't he? He was, like... Flair's, Flair's book at the time was good, yeah. obviously. You're going back, you know like flair at that point but that was a fucking cracker there just for like history uh history piece there just just going back a bit deeper that was that was great all of that era when those books and books started coming out like after the um after Foley. the foley stuff danielson's book was good that was another that was another uh, uh really good book that they, they brought out brett's book obviously like still uh still still read that for every retro <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good companion. You need a guy for the, uh, the man himself. But he was, and even and then, are, we, are we going down to even action figures? Like, because that's some of the best meat. I still collect them now for Christmas Day. I don't know if you can see. I've got Roman Ultimate Edition <laughs> and Jimmy and Jay Ultimate Edition. Just I'm chilled. Yeah, it's the best ever of all time. Like, just I'll still be getting the Ultimate Edition like packages they bring out because. There's a British Bulldog Funko Pop one that's going on sale at the Tesco's near me. I was in there what? buying reduced shit the other day. How much and it was like he? it was nine quid. Oh yeah, gotta be getting that for old Davy. I think it was dreaded Davy as well. So gotta like, get it even more. Yeah, for for that one. Well on that note, um I don't know what the what the speaking of British legends, let's talk to some Japanese wrestling legends. Let's talk to two of our favourite guests. Um, I'll put it that way, that we have uh, a on, uh, on Grapple across the various shows. Um, you might recognise them from uh, our friends over at Post Wrestling. It's Grapples, Karen Peterson, and also Grapples. Let's fucking go! Where are the other guys? How's it going, guys? You all right? Hello, you yeah, too. Can you hear me? We can yes. hear you, mate. Okay. Non-problematic niche wrestling podcast host. <laughs> I was going to include ja- niche Japanese wrestling podcast host, but it only limit me to fifty characters for the subtitle there. <laughs> so, um, what's Japanese wrestling, mate? I don't know what it is these days. What is? It? <laughs> well, that's what you just got to watch from the nineties, and you're then you're all good, right? So, otherwise, it's all shit. But wait, 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 wait. Well, oh. nice to see. Well, who got here? Got five, five, four. My favorites. You got Deathmatch Richard, John, John Paul, New York Matt, and Gaza. And Love it, WH. You missed Joe earlier, WH. That's a very. Oh, classic. I saw. I was like looking at Twitter, and uh, I was like, I'm gonna have to go back and watch watch uh, his appearance. I've never seen him like you know on camera. 
I've only heard of yeah. it. Yeah, that was a rare one too, to be fair, actually. Yeah. That was his first video appearance, was it not, JP? I think it probably I think was. It is. Would have been, wouldn't it? You talked to me. The only that. good, uh, the only good Joe who does a uh, wrestling podcast or uses a wrestling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Karen, you back home with us tonight? Then we got you back for uh, for grapple for uh, for one. Is this alone one night only? It, well, it's one of those things where on Christmas I got a message from the grapple account and from JP, and I was like, uh, "Oh, maybe we'll work together someday in the future." And then literally this morning, Maddie's like. Hey, we're doing the Ask Grapple tonight. You want to come on the show? And I'm like, I have no microphone. I'm literally in my pajamas. I put on eyebrows for you guys. Like, uh, my, my parents are watching my dog downstairs. <laughs> like, this is like the low budget, low rent, like, on hol Karen on holiday edition of, and my little, well, um, what we do? my little, you back, in, you, you back in Jersey. No, 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 no. My parents live just south of Daytona Beach, so I'm about ah. an hour and a half from my house, and my dad decided to work on my car, meaning I can't leave until the car is done being worked on. But my uh, the subtitle I wanted to put was currently stuck in a custody battle between Post and Grapple, but it was too long. So I just wrote <laughs> Grapple's Karen Peterson for tonight. And it's, not, it's not one land only. We know this. I'm, no. I'm taking a screenshot for... Uh... Waiting and John Paul. Of course you do, <laughs> bastard. You know what they say in prison, bro? Snitches get stitches, and I'm coming for you. Karen, did you say you like Daytona Beach? Yeah, yeah. My parents live just south, about 20 minutes south of Daytona uh, Beach. That's where Big Kevin Nash lives. Listen to his podcast. He's <laughs> on the beach. I'm like going driving, knocking his house. <laughs> Love it. Wherever uh, they're selling weed in Daytona Beach, that's where Kev will be. That's that that that'll be the are, lesson we learn. There are plenty of options. What are you shuffling <laughs> on, Karen? What, what's that you're drinking? Uh, oh, yeah, I, I, I started off with the Founders All Day IPA, which is my sister's favorite. Mine is the Cigar City IPA, which my parents don't have. I have now graduated to the Landshark Island style lager, uh, which is from the Margarita Ville Brewing Company, i.e. Jimmy Buffett's brand, and it is a BOGO staple here in Florida. So Easy to drink, nice and light. Haven't had dinner yet, so you know it's also a staple in Florida. Guns. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate it here. You could you can argue that for the rest enough. of the country as well, really. But I'm sorry. That's a terrible thing to start. <laughs> I'm sorry. When when FTR here shot someone, someone said that in the Discord. Well, or didn't shoot someone, I shouldn't say that. Got his gun out. We all forgot. Like it was a week later, it's like, ah, that's what Americans do. That's a fucking do, isn't it? Uh, uh, I mean, I am in Florida, so you can do knock out all the Florida man, Florida woman jokes. It's fine. I don't care. I'm in my forties. Oh, uh, or we just wait for the release of GTA six, which apparently is the re entire reason why swear they basically God, it, it that's like literally I grew up near that area. I'm like, mm, it's too <laughs> real. It's the Florida man edition. Yep. Two years away, JP, and it that release anyway. <laughs> got ages to wait. It is. I've got GTA Five on the PS Five here as well. I don't know when I'm going to get around to fucking playing that again, but like because I've already clocked it one time round. But yeah, I that's entirely what they've done for GTA Six. They've just gone right everything about Florida, and you go, yep, yeah, you can have enough of the it's kind of like Florida man nonsense, whilst at the same time having all the fucking crazy Miami shit. Well, we've got to ask the guests, haven't we? What we've asked everyone, like, yes. what was actually on your Christmas dinner, and what time did you actually start eating it on Christmas Day? Oh, big! Here we go. Whoever wants to go first, there. Eh? I don't think WWE does Christmas, do you, WWE? No, I'm an atheist. Mm. I do not believe in the man called Jesus. What can I say? 
what did you have to eat though, WH? Instead of on like Christmas Day? Yeah. <laughs> I think I made myself a plate of like linguine with marinara sauce and added some like hot like chopped up hot dogs and mushrooms. Nice. It's what Christ had, died for. And I had it like at I don't know, six PM Eastern time. Oh no, six later. Listen. And I just tell you, like the one of the best dinners I ever had was like at fucking two two AM in the fucking hotel in Newark, New Jersey with Benno. Come back with Stephanie from fucking Dunkin' Donuts. But we me is it me? The the great Andrew Thompson, uh Scrump, we 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 went to like Benno, you know, we went to that shit restaurant outside the fucking arena. Well, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It, it was terrible. Like Sorry, America if we're talking about a restaurant here, just make sure you ask them in the chat and include the link as well. Carry on. Uh, oh, yeah. my God. God. Uh, I can't. Uh, anyways, Sorry, God. I, I, I was so dissatisfied with the food at that place. I said, hey, there's a 7-Eleven. Let's go in there, get some snacks, and go back to the hotel and just hang out. It's the three of us, and then Benno and, uh, and Steph joined us, and it was like we were there for like another two hours until like I don't know, fucking three in the morning. It was one of the best parts of that whole trip. Yeah. Cover your ears, Karen. It was the alliance to bring down New Japanomania. That's what uh, me, you, and, uh, and Andrew oh. were that day. <laughs> 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 That's the last reference. What time and what did we have on the plate? Well, as you know, as an American, we do have that little holiday a month prior called Thanksgiving. So I heard the, if it's not turkey being served, it's a problem. I did turkey last month. So we had, yeah. and I oh, mentioned okay. it in the chat, we had bourbon honey or, pe or bourbon peach glazed ham, uh, roasted vegetables, uh, including some, unfortunately, rather burnt asparagus with a little bit of a plastic because my somebody put the vegetable tray in the oven without taking the cheese out of the plastic baggie it was in and just kind of melted it onto the tray so there was a bit of surgery better a bit of surgery got involved there but we had scalloped potatoes and my dad did the ham on the smoker so usually in our house Christmas dinner, Thanksgiving tends to be around three o'clock, but my relatives all came in around noon and we started drinking. So we didn't actually eat until seven o'clock last night, wow. which is, which is very rare because usually it's a formal sit down dinner, but we were just like, Hey, no, we don't care. It's, you know, th we had Christmas yesterday because we had to move oh. holidays around for different things. And then my sister got sick and she couldn't come down anyway. So, but it's fine. But yeah, no, we had leftovers today. It was fantastic. Not better than the leftovers. Yeah. I was I was saying to Matty in our Discord, like you were saying about your leftovers, Matty. I had my mom makes amazing ribs and she makes like these ribs with like stuffing on them, if you can kind of imagine Ooh, that. Ooh, that sounds nice, that panel. That's nice. in the oven for half an hour. Honestly, they were just coming off the bone exactly perfectly. It's one of the nicest things I've ever eaten. Probably better than the Christmas dinner. Don't tell her that. <laughs> one of the th Thanksgiving pro tips I got from my friend is you take the stuffing out of the turkey and put it in a waffle maker or a quesadilla maker. Oh, right. Okay. It's okay. savory waffle. <laughs> you put some green. Oh. Wait, you're talking to people in the UK. Feelings. They don't know what a fucking yeah, yeah, is. But they know they, they, you have to say like a fucking, like fucking shawarma or something. That's all they talk <laughs> We can pitch for a car, don't worry. Yeah, we can get, 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 get a hot sandwich maker. Kebab, yeah. I don't know. A toasty maker. I sort of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Throw it in there. Not bad, because he's just gonna go to fucking Benno's house and use his fucking uh, whatever plans he has in his kitchen, right? He's got all the fancy stuff. WH, I'm round using his lecky as well, mate. Use the fancy coffee maker, Matt. You know, you're welcome. Anytime. Can you make tea in that? <laughs> oh. Well, uh, well, while we've uh, got you both, we've got uh, a few questions if you don't mind from our uh, our patrons. If you want to uh, help us, uh, help us out, answer them. Um. What shall I go with? Serious or a, or a fun one first? Uh, yeah. Fun, fun first. Fun one. What's your opinion of people who wear socks in bed? This is from It's Liam uh, on our Discord. So, Karen, we'll go to the lady first. As someone who has been told that she has very cold feet, <laughs> that in the better interest for the, the, the comfort of those involved in the bed... I prefer to be socks on just so I don't get yelled at for having, you know, cold feet, cold hands, cold heart. <laughs> I reckon WH has gone the other way, yeah. I reckon it's definitely not. I'm going to go with WH. Parties like me, that's why we got on. <laughs> socks in bed, I, I think, unless, like, the place you're staying at is really fucking cold, like, it's weird. Yeah. You know, like, I, like, in, in the winter, even in the winter, like, I am a, I am like a t-shirt shorts type of person for pajamas for sleepwear. Like occasionally I'll put on my up next like uh hoodie if it's really cold. Right. But like I do not wear socks in bed. You sleep in a hoodie. Yeah, it's I, I live fucking Canada, Gaza. My you know? fucking you know this. Your bloody brother-in-law lives there, isn't it? It snows like a fucker in Canada, mate. Not in your bed. Listen, that up next hoodie is fucking cold. What needs must, mate? He doesn't understand about the burrito. It's a really cold layer to layer. Yeah, yeah. Like, listen, you you come here like not 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 recently because we get like fucking El Nino here or some shit, but like. In February, it's like minus, like me sometimes, like it's minus thirty or something with the fucking wind chill. It's outside. We get central heating, so no problem there. But it still gets cold, you know. What can I say? I, I, Mikey I says his favorite hoodie is a Kenna Kobashi one. Where'd you get that? Is that a bootleg? Did you get permission? <laughs> We're hitting all high spots today. <laughs> his family's in tears over that. Families. It's no robbing food off their plate at Christmas as well, which is shocking. No matter what, no socks in bed. It's no, not no matter even if no, if Bello, wrap your feet in the in the blanket. No, no I've socks. got. I, 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 is... can't, I, I can't even have my feet in the duvet. My feet have got to be out of the duvet too. Like, <laughs> to... <laughs> <laughs> like... in the summer, Gareth, one leg out. I get that. Out. No, no. <laughs> But in fairness, Gareth's from furthest north. Well, I would say furthest north than all of us. And then I remember that WH is from Toronto. Um, so I've completely forgotten that in the meantime. But but I, I've got bed socks, like specific, which I've actually worn to work. Like I've gone in there with a sh with a shirt, tie, trousers, and my fucking bed socks on because it's been that cold. Are I've they short out. socks or are they long socks? No, nah, they're long socks. But they've also like, got apparently a bit of grip on them, which obviously are worn down yeah. to the nub. JP, outrageousness! What do look like? What are you telling? What like, are they just like really like, tube socks? Who's looking? Or... Who's looking at my ankles? Well, it's not the 16th century, Karen. Honestly, <laughs> like, if they... how dare you, sir? JP, I oh. feel like like if I had something like that on my feet in bed, I would just feel. God, if you whip me out, oh. yeah, yeah. Who the fuck is he? Wee Willy Winky. <laughs> What is this about on it? Bed socks, 
like, like I, there's a lot of like sort of ant- yeah, sometimes like, like my feet get cold sometimes i don't often like to wear them because there's also that part of the fin i get which is even if it's cold outside then once you get into the bed the whole point is to then get warm and you fucking wrap yourself up then at that point don't you so like that's that's always like part of the deal so you don't want to go in there with too much stuff on unless you're feeling really ill in which case all bets are off mm. and then you sleep in a fucking hoodie you could sleep in your fucking jeans if you have to <laughs> i don't know wearing jeans unless i absolutely have to these days like, i've worn uh, multiple layers in bed i've worn like one pair of like sweatpants with another pair of sweatpants over that's how cold it could get in here that's, to be fair, claustrophobic. Like, ben, that's incredible i'd be scared i was going to choke if i had a hoodie on a t-shirt yeah. kind of makes my neck here like I'm like, oh, what are you no? going to choke on? <laughs> what you're, not, um, you're not too, mate. Honestly, you're not going to fucking like, come on, you'll be fine. What if Tory shouts in the chat here for you, JP? I don't know what you think. Yeah, there, there, there normally is, isn't there? The, the mere, mon- mere, mere mention of property ownership put me into JP's that a landlord straight now. Straight away on there. Doesn't matter I'm selling the flat, does it? <laughs> that makes no fucking odds whatsoever. And you're breaking all the rules, you know, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not watch it. <laughs> it's all good. As someone's staying there tonight, but they don't need to fucking know uh, that. Unless they're stalking me on this. In which case, if it's that those fuckers from upstairs, I'll have words with you another time. Trust me. Another piece of Sorry. evidence of the Tory sleeper agent JP law tonight. There we go. Uh good work, Controversial one. Good question. Um split panel is, is what I'll say when it comes to the uh, the socks. Hey, can I just <laughs> say something, Ben, before you continue? I will not go. have this slander of my good friend John Paul. Accusing yeah. him being a fucking Tory because listen, I'm a Labour Party hate, member for fuck's sakes. Doesn't make any odds to these people. I everything Tory, okay? I don't care if it's a UK Tory. I don't care if it's a fucking Canadian Tory. I don't care if it's the fucking Republicans. I fucking hate them all. I would never, ever associate myself with a fucking Tory. So JP is a good man. I Thank cannot you. wait to meet, this, meet him in real life. So Fucking anyone in there saying shit about my good friend John Paul is calling yeah. him, accusing him of being a fucking Tory. Listen, we're gonna have words if I ever come over to these fucking shores. It fucking uh, get the fucking all a in bloody it. Bloody laugh. Maybe next year I'm gonna like have some words with fucking Simon Mulvaney, aka Littlefinger. He's Littlefinger, right? He's the one I've dubbed Littlefinger. <laughs> Playing some nonsense Game of Thrones bullshit. Chaos is a ladder. Well, you're gonna find out what fucking chaos is if you ever meet me in real life. <laughs> He's a lovely bloke, Simon, as well. I do have to ask. I, so I can't wait to meet all of them. He's, a, he's actually he's outstanding. But, well, we got a, a couple of serious questions. Matthew, you've got them uh, loaded. Okay. Do you want to ask the, uh, the next one? Yeah, I've got, got one here. Um, this is off Ewan. I'll ask the people behind the star rating app. Great man, Ewan. What, what's more important to a highly rated match? The technical ability or the emotions it provokes? Ooh. Flips. Who wants to go first there, WH? For like to to give a high rated star match, what's more important, the actual technical wrestling or the uh, emotions yeah. the match will emit? Uh, emotions. Like I can watch like an awesome like brawl that, and I've seen tons. Like I I'm a huge fan of the uh, the, the Legion of Doom and Ahmed Johnson versus fucking Nisha Domination. Domination. Brawl. Yeah. yeah, from that. Uh, what which which many was that? That was the one with Brett. Yeah, right with with Brett and uh, Austin, right? Yeah. I love that match. Is it a technical best race? Hell no. It's shit. But <laughs> my God, it's it's like the, the the it it sucks you in, like right from the get-go. Like Ahmed fucking 
fucking tire driving like fucking D'Lo Brown through that table yeah. off the steps. That stays in my mind because like I remember the emotion I felt when I watched it. It's possible. Like, I've seen. Yeah, I it also like I've watched tons of what you know they call grapple fuck matches. You know, I, I know that's not. By the way, it's not a sub channel. calls fondling by, on uh, the mat, doesn't it? It's, uh, <laughs> it's not a sub channel hosted by Benno after after hours or anything like that. Uh, but like I've watched things that like amazing technical wrestling, but like there's nothing, there's no emotion to it. I I wouldn't rate those highly. So no, it has to be the emotions for me. Yep. Cotton? Also emotions. I, I can watch a technical masterpiece and enjoy it, but if you make me feel something, especially if it's a wrestler I don't normally follow or normally support or normally find interesting, if you can pull that out of me through your performance, then you've done your job. Totally. Gareth, I'm splitting you, but I think what, what are you going to say? It's, but... it's, it's a marriage between the two. Like, I was waiting for that. I was it, waiting it, it, for that. It, 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 in my day job, I would talk a lot about value for money being the marriage of price and quality, and um, and it very much aligns here in the wrestling. It's the it's the marriage between the emotions that it creates, but in a technical technical setting, um, it's got to be a bit of both because you can have a technical masterclass that the crowd's dead and you just feel nothing. Then what the fuck is it? But equally, you can have a you know something something the other way that's just got fucking nothing to it and it's just a couple of big personalities doing fuck all. And that ain't. That ain't five stars either, is it? It's got to be a bit of both. He sat on the fence, JP. <laughs> I <laughs> like you. If you ask me between them, it'd be emotions every time. I mean, if you want an example of that, I mean, let's go to Rock versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 18, which is oh, possibly yeah. the best example of a match where it's entirely, it woke me. I was ready to fall asleep because it was a shit show. But, um, they turned up and because of the emotion involved in the building and with the fans and everything else, I was completely carried away on it. Um, yeah, it, it's always going to be emotions and that's really what the best of wrestling does. I mean, I'm thinking of one of the matches I watched this year was the, the, the CMLL anniversary show and it was Volador Jr. And it was, it was quite simple as a match, but what it had was one of the best sell jobs of his arm and it completely worked and i absolutely fucking loved it it was just like this is genuinely brilliant and not doing anything that i haven't seen before in other matches because i think that's one of the things about like you know you can have people doing technical wrestling but it's like why are they doing it why should i care and that's where the emotion side comes into it. and that's where you get your characterization and other kind of elements for that as well and that's where they come into the mix so yeah emotions every time I will say The Rock versus Hollywood Hogan, 4.19 average on the Grapple app. The uh, which uh, you know maybe if the uh, maybe if the mat work had been a bit better or something like that, it might have just been nudged <laughs> up a bit. If they'd started doing fucking mat work, what people would have gone? What the fuck is going on? Here? Rock got a like, shot. Gareth, what, what more do you want? <laughs> Hogan busted out them. Like, what did he hit? Only a choke actually. You know the submissions by Hogan. Doing some Hogan and New Japan uh, shit there, really, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to text this Cloverleaf, mate. That's all I wanted. Yeah, that's it. Goes through four and a half instantly for you, that, doesn't it? When I did um, must-see matches this weekend, I think I saw Mark in the uh, in the chat before. Shout out to those lads. We were talking Joe Kabashi, and there was a point where they were like, you know, and it, was, it wasn't so much the work, it was about the crowd, and I had to stop myself from going, yeah, like, like Hogan Rock and Hogan Warrior. I was like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll pretend I know about Kenta Kobashi and I'll stay on the air on the work rate for his good side here. But like, I think, though, and this is where 
like I mean, struggle emotion. Go, going to kind of WH and Karen and and the the kind of like the specialties and their your wealth of knowledge, guys, on this kind of stuff as well. It's not like like all Japan in the nineties wasn't like it, it was about the investment that those crowds, those Budokan crowds, had in that, as well as even going into you know kind of the golden era of new Japan, as I think we can kind of safely say, which is, is not really in, in place at the moment as well. A lot of that was like, it was the investment that the crowd had in those wrestlers and in those performers and how they kind of felt about them, that that was the stuff that when we look back at it in the benefit of hindsight, look at Tanahashi, for example, it's not like Tanahashi does like he, he is the best wrestler in the sense that he pulls out kind of, new moves or anything else that's kind of like reinventing the wheel. It's just he knows when to do them and he knows how to elicit the best responses. Yeah, totally, totally. On that note, Matt, do we have another serious one, do you want to throw it out there? We've got another one Let's here. Let's go your tea bags. No, I'll <laughs> save that for later. <laughs> save that for after. We've got another one off Platt here. You find, you find a time machine which will let you travel to one event in wrestling history. When and where are you going? And we'll start with you, Gareth, on this one. Oof. Uh, I am going to... Hmm, I'm going to Money in the Bank 2011. That's where I'm going. I'm going to see. I'm, I want to be in, in that crowd. You're going there for Randy Orton Christie and me? Yeah, well, <laughs> I want to be in that crowd, that fucking raucous CM Punk crowd, like uh, taking that belt like the end of that show. That is just like the ultimate wrestling thing of like, I just wish I was there for. Like, so got to go with that. Karen? Uh, I was checking the date on it. I would actually go back to No Mercy 1999 because the Hardys versus Edge and Christian ladder match was the match that got me into wrestling. Oh, so I'd want to see. I would want to see it live. Yeah, that's a that's a cracking shout, WH. I've got two, if I could say. One is like the the June 1995 tag match at Budokan Hall between Masawa Kobashi versus Kawada and Tawei. Tawei. And the other one would be at the press conference after uh, <laughs> after CM Punk wins the title from uh, John Moxley and he has the the meltdown right next to Tony. I wish I was there fucking live. I would have been. I would have been. I would have just. I could, you would probably hear me just laughing throughout that whole thing. I was. I wish I was there for that. Can I just say? I I, I wish that I was about about two hundred yards from where I was sat at All In. So that I wasn't actually in the crowd and I was backstage, like where I could actually see what was the fuck was going on with Phil and Jack Perry. Like just to see what happened there. Just so I can make me own my, was your life really in danger there, Tone? He just appeared to be a very angry bloke who got shoved out by security. That's what I'm guessing exactly what would have happened there as well. Um, just to, to kind of throw that bit out there. But uh, Where are we no, going, GP? Where in are we in going? all seriousness, i tell you what I'd love to have been there for. It's one match. It's WrestleMania 13. We mentioned it before. Hart Austin double turn because I was just would have been so fucking like, I mean, I would have been kind of tormented because the idea of sort of turning on Bret Hart, but they're two of my favorite wrestlers of all time. And just to have seen that match, like a legit absolute classic and the way that the crowd were manipulated throughout it. 
And just a, another shout out as well, the match where Misawa beats Jumbo. Just to kind of know what the reaction, like, because obviously it's it's kind of fabled and story, the idea that, you know, that um, Bubba changed the decision on the day and things along those lines that he was like, no, no, we're, we're putting Misawa over because of the merch sales. But just to have been there live, just to seen all of that stuff about hang on a minute, there's a very, there's a vibe here that people are really keen on. And this is, you know, only a matter of weeks after he threw off his mask. And like all of a sudden he's become this like massive figure. And at that point in time, it kickstarted a boom in Japanese wrestling. Shout, shout, Benno. Well, you know, speaking of a boom in Japanese wrestling, let me take you back to October of 2004. I, I just wish I was in the building. Look, oh, wait, I was. I've lived it. Um, uh, it doesn't get much better than that, does it, lads? Um, <laughs> I've I probably got to stick with the answers before, like Rock Hogan, um, Warrior yeah. Hogan, genuinely, like, despite what we know now, you know, back then, uh, I would have gone with. Punk Joe 3 is probably... A, legit, a more legitimate answer from when I could have been there and you know didn't know that match was happening and didn't make it to that show so that's probably there but it's more like Garrett's moments it's like I would have been loved to have been there when Punk came out to AFI and AEW like I would I would have cried I know I would have um, you know I'd probably would have loved to have been there when he came out to the Survivor Series for WWE as well um oh, go, question. was that at Revolution last year yeah I, think it was. I was yeah. there it was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, it we like that. Yeah, well, I saw some. Oh, it doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> Can I, I, I'm, I'm, I bet, Benno, I'm just loving Rory in the chat here saying he wants to go to Progress in Manchester to see if it was a five star match. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. That's brilliant. <laughs> I'll just say, I had to be, I would have loved to have been there for WrestleMania 17. The pay per view is great to tell. But just that stone cold entrance, JP, to disturbed and glass shatters, and just oh. being sat next to that guy who's just like that in the camera. Imagine being next to him, mate, just having the time of your life. Ah, oh. I go back every year and I yeah. watch that entrance. Ben, at least JP, once. goosebumps, mate. Goosebumps. It Never is. seen Steve live either. Never ever seen him live. But it's also, it's just all that, even that event for WrestleMania yeah. 17, just it's the pinnacle of a company. Don't get me wrong. I've got thoughts about the ending of it and and everything else. But you're watching a company at the at the pinnacle of its powers, where everybody means something. Up and down that card, everybody means something. It is just wall to wall stars. Another moment though, like imagine being there when uh, Hogan turned on WCW and the NWO, don't but throwing all the bottles oh, yeah. and the shit in the ring and stuff I like know that. No, I was hated. Nash and Hall, when they do interviews talking about that, well, before Hall died, um, they'd be like, oh, it's fucking, it was disgusting. We hated it. Like, it was gross. It was one of the worst. It's like, do you not understand how powerful and great a visual that was? They just yeah. hated that they got dirty. Like, it was yeah. like, come on. It's like, an all-time moment in wrestling history, wasn't it? Um, yeah. oh. uh, well, we'll uh, throw a couple more questions at you. We'll uh, let you two guys uh, run. Uh, Anything else stand out, Matty? Anything else we can ask? What else have we got there, Benno? The other one I've got here is just about my tea bags, really. So I don't want to What yeah, can we can I ask one then? Like, can I ask one myself if you don't mind while we yeah, got no, WHR? Yeah. Are we coffee or tea drinkers? And if it's both, what like what's your brand of choice? Okay, so I drink both. 
Uh, I'm trying to drink more tea recently. I, I'm a I'm a green tea and a chai tea type of person. Okay. So I alternate between those two, and then for for coffee, I just go to like Tim Hortons. I just get a dark roast, and I get Come one on. milk in there, and that's it. Proper coffee, Marty. Is it? And then sugar? And then, or sugar. no, I, no, no, no sugar. sugar. No yeah. milk, one milk, and then same thing. If I go to like. Is that coffee Starbucks from Brian Hortons slash Tim? Brian Horton? No idea that is, John. Paul, no idea <laughs> that is. He's, he's Tim's uncle. Managed 2,000 games in uh-huh. England. I didn't know awesome. he's in the <laughs> What about you, Karen? Uh, oh, I, oh, he's I, gone. I also drink both. Uh, with coffee, I tend to be either a Dunkin' Donuts girl or a Starbucks girl just because those are the ones that are on my way to my commute. However, recently I've discovered the Italian grade that is Lavazza, and I am in love. Uh, when it comes to tea, I am, sorry to my British friends, I am more of an Irish breakfast girl as opposed to a British oh, no. breakfast girl, only because the caffeine content is higher and I hate my job. So I just, <laughs> I'm just trying to get through the day with some milk, some sugar, and as much caffeine that I can mainline as possible. What milk? What milk do you do? Uh, I do all all milks yeah. like oat milk dairy yeah. uh almond milk. What, what, whatever's buy one get one at the grocery store honestly just so i can <laughs> yeah. stock up the fridge like and that. not and not see people because i hate people but i'm in customer service so you know oh, uh, people are awful they're overrated right. <laughs> and what's your answer to the tea question matthew hey with me oh um i don't because as karen's alluded to it's all about shaving a few pennies these days. And as I say, I was on the Yorkshire tea, which is, you know, it's a dearest brand over here, would you say? It's What's your word here, mate? No, it's the best. It's the best not, brand not, you can get over here. Not if you've here. got yellow labels like JP. Well, this is it. You need to send me some. When I was getting them for like £4.50 a box for like 240 WH. And then my wife brought home this big bag of 500 tea bags of Typhoo, which is a little bit lesser. But of course, you can't moan with that, can you? For like, it was like, Two pound ninety nine for like five hundred tea bags. So, I've got to sniff my nose up at that. You gotta, you gotta save the pennies to come to Philly for uh, media week. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Right. Wh. It was on. It was on the cards at one point, mate. Honestly, for an hour, I thought I was going to WrestleMania. I, hey, listen. <laughs> like, That's so sad. Isn't it? My for Airbnb. Hour, and and my my Airbnb that. and my plane tickets are all booked. If that's any incentive, and I, gentleman, oh. and lady to come come yeah. to Philly. You know, we we booked Vegas instead, though, WH, so it's out of my hands now. We've got to go Vegas. I thought I was going, and my sister selfishly decides she's coming over here because my brother's 50th birthday, which I can't really back out of, to be honest with you, because it's my brother's 50th birthday. Well, it's my 40th, JP, in in June, so in May, I think you've got to come to Vegas. I think that's the only uh, solution to this uh, problem. I'm all right with that as well. But just to add on to that, I, I had to yeah. give up caffeine for a while because I had big problems with caffeine, as Joe would, would really have known as someone who's worked with me. The and then I went is- I went on to, oh, mate, they were dark. Well, they weren't dark days. They were just a beast days, just drinking <laughs> too much Ovaltine. But then I went massively on to tea. But since I've been in this new job where they're giving me free fucking dinners every day of the week as well, again, hoping that they're not listening. Um Oh, maybe if they are. I like the dinners. They're all right. I'm not going to go berserk about them. But they also do free coffee. So sometimes I'll have coffee in the morning, but it's all gone by about 11 o'clock, which I actually think is a good thing for me 
rather than me going completely batshit on too much coffee at the end of the day. So a little bit of a mix. I'm one of those people who can only have coffee up to a certain time nowadays, and it's a good thing. If we were podcasting and I wasn't having beers, I'd be having coffee now. I'm an idiot. Like, I will have coffee till, like, five in the morning. Can I ask WH Benno and Karen this one, if they have it over over there, do you have Bovril? Do they have Bovril, though? I'm just thinking, like, what's the important question? I've heard of it. I don't know if we have it. Can I ask, if if I can ask Karen and, and WH a sort of slightly serious question as, as well, like, I, I suppose in some ways, and I'm, I'm almost wanting to like, I'm not lead into a big sort of Wrestle Kingdom conversation, but where are you guys with this Wrestle Kingdom at this point in time? Like, here we go. Um, like, go ahead, after you, sir. Well... I'm going to review it, like John away reviewing it for the site, but I'm also going to talk about it with Karen, along with uh, some other show, right? I forget. We'll 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 we'll, con- we'll confer in private about what we're doing uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, I I'll be honest, like if I wasn't if I wasn't gonna have to if I didn't have to watch the whole thing, I would just watch the Okada Danielson match because I don't give a shit about anything else on that show, and I don't want to I don't want to have to waste my time to be quite honest with you, but. Hey, you know, I'll keep an open mind. Maybe I'll, I'll watch it and they'll be like, hey, you know, that was that was good. That was good. That was good. This was shit. This was shit. You know, and then it's fine. But like, if I didn't have to watch it, I would only watch just the, the real main event, which is Okada versus Danielson. As for me, I believe I am covering the the the, the show <laughs> in a written report form for post-wrestling. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic, but part of me wonders is this the best they can do at times because i feel like they could have done more but also the weird crossover with professional wrestling noah where it's the a lot of the matches on the noah card are kind of like precursors to wrestle kingdom all of a sudden yeah with zack saber jr and tanahashi in a tag team match and Shota Umino tagging with Kaito Kiyomiya against Ren Narita and Evil. I don't know. I'm I'm also covering that show, so we'll see. I'm, but yes, I think WH and I are going to have a very long episode of Post Pro Res on the sixth when we sit down and record and be like, "What just happened this week?" Listen, yeah, like I mean, they just announced Tanahashi as the new president. I'm just waiting for them to drop the other shit. Like, give me. What do you think about get that? Rid of Ghetto. I don't like it. What tells me is like, like they're they they they're they're upset that Osprey left. They're ups, they're upset about the potential leaving of Okada. I think it's pretty much fucking done. If the reports mm. are true, he got very gloomed to be his fucking agent. He's yeah. gone. He's, he's gone. gone. Like not not permanently, not full time, but like he's gonna do part time New Japan and he's gonna go to probably AEW. I don't see why he would. If I was him, I'd go to WWE instead because I think they would actually probably push him better because they actually have someone who's like knows what the fuck he's doing over there instead of like my, my good friend TK, you know? Um, but like they're, they're upset. They're upset. That's why they said, okay, you two guys that were in charge before get up. Also he's, he's the director of like talent relations more or less. Right. So that tells me everyone in that locker room on the Japanese side, cause they don't give a shit about the, the foreign contingent, you know, they don't care how they feel, but all the Japanese dudes, they are pissed off. They must be to, to make, Tanahashi, the president and the director of talent relations, to give him two hats to wear. Plus, he's still a full-time wrestler. That's, I mean, there have been bookers in in New Japan who are active wrestlers. 
there's very been very few times where like the president is an active full-time wrestler you know that i'm a shameless tanahashi fangirl right so when this was announced last week i was like wait who's is it april 1st who's pranking me today but it's one of those things where i want to be cautiously optimistic but all not just that you know tanahashi's now in charge but also that he's thinking about his career with the company beyond the ring mm. because as you know i've i've heard you guys talk about on grapple as we've talked over on pose and as many many uh loyal new japan uh podcasts and such have noted Tanahashi's knees are being held together with love and energy at this point, and he needs to start thinking about what he's going to do after he retires from in-ring competition. And it's one of those things, when I think back to what he's done as a representative for the company, especially during the pandemic, where he and the other, you know, the leaders of the other nine big, the, the big nine in Japan that have now become the United Pro Wrestling whatever, it's one of those things where he's proven himself in the sense that he cares about not just his company, but the industry within Japan as a whole, and that there is a plan. I'm glad that they're not just going to like put him out to pasture or make him like a permanent New Japan dad in the lower uh, lower card. Because, you know, as much as I love Satoshi Kojima, I, I don't see him going for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship as much as I would love him to do that. It's not going to happen. I don't know if they'll ever give Tanahashi the opportunity to go for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship as it is now, unless Naito gets it and they just want to have that one last match before Tanahashi's like, you know what, I'm I'm done. Uh, but it's I'm hoping that this changing of the guard means that they one have become very aware of. I'm not going to say roster poaching, but when you announce someone like a Will Ospreay leaving well before the end of the year and before his big Wrestle Kingdom main event, or not main event, but like his big Wrestle Kingdom match, when his contract is supposed to go for another two months after January, it's not like he was finishing up at, at the end of January like, you know, the Elite did previously or AJ Styles did. He still had a couple of months after Wrestle Kingdom, and now all of a sudden it's just like you just yanked the carpet out from underneath the company. And then now with the Okada news, it's just like there's a lot going on, and I'm I'm hoping Tanahashi can like right the ship, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of with with you guys on that as well. Like, I just uh, yeah, think that I don't know. Like, put him in fucking charge. That's what I'll say. Just put him in fucking charge. He's Tanahashi. If anyone's <laughs> worth a punt, it's him. And I still think you can get value in that last Tanahashi run. Just that one last run for the title. He worked for Ricky Choshu in 96. Like, you can do that. You can get away with that. If you're pitching it and selling it as a one last run, I think you can do that. Can't do it then beyond that. But, yeah. Yeah. Well... On that note, we'll, uh, we'll let you guys run. I've just noticed, Karen, I've got a, a DM from you with a with a video in it. Uh, I'm scared to, uh, to open it, this. It, it's uh, CM, part of CM Punk's entrance from Revolution 2022. You may want to mute it because there is audio from the oh song. But, like I no, well, I didn't crop it, so apologies for that. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yes, was there.
There was, was also a security was, guard was, nearby was, kind yeah. of like watching what we were doing. So I was like, uh, but yeah, just for you. I'll never live that one down. We'll, we'll <laughs> hopefully um, we'll get you two guys over there at, at some Definitely. point. WH, we, uh, we're owed uh, a proper uh, a proper date, aren't we? We'll, uh, we'll figure it out. We'll take you for a, you both for a fish and chips, you know, uh, a, ch a Chinese chippy. We'll do the uh, the full tour with you both. I want, Absolutely. I want the, I want to get a, go to a proper roast with JP there, you know? Yeah. Oh, a carvery, right? A carvery. Here we go. To be I'll ready. do a proper roast. Both of you. Proper, proper roast. Yeah, let's go. Let's hear more together in 2024 as well. Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes. Definitely. Wembley Stadium 2024. Oh, yeah. All in. Send me a plane ticket. <laughs> <laughs> summer, summer flying out of Orlando is really expensive because we have Disney World. So. <laughs> I just want to say before I go, you guys have had an awesome 2023. Thank so you. happy for your success. I, I think, you know, like with all in it, with, with Brayden and Davey and like all the expansion you guys have done with all the other shows. Just it's just so amazing for me to see this as like a day one, almost a day one, you know, subscriber oh, yeah. to Patreon and and guys, someone who's like been following you guys for for your the entirety of, of your existence as Grapple Spotlight. So I just want to say like so happy. Oh. I can't wait for what twenty twenty four brings. Hopefully I'll uh, I'll I'll participate in some projects of you guys over there. And uh, yeah, and don't be problematic on your discords, folks. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> can people at you if they need to, WH? Um. Oh, fuck. No, no. I don't want people adding me at fucking Twitter X, where the fuck it's called. Don't, don't fucking <laughs> don't fucking bother me on, on social media. I don't give a shit about that. I'm not a fuck. I'm not a fucking clout chasing clown who like, don't fucking do this or that about my fucking podcast. Blah, 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 and bullshit. No, no, no. If you just go to post wrestling, just fucking download the shows or fuck, give them a fucking listen. And if you like them, Say something nice, but don't at me. I, I don't want people following me, quite honestly. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit of Rev Joe lives on. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate you coming yeah, on. Thank you. Cheers, guys. All, yeah, the best. All the best. Cheers, Karen. Have See a you brilliant. Guys. Cheers, guys. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year. Have a good Cheers. one. Cheers. Amazing. Yeah, definitely need uh, more shows with uh, with Karen yes. there. In 2024, and uh, yeah, WHO is a highlight. We have him on Spotlight as well. He does, he brings the Joe energy, and uh, that's what I like. Oh, he does. Am I, am I the only one still drinking here, lads, by the way? No, oh, I'm on the fucking point of Guinness here. Oh, I'm onto the Northern Monk. I've gone through six cans here, mate. Northern Monk, Guava, Hazy Pale Ale I'm going on here. I'm in work in the morning, Gareth. Come on, mate. You've got to be professional. <laughs> Bit of sugar will sort that out, mate. <laughs> we'll keep it. It'll also sort out fucking, fucking blindness. Your fucking toes falling off. Well, while we wait for our next guest, we'll uh, hammer through another uh, couple of uh, questions. Um, Alex, Alex happened in uh, Blandama, who I uh, met um, at uh, All In. Yes. Out, yeah, I'm that guy with the long double barrel name that you can never pronounce. Hi, Alex. Um, who's got a fitter mum, Nick Wayne or Shelton Benjamin? <laughs> got to be Nick Wayne, surely. You see a lot of people on Twitter creeping on um, Nick Stifler's Wayne's mum. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit, she's got that vibe, I think. Yeah. You're, you're, a fan, you? you're a fan, aren't you, mate? Why would you say that, kind of? <laughs> Is it because she's blonde? <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> As I've said to Steph many times. Cowboy hat material. <laughs> Can I just say, Steph knows this herself. I used to, obviously, you know, 
go I've got a preference prefer blondes like a brunette I've married a ginger she's happy with that uh cowboy hats yeah that's it uh, that's the appropriate <laughs> one so I'd say anyway in the chat okay um, but big mama uh, benjamin though what a character I love that character in WWE. By the way, I've got to give well, a shout out. It brought that personality out to Shelton Benjamin. That he did better and than it worked long term, didn't it? I, was good? <laughs> I know you're a big Shelton Benjamin guy. I'm was not. he ever good outside of that period <laughs> where he was with Big Mama Benjamin? She was brilliant. Only person more bang average than Randy Orton is uh, Shelton Benjamin. But uh, we'll. Uh... It's, it's, it's one of those out. weird people that you see on like Twitter. People saying like they should have done yes. more with he. He could have been the world champion, and you're just like. Like what planet do you live on? Like he's done everything he could have done. Him and Dolph Ziggler, they were the two. Oh god, my heart breaks that they've been fired after fucking, especially Dolph. More Dolph being there for fucking four thousand years. Millionaire, like, multi-millionaire. You'd be an AW shoe, don't you worry about that? Don't you worry, oh. better he's dead, mate. What the devil, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler? <laughs> I'd love that just for the fume, Gareth. I'd love it. I'd fucking love that. <laughs> Uh, ben Corrigan asks, any particular UK cities, towns, or places you want to visit to see a show with an added meetup with day out or, or night uh, drinking? He's planning our next Christmas night out there, Ben. He's on that. We were speaking that was about so that. Cool. On, he posted um, on the Brit Reservoir Days YouTube channel. Follow if you don't already. I think yes. it was today or yesterday, like the video he always does on the shows. Like, I didn't realize he'd been doing those for years and putting them on YouTube. Amazing. It brought it all. It was amazing because it was like every part of it, like getting the tram, going to the different pubs, being at the show. It was proper like this. I know it only happened a few weeks ago, but I was feeling like a wave of almost nostalgia, if you know what I mean. Mm. I was like, oh, wasn't that a good time? That was when Christmas started, that trip. That kicked us off. Ah, uh, just, but if, if we're picking, we're picking cities. I'm up for anywhere, boys. I'm up for anywhere next Christmas. Like, get a show wherever, and let's just let's are... that make that the yearly thing, boys. Where we go to a different yeah to celebrate Christmas. I think I'm with you. I mean, there's there's loads around the UK. Like, I wouldn't mind a trip to Cardiff if yeah. you're up for that. I mean, I think even <laughs> I feel like I'm 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 like testing the waters by mentioning like any Scottish wrestling, but I'd like to go to Edinburgh or Glasgow. Well, where's the wheel oh. man go as far as Gareth? Where does that? Where does How about Manchester? That works out well, very well yeah, for you, lads. Us, yeah. It's easy to get yeah. to. The, the wheel, the wheel man goes everywhere, mate. France, <laughs> Italy, we go, we go in Europe. Barrow, Carlisle, <laughs> mate. Go get him started I'm on them U turns again. You know, <laughs> Carlisle Championship Wrestling. Do you know where I'd like to go? I'd, I'd like to go to Bristol. I've only ever been to Bristol once in my life, and I basically got there, had a night out, and then like left the next morning. It was boss. Like it was such a good night out. There was Bristol's so, like, a good, cracking good city, pubs, and it was such a cool place. And like obviously um, shows run down there and stuff, don't they? But I've never got down there. For the wrestling, pubs but, like, really it might be. I'd, I'd, I'd love that. I'd love a proper like weekend in Bristol for the wrestling. It might be yeah, leading I'm, in very much into our next guest, but a great city, a city that I loved going to loads and loads of time last time and last time i was there I was there with joe belfast like just a fucking cracking city to be able to go out in the limelight in particular i know there's a limelight too but i'm an og that and abracababra um just to get some laughs off <laughs> little, little in joke there on that but honestly well, like i think that'd be a cracking place on that note to tell us all about it and i'll be there tomorrow 
It's Stephanie Chase. Hello. Hello, Hello Steph. Hello. Hi, everyone. Long time no see. Long time no see. How are you? Good. We'll have to. Uh, we got all the ex grapple hosts on today. Um, obviously, when uh, you know you, you were around a lot around when uh, when Joe was on, we did uh, quite a few shows uh, during yeah. that time. We all first met. Joe is great, and I was really worried you were going to put me on um, after Joe. It'd be some real diva. No following Joe. Sorry, <laughs> guys. Uh, <laughs> you're both feel when when joe left the two of you two stepped up massively and like yeah you did you didn't know what to do like did we really like and like nah. those shows we had like that month after it was usually gareth or you um we, we, were, flipping, we were flipping and flopping there weren't we it was one yeah week. yeah, yeah. <laughs> first video ones we did was all four of us as well you know why'd you leave oh, us that um <laughs> you stopped asking me we became too, <laughs> too close, and you stopped having me on. Too much trouble. Yeah. Bloody hell. I'm, I'm I'm legit in a grapple t-shirt, but you can't nice. see. Hey, again, no, no, no. <laughs> is that one of those um, leftover ones, Ben? <laughs> like, yeah. no, it is not a leftover one. It's not a leftover one. Look, I brought friends. I brought um, Shawn Michaels and Triple H because my mom got me these for Christmas. Ah, yes. Who got you? That was your auntie, wasn't it? No, that these were from my mom. Oh, you were. What, what yeah. year are these, Steph? Are they ninety-seven or? It's, it's the Sean hair yeah. era. Oh. They've got, they've got hair. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but they're they're so cute. I love that. Oh, I love that my mom was picking up. She went from buying me D DX VHS to DX Funko Pops. How many years later? Like twenty, maybe twenty-five. <laughs> I know you well. Did you get the other rest of presents? Has it got a gauzy eye? No, no, it does not. <laughs> That's Joe Michael's still hot stuff. They are throwing them all at you. Yes, well, now, and I hope she's not listening. My mom, me and my mom were playing Fuck Mary Kelly with some wrestlers. Um, and I'll give so, some play, Steph. Please give some there. That's brilliant. It was it's a like, game to play with your mum, isn't it? Oh, I know. Um, and we did Sean Triple H, but I forget who the other one was. Um, but Jay White. I put uh, no. He would be in a different a different category. I put Sean in the marry because he doesn't look as good anymore, of course. But you know he's still Sean Michaels. So if it's for like the long the long term, be you able know, to see you. Really, would he with his own? <laughs> Staring off. What are you looking at, mate? <laughs> The fucking garden or the or the fucking front door, I can't tell. Sorry. <laughs> to be fair, maybe like you know, Sean isn't the one for that because you might get a bit paranoid that he's not interested in you with that eye. Yeah. 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 What what were your mum's other shouts? She had a couple of good corkers, didn't she? Wasn't the joke the Jack Perry one? Yeah. Uh he he was in the <laughs> he was in the fuck category. Um <laughs> Fuck him off, category. <laughs> no, I mean, she thinks the the Crimea River thing is so funny, like, like like genuinely hilarious, and like that he should not be punished because it was so funny. Like because it's okay if you if you do something really bad as long as it's really funny. I do agree that was funny. Um, so he's just gone up in her estimation for being that funny. Obviously, Jay is like a you know Mary, like he wins everything. Oh, Hook mm. was killed. Hook was killed off in this round. Not by me. Ooh. I killed Jack Perry, obviously. Handsome boy. 
It is a good argument to fuck Marianne and then kill JY, isn't it? It's like two or three of them. Did you hear Joe was on his JY slander earlier? You've beaten that out of me, oh, JP. Do you know what? I was I was talking, me, I had it on. I was sitting with my mum. And genuinely, the moment I said to her, oh, Joe's like really smart, the next thing he said was, I still hate Jay White. And she was just like, obviously not then. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, we're going to have to get some more, more shoot comments from your mum uh, this week. Maybe we'll get her on tape again. Um, that I audio would... never saw the light today, did it? No, you put that audio out. Did I? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> you put out the, the audio where my mum gives like one word opinions on wrestlers. Is there any chance oh, of her we'll watching Nakajima out. versus Miyahara at all? <laughs> That's too far, JP. That's too Nah, Dorothy That's should be going. Uh, I'm drinking um, Fat Frog, um, Hard Citrus. Oh, there's a Yeah, something that I only ever find in Belfast the whole Fat Frog range of beverages. So mm. I thought I'd drink some Belfast alcohol on the stream. Well, Steph, we've got to ask everyone, haven't we? What we've asked, like, what time did you have your Christmas dinner? And what did you have on your plate? Okay. Um, I think I had it about 2 p.m. Right, so as a starter, um, I, my brother and my mom had um, soup. I had chicken liver pate with cranberry sauce on white rolls. And then, there he is. <laughs> you know, yeah. So yeah, I oh, love nice Belfast. Just throw that out there. Sorry, it's the nice part of Belfast. This is uh, this is coming through. I mean, for some reason, my grandparents were feeding me chicken liver pate as a young child, and it's just something that I've really liked my whole life. And then for my main, so we had turkey, ham, um, mashed potatoes, peas. Stuffing, which is made by me, I make the stuffing and I make the gravy. Um, and I think that was all like I don't do carrots uh, or anything like that. So I'm just into the stuffing, the turkey, and the ham, but more the ham and the mashed potatoes. No cauliflower cheese, then that was the no. big, uh, yeah, Yorkshire puddings. Oh, no, we're, no, we're not English. <laughs> <laughs> There is, isn't it? I realised that as soon as I said it, I thought, can open worms everywhere. My aunt actually said to me the other day, because she does our Boxing Day dinner and she does like a 10 out of 10 Christmas dinner, and she said I was thinking of adding Yorkshire puddings. And I was like, firstly, like, don't fuck with perfection. And secondly, I just thought that sounds very English. Mm. To be honest, so no Yorkshire puddings here, no. Um, ah, much in the way that an Ulster fry isn't that dissimilar from a from a, like a, a standard fry up, is it? Uh, with a bit of soda bread, really, isn't that? Isn't that the big kind of like, twist like on that? Bread. Oh, Will had pa- of course Will had patty on, on Christmas Day. <laughs> I can imagine that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you have one of the boys there uh, cooking for him. We might have Will on in a, in a little bit, so we'll yeah. But the oh, cooling right. hours are coming, folks. Um, we'll have him on. <laughs> So, did you answer what time it was you had it? Because we were having that big debate oh, before. It was, like, yeah, it was so, like 2, 2 p.m. or so. But, I mean, the cooking started really about 12 hours before that when I made the stuffing. I made that on Christmas Eve night. Yeah. So we've yeah. got to do at least something the night before, haven't you? The meat or mm-hmm. got to be something done. Definitely. Oh. <laughs> that was funny. He thought Patty was named after his auntie Pat. <laughs> 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 See, 
What do we all think? You say that anti pat anti pat was fucking awesome at pate. So don't you be doing a down. What's Rory, the um? Honestly. What's the big thing I'll have when when I'm over there? Like for the for breakfast, what is it we have that? Uh, you like potato bread? Potato bread, yeah. Wenzels. Yeah, big... Oh yeah. No, no, no. This is in Belfast. <laughs> <laughs> Wenzels is in London. Just trying to pop Gareth there. So... <laughs> and I did. <laughs> Yeah, I lived down the road from Wenzel's for years, didn't you? And you only went there when I dragged you. Um, yeah, I know, I know. I love the uh, <laughs> well, I have a, a, a food-related, sweets-related question. So okay. for Christmas, so my favorite like sweets ever, but you, you can't get them, are coffee creams. Um, mm. And for Christmas, my brother got me like, a quality street of just coffee creams, but even though they're not in the quality street anymore, you can get like just coffee creams and John Lewis. And then my mom gets me these boxes of coffee creams every year. So like, do you all think coffee creams are disgusting? Because everyone else I know thinks are the most disgusting sweets like ever. And my brother tried one of the coffee creams he bought me and he like literally spat it out immediately and was like, oh, I, 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 am, I am totally with you. Like my family would have like the tin, and then all the coffee creams and orange creams would just be like left at the end, and I'd just be like, "Yes, yeah, like, I would get I'd eat good stuff and leave them because I knew no one else liked them, and I knew I'd be fucking hauling away with the coffee creams at the end." Like, yeah, I would get wee bags of coffee creams for everyone. That's the that is the least Cumbrian answer you could have ever given there, Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> What's not to love about coffee cream? Coffee oh, cream. Coffee, no, like the rebels That's Barrow before. talk, mate. Yeah. Come on. Don't say that. Don't coffee, <laughs> so my Christmas was pate and coffee creams. <laughs> Good selection. Well, yeah, do you want to, um, you, you're up work very early for the work in the morning, aren't you? So do you want to help us answer a, a couple of questions? Before we, I'll, uh... answer, I'll answer a few questions. You're on a time limit like Joe with his, uh, with his tick and talk. Uh, tick and talk. Uh, good. Um, Get me, get me riled up. I've actually spent all Christmas detoxing from AEW. I haven't seen Dynamite in two weeks, so. Wow. He's on your that, side now, Matthew. Oh, I'm not even joking. Everyone's going to defect you. I've followed <laughs> along with what's happening, but I've not sat down and actually watched the Dynamite for two so, weeks. I can't, I can't believe Miss Dynamite, Miss Dynamite. I know. <laughs> can I can I ask? Uh, and again, we're we're four hours and eleven minutes into this podcast. What happened at the end of last? Uh, I haven't seen the end of Dynamite. Something terrible happened that ruined it because I was quite quietly enjoying it. Can, I, that can show. I tell you, JP, what I've seen? And then go on. Ben Oaken. No, no, go on. You you do it, Matt. You, you'll do it justice. Go for it. Right. What I've pieced together is that it was a tag team title match. It was Samoa Joe and MJF versus the Devils Masked Men, JP, for the oh, Ring of Honor tag titles. Yeah. That's sports-based product, the Devils Masked Men. So they're coming out there. So Samoa Joe gets took out, like MJF did at the pay-per-view, so he's got a dodgy knee. But MJF ends up getting pinned before Samoa Joe can come out. So apparently I've had someone say he took like a weapon shot, a low blow, feet on the ropes, took all that to pin him, obviously. So then at the end, they're beating him down. So they've won the tag belt, JP, the Devil's Mash Men. I've won. They're the Ring of Honor champions oh, now. Not, not the IRA, because I did see a tweet. <laughs> see, that would be a more interesting slash potentially problematic be. twist. It would be. I'd be game. It gets better. It gets better. So Samoa Joe finally, bravely comes out there at the end when the when the lads are celebrating with the belts. They run off. 
helps MJF up to the feet. And then once again, that sports-based product, there's a big messaging on the Titantron. Pleasure doing business with you. And Samoa Joe turns on MJF, JP. He hits him in the back with the chair. And he's been in cahoots with the devil all along. So, JP, I'm dying for you to see it, mate, honestly. I mean, why is this bad? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) At least shit happened. I'll say that much. Like, there was me already appraised the fucking opener and the Eddie Kingston Brian Danielson match as well. This is the thing. They chose to close because Eddie Kingston and Brian Danielson was incredible. Last 30 seconds were as good as wrestling gets. And it was like, close with that. (laughs) It's like they close with this fucking Scooby Doo. It's not even Scooby Doo, it's Scrappy Doo. Magic show. And the bit you missed out, Matt, was the masked men who won the tag belts won with their feet on the ropes. The masked men. They were distracting (laughs) the ref. These these magical masked men. Oh, (laughs) so fucking shit. I mean, I I saw MJF on Twitter again doing his, like, I take in all the criticism. Like, fuck off, mate. Just fuck off. You don't take in anything. You're dreadful. You're absolutely dreadful. I can't... But yeah, I think the answer to what happened at the end of Dynamite was MJF fucking happened. <laughs> we got more of that shite. Oh, I can't wait. Fuck. I can't wait to like fucking reveal the devil as fucking Tony Khan or something. Oh. He said at the press conference, didn't he, that it's going to end after pay per view. So you're going to get he? the reveal. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He basically said it's coming to Is the it? end. Yeah. yeah. I'll take that. I thought I it was going to drag on. I liked it. Got the ROH belts off MJF, so that's not a thing anymore. It's Taven and Bennett. That's who it was in the ring. Could, you could, could tell could by the, the box. Yeah. Give a bit. Give a bit of juice to Joe versus MJF there, for the weekend. Tick. Gareth loving it. There was a point in time, and it's mentioned here well, like, the, in the chat by Andy that he says He's about not. Jerry Adams getting revealed as the devil. There was many times I thought whether or not you could play the Northern Night, like you could have him turning heel. On Catholics and joining up with Ian Paisley and stuff like that, it's just being like good for shits and giggles, really. I mean, stuff like that would have been a better storyline for Fit Finley to follow than all the horns. That would have been a fucking awesome storyline, Steph. Problematic, absolutely. Who like, signed Fit Finley on? You know, I'd have been fucking there, hundred and fifty percent. Not if they've been doing that kind of. But it makes me does not want to watch the end of Dynamite now. It feels like I've watched a good show, and it was like I was hearing you lads slag it off, and I was like, "That's a fucking cracking show from what I've seen. There's a couple of brilliant matches in there. I don't know what's going on. That's wrong. You really were. Oh dear, bloody! Then you no one would be watching by the end. That's why they had uh, Danielson at the top of the hour to pop the rain. Three a.m. Yeah, three a.m. MJF's music is like watching it live. Like it gone three. The show should be over. Yeah, it was. Those overruns get ten past Benno. About ten past, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, they went wild. Um, I was going to say as well, uh, Sammy Guevara turned again because, of course, he oh yeah. Uh, Back with me, I heard all about that, and I was doing the fightful preview. And we got to that match, and I just I couldn't I couldn't help myself but going off on one. I tell you, <laughs> if, if Sammy Guevara ever ever cuts a promo in the ring again where he says he did anything for himself, can someone just take him out with a sniper? Like, oh. 
he, he actually comments again though, didn't he? Benno in, in the promo, didn't he say like um, <laughs> Don Carlos? What what basically you guys say it all the time? Yeah, yeah. You got yourself you, over, you don't yeah, get no one else over. Yeah, yeah. Why you, is he you, saying you, that? You beat Jericho and you beat so and so and no one remembers it. You beat Omega <laughs> twice because all you asked about is getting yourself over. I was like, come on. <laughs> like, point that booking out, then you know it didn't happen, did it? Um, that covers it. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I've thrown you at a, a few questions before, Steph, from our Patreon. One of which I didn't realize was in there. So I'm that one. Um, but uh, just any you want to answer? I'll let you I know. I just saw that. <laughs> the Devil's Masked Men are a legitimate tag team. If he does it through helium as well, I won't do like any kind of impression on that. But I'd be fucking just to take credibility away from his statement, Steph. That would just be awesome. Was that Brass? Was that Brass Eye? Was that Chris Morris? With, uh, that uh, was the day today. With the bomb, day today. bomb dogs, yeah. the IRA bomb dogs campaign. <laughs> Wait, where are these questions, Benno? Well, the ones I sent you on Messenger, they're, they're all the ones from Patreon. So uh, there's a couple about okay. music. There's a Marty Zanetti question. Um, there's a serious AWWE one, but I don't know. And there's one about comedians. What do you want? Um. Uh, the AWWWE one. Is that the point? Right, Sorry. Right, go for it. Well, we'll, uh -huh. no, we'll go ask quickly before that. Favorite gig you've ever been to and band, live band you want to watch in 2024. So that's Phil Gordon and Tahir. I'll ask them two together and then we'll do the AW. Um, favorite gig I've ever been to was the first time I ever saw Baby Shambles, which was in the limelight, as previously mentioned by JP. And I was job. in the front row. It was amazing. And some, my biggest memory is some twat um, wanted to get to the front row and he tried to lift me, like physically lift me. Like he, I was, uh, what age was I? Like 15 or something. Um, and he like put his hands on like my hips and like lifted me up. So I just booted him in the dick. And all I heard was him just go, oh, and like drop his hands off me and like slither away. <laughs> so yeah, that's my favorite gig ever. <laughs> Just because of that, were you all right afterwards, JP? Was it all fine? Like, uh... <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> what, you, what were you, Matt? Favorite gig? Favorite gig? Um, are we going for like actual actual performance wise? Was Alice in Chains when I went to see them in Leeds? Jerry Cantrell on the guitar was just something to see him in real time. But overall, the atmosphere was Faith No More in Glasgow. That was so. I've just oh, wow. made up to go to like you know somewhere completely <laughs> different for me anyway, and just enjoy one of the best gigs. Yeah, boss. <laughs> JP buzzing off there. <laughs> I'm just. I, I won't lie. I'm still laughing after the old Jerry having to make an official statement that the Devil's Masked Men are a legitimate tag team. That will never not make me fucking laugh. I'm going to mention a wild one. Ozo Matley at the Royal Festival Hall. Because it was just, I, I, there are there are bands that go into the crowd as well, and they were playing fucking Sesame Street in the middle of the Royal Festival Hall, like moved up from the stage and everything else. That was an incredible gig, wild. Um, I mentioned it earlier. Is the Prodigy at GMX nineteen ninety seven? It's just absolutely fucking just insane. It was such a good gig, and and if I'm picking a band I want to see this year. Or someone I want to see this year. It might be like uh, Gretel Hanlon, um, possibly, uh, hoping that she might uh, pop by Gorilla uh, in Manchester this year. Just a little uh, small, gig, small gig place there. That'll be uh, that'll be 
That's that six music well talking again, isn't it, Gareth? Yeah, it gonna is, say, lad, he was surprising best, me in the car, you know, JP. Best, best, venue, best venue in the world, that as well, Gorilla. There's like Modern literally knowledge. like old, old 200 or something like that. So you just prop it intimate, no matter where you are in the best best place Coming in the in. world. Boss. I'd say um, Raekwon or Jizza, obvious answer for me. Um, this year we're going to, we're going to see a Libertines, aren't we, in January? So there's that. There you go. Yeah, January 24th, Cavern Club. It's going to be yeah, awesome. The Cavern Club. In the Cavern Club. Yeah. I know that's a good, that's a good shout there. Benno, do you so know who else played, played the Cavern Club? Your favourite band. <laughs> <laughs> Flash Morgan Webster was trying desperately to get Libertines tickets and somehow Steph beat him in the queue. Um, <laughs> we're one wow. of the few people with Libertines tickets, aren't we? Steph beat him through persistence because I spent... <laughs> Like 35 minutes with them telling me that it was sold out and I refreshed and refreshed and refreshed until until we got them. So Flash Morgan Webster is not persistent enough, I think. I thought you I, I thought you only listened to the Who and Paul Weller. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, uh what have we got? Okay, WBAW question. Um what's the biggest match both AEW and WWE could put on next year to satisfy you as a fan? So I think WWE Punk, obviously. Uh, I think I think Punk Punk v Cody more than Punk v Roman. I w- I want to see his dynamic with Cody. I think that'd be really good. You know, and they have they'll have that AEW layer underneath. I remember Cody's last AEW promo was just randomly directed at Punk. So yeah. p- picking that back up again, I think it'd be really good. And I think the two of them would work hard to make it like a really good storyline, like a, you know, real fuck you, Tony Khan thing. AEW, uh, I'll come back to that. You can do your WWE one. I'm up, I'm up for Cody Punk, um, yeah. Punk Roman. It'd be something involving Punk. Uh, or, uh, you know, Cody finishing the story against Roman first, obviously, and then and we get to those matches, Matt. Um, AEW. I don't think the answer is a match. I can't think of anything. Like, Punk and Cody coming back to AEW and working each other there. Like, Osprey and Mager at Wembley. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably the best you could do, isn't it? I don't know what you think. Uh, I, I'd like to see Danielson against Takeshita, like in a big match. Like, I reckon that'll be something that could be like proper mind blowing match that one, like with the, with the right builds. But it's Punk for WWE. Punk for uh, Walter for me. Like, that'll be the, that'll be the one. Like, because, I know that they'd put on a, you know, the the structure of the match would be just absolutely fucking bob mm. on both of those two lads' minds working together or what that match could be. Sorry, Gunter, a... Matty. I was going to say, Gareth, I don't know, Walter. Um, Lesnar and Walter, uh, well, you got me saying that. Lesnar v Gunther is an obvious one if they do that wrestling. Yeah. Just to see how, like, you know, either the, I know Brock can sell when he wants to, but it'll see, like, Gunther getting, like, mm. beat down as well. That'll be good. Obviously, for me personally, I want. I do want. I'm probably the only one who wants to see this, but I do want to see Roman v Solo in the end, just for the story side of it. Do want to see obviously Punk and Roman getting there with Paul Heyman uh, a part of it, and like Steph said as well, like Punk and Cody would be just them going out on the mic, just firing shots at each other would be like would be really good. That. So there's there's quite a few to be fair, and I'm getting Orton v Roman at the Rumble, so I'm I'm peaking early in the year, so I'm happy with that. It's a really good Rumble match that Orton's yeah. Orton's hot. <coughs> Perfect, yeah. isn't it? And then, yeah, and then, of course, as I keep saying, turn him then. Turns on uh, on Cody. <laughs> He'll do a Cody yeah, match as well. Even that'll be good. A Carter versus Roman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As well. 
if he is signing up there just to just for the novelty value of seeing them in the ring and thinking I didn't genuinely think this was ever going to happen on any kind of meaningful stage. Hmm. See, there's, there's loads. AEW, I don't know with that. To be fair, like you want to see matches aren't the answer. Problem. It's not no. because they do them good ones. You know, you know, on paper most of the time, don't they? So yeah. you got they do lots. AW. They um, do lots of matches, but they don't do storylines. This is it, JP. I would say that AEW, yeah, it's really hard to think. Like, I think Osprey Omega at Wembley would be really good, but I'm really apprehensive about what Osprey is going to be like on AEW because I think seeing him cut promos on week-to-week TV that we're going to be treated to next year is going to be really bad and irritating. <laughs> like, I can just imagine that the... the the bruv stuff, I think, is going to drive me so insane that I'm not actually going to want to see him have big matches. Um, I would say maybe Ric Flair versus Chris Jericho, loser leaves town slash goes to jail match. Um, and winner also has to leave too. Um, and <laughs> But, like, as far as, like, you know, actual guy, like, you know, I love Swerve, I love Jay White, but I can't actually think of, like, a dream match in the company for them. Like, they've wrestled each other, they do tournaments all the fucking time. Like, th- th- there's nothing that you really, like, salivate over that we might have to, like, wait for because Tony could randomly announce on the Dynamite one day that we're going to get, like, Swerve Omega or, like, bring in fucking Okada for the night to have something and... Um, you know, it's it's so hard with AEW because he just he is a great matchmaker, but he gives them away too easy. But I think um what if I could change the question to be like what storyline they could do, I would want some kind of like resurrection of hangman as like the ultimate um company baby face against like an evil heel. Like if we have to have the title on MJF, I want him to be like a complete bastard that wants to take it to WWE or something and then Hangman like rises up as like the company savior baby face something like that like that a kind of storyline like centered around him as being like the the guy of the company would be what I would want to see yeah that makes sense uh any other other ones from the from the group you wanted to uh, to answer? Ma- well, did Marty Jesse kill that geezer who stuck a brick up his ass? That was from uh, Mark Doyle. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I, I don't know if Marty knows if he killed that guy. Like, <laughs> he does. I want JP. <laughs> no, he didn't. He's a bullshit merchant. He never fucking killed anyone that flat. Then he's killed no. his feeling in his fucking foot, which apparently <laughs> is like I don't know. It's, the size, it looks more like the fucking thing from Fantastic Four at this point, whoever that big rock fella is. I can't remember his name. I think it right, is Thing, yeah. JP. It is it. Is it Thing? Okay, yeah, so. fair enough. I think it's called Thing. Um, if you had to dress up, if you had to get your significant other to dress up as a new generation wrestler in the bedroom, which one would it be and why? <laughs> what a question. Rory. Thanks, Rory. Appreciate it. And the answer is obviously 1996 Shawn Michaels, and I'm an- answering no further. No, sorry, uh, Sonny, and I'm answering no further questions. <laughs> All right, so just just Sonny in, in 96, not... Too, be, too busy getting my significant Michael. other to wear Arsenal shirts. <laughs> That's as far as I go. Uh, what, uh... Uh, we've all seen the stories. Anyone else want to answer that one? <laughs> Help me out. Go on, Matt. 
What was the question? What would you want to see your significant other dressed up as in the bedroom? A new generation wrestler. A new generation wrestler. All right. <laughs> That's some Slam 88 outfits going out the window then. <laughs> what a Rikishi used to wear when he was in his Save the Kids face. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, that was just his pants. They weren't no thongs there, JP. It wasn't, was it? It was all very MC Hammer influenced, I think, wasn't it? Just big baggy fucking trousers. We were waxing lyrical about diesel looking good in leather. I mean, we have been on here, Brett. Or was that just his music? Am I taking it too far there? Ah, it looked cool as fuck. It was funny actually because it was funny because I was saying I was saying that about that to Sarah, and she was she looked at him and she was like, "No," and I was just like, "Ah, come on, big daddy, cool." Especially then, that character, yeah. It's like when you're a kid wrestling fan, you're like, of course every single woman in the world is in love with like a Diesel or a Shawn Michaels, and then you get normal women to look at them and they're like, this guy looks like he's 20 years out of date already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. It was, because it, because it was because it was in Sadie's footy team group chat where one of the women had mixed up Axel Jim Duggan for being in um, <laughs> fucking Magic Mike. And I was like, no, it's Kevin Nash. <laughs> no, it's Kevin Nash. <laughs> That's where the conversation came from. Imagine Jim with his two by four kind of can you? I was like, come on. What? And his dick pump. Like a big sexy. Like like totally different, but yeah, apparently not big and not big and sexy, apparently. But uh, we clash Diana Hart Smith's new generation, JP. I, I don't know if we can, mate. <laughs> we, I love the shout out. We've had we've had too many nights where we've been drinking. Where like my genuine question to Steph has been: rate the five members of the click hottest to least hot. <laughs> I don't know why I want to know the answer. Is it yeah. tough? Because like, okay, okay, Sean Waltman's over here. We know that. We know that. Yeah. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Sean Michaels, Triple H in this day. All good looking lads, you know. Triple H, H, oh, Triple H in two thousand and one's the one. Scott Hall, number one though. No. Kevin Nash, <laughs> gotta be Nash, Steph. No, it's like uh, Sean is definitely one. He he's the hottest. It's so hard to choose between Nash and Hulk. It's like they're very they're very different looking, but it's like they're on the same level of hotness. Um, Triple H, like I used to be obsessed with uh, Triple H because of like when his hair was long and blonde and it was so curly at the bottom, but so nicely straight here. And then he had like that massive nose, which was like his unique selling point, you know. Um, but obviously, Sean Waltman's like the bottom. Like, sorry, Sean. But... He seems like a lovely one, you know. Yeah, he Wouldn't seems he like a Sean lovely... Waltman or just incredible. I <laughs> fall in. Karen's saying Sean was too pretty. She's going Nash over Sean. Sean was. I reckon Nash all rounder, didn't he? Got the gift of the gab, the looks, the charisma, the eyes, the hair, the lot. Full package. He'd be gentle. I'm going too far. Did you say my thighs? He ain't got good quads, mate. I'll tell you what, the first thing he'll be doing after sex is skinning up. He's that kind of lad, isn't he? He really is. It's the first thing he's doing. It's like, Jesus Christ, Kev. Just finished shout. five two minutes ago. Calm down. I said Sean shout about the warlord area. Another shout, best shout is I know it's Jim Cornette, but it's still a good shout. Is Kevin Nash has got four moves of doom, and that's including the hair flip. That's always gonna be one of the best shouts. <laughs> <laughs> and it applies in bed. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. 
Oh. No, no, none of these men are as hot as 97, 98 Undertaker. Like, no, Steph, come on. I, I know, that one blows uh, my mind. Roman um, has got to be up there, Steph, ge genuinely now. Um, so I do think, like, now probably, like, like the genuinely, like, best-looking wrestler ever is Jay White, but it, he needs to shave the beard so we can see it. Like, the beard is it's gone way too far. A bit fluffy. A bit trampy now, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit fluffy. Yeah. It is. And then number two would be Sean. And then number three would be like that Undertaker 97, 98, like, like pure goth uh, era. But modern guys, it's hard for them to make the cut. Like Roman, I did not like when Roman came back with those new teeth. Like oh, they are too much, right? You see them in the dark. Like it's just the teeth coming at you, you know. So that's just not good. Can I, I just, I've just put I've just put someone in the chat, Benno, in our uh, in our messenger chat. I mean, yeah. you ain't beating this. Does Jay White look like a street drinker these days? Or am I wrong <laughs> about this? Does he look like a street drinker? If you saw him with a bottle of Buckfast <laughs> in <laughs> South Belfast, would that be entirely surprising? <laughs> He's loving that. Yeah. He is loving this. Nobody looks too close at the other things I've shared there. Hopefully it's not on bad. But anyway. No. <laughs> he looks good. It all seems good oh. from a cursory yeah. glance. You oh ain't mean that. Gosh. What a sexy bastard. What a sexy bastard. <laughs> I uh, in response to Karen's comment, I think like he grew the beard from people like assholes like you guys saying that he didn't look like um tough enough so for, for, the, for the switchblade gimmick. Seriously, like he grew the beard because of the criticisms of him being too babyface looking to do switchblade, and now we're stuck with it, and the ladies are being deprived of the face because of comments. You know, and people say that like things that you say in the internet can't, you know, ha cause any real harm. And look at that, Jay White. When he's married. when he's yeah, touring yeah, with the yeah. Wolf Tones, it'll be fucking awesome. <laughs> <That'd> be. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to say though, he's committed to putting like the small details, like that massive bit of gob that he always puts in his beard at the end of every single. Oh, we always say like, that, don't we? Like, why is it every week? Every week, like I you know, don't. He's doing. I don't know what his problem with the goblin is, I have to say. Uh, it makes me apprehensive about other things. Like, it just, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, on that note, <laughs> you will let you run. <laughs> Unless your mum wants to jump in and give a, give a hot take on a staff. But, uh, What's her yeah, Wrestle Kingdom predictions? <laughs> that would be shite. Which is actually a game that we could play on some of this as well. There's a load of fucking we we haven't done that preview show, Benner, that we thought we were gonna get into. <laughs> yeah, that might be a, a record. I'll, we'll have to speak to it. Steph's got a mic, it'll be fine. Um also thank you everyone who's uh, stayed up late. We've got a couple more guests to come. I will be giving out some free YouTube memberships in a minute. So yeah. uh, there you go. Yeah. Hey. Still popping in the chat, isn't it, Ben? Great stuff, I've just man. figured out how to do it, basically, is what happened. I haven't waited this long to keep people waiting. I just know how to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, Steph, anything you want to uh, ask the lads before you go? Anything else you want to say? Oh, um thank you for letting me come on. Um, especially on the same show that you had Joe on. Oh my gosh. Um, on a scale well, of well. one to ten, how sad are you all about Sean Spears leaving AEW? Oh, is that the guy? I, I see I seen the um Sean Spears report, but I didn't know who it was. Is it Spearsy? Yeah. Yeah, Spears. <gasps> Don't want to see him back in WWE because he's number ten in the rumble. Yep. Yeah. Cody's is one of his bezies, isn't he? Oh god. 
I've got to say, Will, that I think Randy is a handsome man, but there's something about like the package that I, I'm just not into. I'm just not into. He's definitely better, though, with the shaved head than with the hair. And that's all I have to say about that. It might be like, I don't, I'm not really into his tattoos either. The tribal. Mm hmm. Tribal. Buddy. What's your opinion on how sexy Randy Orton is? I mean, no debate, is it? I've got me, uh, one, of my, one of my best mates, uh, Buff. He's got, he's got a face like you... a welder's bench. What are you talking about? <laughs> JP, you can look Stay past the face when you've got a body like that, mate. Come on, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, right. he's that too, sounds uh... very much like you don't look at the mantelpiece while you're poking the fire kind of comment there, isn't it? <laughs> there are some stories about Randy Orton that would put you off. Like, uh, oh, not, not just the one in the bag. The Turns around and look at me and this fucking Crichton from Red Dwarf looking at me with a fucking Missouri accent wherever he is. He's from. It's just like, fuck off. He is from Missouri. <laughs> you plucked that one out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Family man. I tell you. Uh, Loves his weed. Right. That, doesn't he? <laughs> Right, I should go because I feel like I've turned this whole show into like Sorry. a totally different show. <laughs> he needed that. We're after dark. Don't worry, Will's coming on in a bit. He'll, he'll blow uh, the Will better have a cigar. He better have a cigar in mouth. <laughs> all right, well, bye, guys. Merry Christmas. Take it easy, all the best. Merry Christmas. Happy New one. Year, Steph. Yes. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye-bye. In a bit. All right, I've hit the button. I don't know if these memberships are uh, hitting the chat as I speak. Don't know how it even works. It, there's just a button that says buy membership, so we'll uh, we'll see if uh, if that goes through. And we're learning on this uh, this YouTube stuff, aren't we, JP? We don't uh, fully know. Yeah. All yeah. Let me know if the uh, if they show up in the uh, in the. It's chat. not like we've not given enough content, mate. Come on, Hell yeah, we've we've <laughs> done our bit, hours, we? JP, we've lasted longer than WrestleMania four, yeah. <laughs> we have, and I have to say, with a lot more fucking entertainment as well, haven't we? Agreed. Than WrestleMania four. I don't know why it's stuck on it. It's just wearing around. It might be a few minutes. Keep an eye out, folks. Uh, on that note, oh, there we go. Uh, going through. Uh, any more questions? Are you, are you, are you, are you, how do people get the membership? You don't matter. How's that work? Yeah, I've got a question that I don't know the answer to, mate. It's taking me to <laughs> just give me a chance to run in there and grab one more drink from the fridge. <laughs> Cool. Uh, well, what a question. Yeah, I'll throw on. As Jeff Ogden, as the tilt run dry with decent stand up comedians, all the ones he's seen at a conveyor belt of crap panel shows and Christmas live show DVD market has dried up. He said he used to love uh, selling to CEX after one watch. Answers to that yeah. one. Uh, maybe we'll bring our guest in, shall we, Matt? Maybe we might be able yeah, to he, he can answer. He can, he can lead the way on this because he knows everything. <laughs> there he is, the main man. Yes. Yeah. Come and it's Mr. Time. It's Liam. He knows everything. He knows all. I've, I've only come to win a YouTube membership. What's happened? <laughs> <laughs> you might be waiting a while, mate. I'm clicking some buttons. Uh, give me a minute. <laughs> take it away with that. Well, Liam, before we go into what we've asked every guest tonight, take it away with that question. What What's your opinion on the state of the uh, modern comedian? Well, it's one world at the moment. You either like Ricky Gervais or you don't, don't you? By the sounds of things. Oh. <laughs> like, fuck he, he has a, a special come Um. I, I don't know. I'm probably not the best person to ask. I mean, I would answer this with like someone like Stuart Lee or so, but that's a proper like dad answer, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Stuart yes. Lee stand ups been like the alternative stand up for about fucking thirty years at, at this point, hasn't it? Um, I wouldn't know. I went and saw an American. I went and saw an American comedian last go, year. Go, go. Well, called Joe Pera, who was really good. Who has a show on Adult Swim. 
He was really good right. stand up. Um, outside of that, I wouldn't know. Oh it's God. all it's all panel shows and whatnot, isn't it? That's it. But you know what? Even that era where I think it was just past the boom, or maybe it was the boom when, like, maybe late late noughties, Liam, when it was all the mock the week and all that, all them comedians got the big DVDs. But it's always been a thing that there hasn't it since. I was little that you, they always brought them out at Christmas. You even you're going back to your Billy Connollys and all that. So I think that's not changed. But I don't know. I just you I suppose it's the world we live in now as well. I suppose you know, I, good I or bad, know. whether you agree, whether people go any far too much anymore. I, 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 I feel there's been like a modern switch in this. In that stand-up comedians once became famous as stand-ups, then moved into television. Whereas now you're famous on television, and then you move into stand-up. Mm. Yeah. It seems to be completely turned. Do, do you know what I think's ruined it? I, I just think like things like TikTok and stuff like that, because you just always just get these like short form things of like like comedy, stand up comedy that are just like shit to me kind of thing, but they just fucking go around kind of thing. Like I, I can't imagine the idea of someone in the modern world buying a comedy DVD sort of thing just because mm. or do you know or like do, like. F- accessing that kind of like a live show because there's just so much fucking shite short form content kind of thing just just flight just flying about on, on on social media and when i think of like comedy acts that i've seen in the last couple of years like i think it's like bill burr frank skinner and that's it so again it just shows my fucking age that you just kind of like these old kind of old touring comedians that you just say still, don't watch still look at don't watch Bill Burr's old dads. I've watched Netflix. it, JP. I've watched it. Mate, it's a mess. It's is a it fucking mess of a film. It really is. It's... There's bits in it where it's just like old men ranting about like the modern world. Don't get me wrong. Some of it's I really fucking agree with. Why? Because I'm his fucking age. But at the same time, it's it's just it's Bill Burr doing a stand-up routine within the context of a film. Like he's just deciding to do it, and there's bits where he just sort of rants like he's in the film and, and everything else. But um, uh, yeah, no Jim Norman fans. <laughs> he was a good stand-up. That comedian, was one of the best things being over in Oberhausen, where the the bowling completely took away the entire audience for Jim Smallman doing his fucking old routine as well. He never forgave us for that. Well, here's a, here's a quick one before but our I, fault. Before I read one more from a, one of the questions we got, who's the goat of all time? Stand-up comedian. Who are we going with? Uh, Bill Hicks. Once, once upon a time, I'd say Dave Chappelle. I wouldn't say that now, based no? on recent form. I'd probably say... Oh, I'd probably say Chris Rock. The best I've ever seen live, I was just going to say, was Chris Rock. Like, yep. literal pain in my face, like, for... Like even an hour afterwards, kind of thing. Like mm. just laughing so hard. Like, like. I, I, Bill Hicks was incredibly like just a, a, some. I mean, it's there was. A I whole, love watching his interviews, JP, on YouTube. Yeah. Just when he's on a random chat show, like like in England, and he, he just don't know how to take him. And, like when he's just being blunt. Andy mentions there in the chat. Dave Allen. Dave Allen was like a really big formative kind of figure in my house. My dad loved Dave Allen. And it was the idea of you sit there and it's, do you know what's really funny is I've just watched the four part documentary on, we need to talk about Cosby by um, mm. W. Kamau Bell. That's on the, um, on the iPlayer. I'd recommend everyone watch. 
if you get a chance to. Just about Bill Cosby doing his stand-up, it's very similar to Dave Allen, who's just a man in a seat mm. who is just sitting there and just sort of telling stories. And it, it, with Dave Allen, it kind of worked. And I always think the key for it these days is, and this sounds weird for someone who swears like I do, like I'm a fucking trucker, having a nervous breakdown even. Um, it, it, one of the things is is that, you know, it doesn't require loads and loads of swearing. It's quite cleverly constructed, like well-told stories. And I, can, I think I can appreciate more than that. And Will Quilling mentions Bob Monkhouse there as well. Yeah. Fucking, he, like, he's a fucking legend with this stuff. There's probably some dark shit about him that we don't know. He's dead now, so I feel safe in saying that sort of stuff then in this day and age. I'm going to... Go on, sorry, Liam. I was going to say, first man to own a VHS recorder in this country, wasn't he? Bob Monkhouse. <laughs> I tell you what, he knows his films. What was that fucking quiz show he used to do on BBC One After Neighbours? Wipeout, was it? No, was it Wipeout? That was, yeah. no, that was Daniels, wasn't he? it? When was, you said that, man, I was thinking Monkast. Total Wipeout, and I was thinking, why would Bob Moncast be presenting Total Wipeout? There was an original Wipeout with him. <laughs> there was. But whenever it got to the film bit, Bob Moncast would just start going, oh, yeah, it's them. And I'd be like, all right, mate, fucking, you know a lot about films. We get the yeah. idea of this, but it's a quiz show we need to crack on with. I'm pretty sure he's one of the first people, or if not the first person, to have a video recorder in this country. And he had loads of tapes of rare films from, like, the 40s from America yeah. that nobody else had. And there was a massive, like, custody battle for him when he died. All these films, and they wanted them to put him back into, like, public domain. And it, I think some of the family wanted to keep him as private. Um, videos for him and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting read about that. He got his joke hook next, didn't he? Bob Monkhouse. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. That yeah. was like a big thing back in the day, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like this this might be the best answer. You might think this screams me, but I've never laughed so much in my life, honestly, at Lee Evans' voice, them early Lee Evans ones, the first two, but honestly, <laughs> like any comedian, I knew you should laugh and react like that. But the, the later ones, no, but them first, like two or three, like, Honest to God, JP. <laughs> Never seen a physical comedian like him, mate. Honestly, you a you a uh, Pasquale man, Matty? No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm Actually, not you say that. Can I just say Peter Kay live from the top of the tower? I was like going to mention first that. time you go when you see that, and it, yeah, it's the most basic of observational comedy and stuff like that before it got sort of too big. But fuck me, I laughed at that stuff. Like, there's, there's, a, there's a couple there's a couple of shouts in the chat for Billy Conley and I think like yeah. Billy Conley in his prime takes some yeah. beating yeah. like I remember having some of his like VHS in the 80s and like again just been like feeling sick almost because you gutted it and like laughing that much at him like you're just so wild and just so out there and the whole delivery of it like fucking yeah like, but you never felt that way about Jim Davidson, though. Man. I, I didn't, didn't. Nick, Nick, Jim Davidson. He's <laughs> like, oh, hang on. Oh, are we on to the? Are we on to the bits where he's talking about the Irish or, or West Indians? Here we go. And he'd just be like, "What's my dad sat there with a sour face on him?" As my mum's side boy? of the English family fucking laugh and away again. Oh Christ! And it's what about Eddie Murphy? Dad? Eddie Murphy raw. Eddie Murphy delirious. Delirious. Oh, great! My yeah, brother great. loves them. He absolutely, yeah, absolutely like, great holds them up as the greatest of all time. It's like, it's like my dad was like a massive Richard Pryor fan as well. But mm. I think I was kind of like a generation afterwards that yeah. that shock of comedy in that style 
kind of was after me in a way, so it never kind of had that same effect on me. I mean, comedy records, Matty, what do you think of them back in the day? Literally, yeah. a record of comedy set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lad, this is why you're here, Liam. This is why you are here, mate. But we've got a question here as well that relates. We cover we cover sport on time, guys, don't we, of course? Oh, yeah. And this is a good question Not from Ben Moxtis. Yeah, too much of it sometimes. In too much detail. <laughs> Normally when I get going, yeah. There we go. <laughs> but this is a good one. What sport would be the funniest? And I'm going to start with JP on this one. What, <laughs> what sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? <laughs> um, I mean, there's a part of me who wants to say horse racing immediately. <laughs> I'm not a big horse racing fan, but pissed horse racing. Uh, particularly when you talk to... If we're going to get into the world of dressage or pony dancing, as I like to think of it as, because that's really what it is. Some freestyle pony dancing. If you had a couple of piss lads into the mix, I might watch it. Figure skating for shits and giggles, if they were drunk while doing that. Gymnastics for the sort of jackass-style potential of how they could be smashing their fucking face on the, on the floor and on, on various other things as well. Dive up to catch the fucking rings and you just miss them entirely and they're just fucking doing that as they're falling on their ass. Um there's lots of good events. I mean, but I always go back to Tony Adams in an autobiography when he spoke about playing while he was pissed. And he was a fucking animal when he played when he was pissed. Like, in, and I mean animals in a good way as well because he remember talking about playing when he was pissed when we beat Luton 4-1 and he played like sliding in there for every fucking challenge. Why? Because he'd had five pints of Guinness and a bottle of red wine before he walked out on the fucking pitch. And it makes me wonder if those cowardly shites had done that tonight, whether or not we'd had a fucking better result against West Ham. But, you know, dating the podcast by saying that. There we go. Any athletics in any track and field, I think, the hurdles, the pole balls, imagine them when you just pissed. It would just be hilarious to watch, wouldn't it? If we could make the horses pissed as well, just to answer a couple of comments in the chats as well. Just to check them with fucking booze. My my mind immediately went to the same as you, JP. Horse racing and fucking gymnastics. And I was thinking about getting the horses horses wrecked. Imagine the Grand National with the horses bladdered. I want to ask Liam in the chat as well. Pissed up boxing? Pissed up MMA? I think that could be good fun. Yeah, I mean, I think, as Andy alluded to, I think some of the bets I've had in recent years, I wasn't convinced they weren't pissed up at the time when they were uh, <laughs> fighting and stuff. So, you know, I'm, I'm not sure that's a new uh, invention we're creating. <laughs> I was going to say about wrestling, JP, but we've had Jimmy Fullington all these years, haven't we? So <laughs> he was uh, oh. pissed in the ring many a time. <laughs> and Jordan mentions there about letting the lads at Dunn the dance, smoke and drink. Like I saw a good clip of there. Someone was, I'd seen it in one of our chats where somebody had like Chris Cliff Lazarenko lighting a fag for Jockey Wilson on stage while they're playing each other in the darts. And yeah. I thought, I miss that era of sports. I won't lie. the old Leverkusen manager that got them the final, Gareth, against the Real Madrid. Didn't he smoke on the touchline all the time? Oh, two. Oh, what was his name? Uh, but you always, oh, yeah. see, you always see clips of Venger, don't you, before he came to Arsenal? And he's like puffing away in the sidelines, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Miss those days. Italian <laughs> managers. Serie was full of Sarri? them. Didn't Sarri have that little, like, was it like a half a ciggy he used to have in his mouth to get the, I don't know what the gimmick was, was that, but he was he was bad for it in Italy, like. I'm just thinking about if they did have that on the dart, so that poor Luke Littler. They'd over there, like, they'd be there, 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 they'
There's some of the, the comments on here. I do have to mention Crufts as well, <laughs> if they were pissed up as well. That would be awesome. World class in the eighties. I, I, I don't. I don't think it's the drink you'd be worrying about on there. It's the fucking blow with those boys. Drinking, sm- drinking and smoking while play- playing darts always reminds me of that. Uh, is it not the nine o'clock news sketch when they go up to pretend they're going to throw a dart? Yeah. It's like double whiskey, and it's like yeah, tri- <laughs> triple vodka. <laughs> to bell to that You're one. telling me that sixteen-year-old hasn't had a few points. <laughs> oh, and again, was, sixteen in dog years. He was like going out clubbing it when he was like twelve, didn't we? But we all had somebody like that at school, though, didn't we? That was like 14 when we were at school and he looked about 21 and stuff, didn't we? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I'll do that Homer Simpson meme and go Paddy back. Paddy O'Day. There was a pub we used to go to in Upper Sixth and we'd take off the ties and we'd go and have a pint and we'd have a fucking, on a Friday in particular, and have a, play some games at pool. And there'd be some pictures of the old fellas. And we'd go, oh, Paddy, there's you and the lads out for a fucking night out as well and the rest of it. Like, honestly... That, that that fella, honestly, he was born in 1955 and he was somehow fucking in doing his A-levels with me. I'll never fucking understand. Do you guys used to do that with the last day of school where, like, you'd finish early, get your shirt time by everyone, and you'd, we had a random, yeah. like, field next to our school, so we all just went on there and obviously trying to get ale so no one could get saved. So they asked me to go and, as you said, JP, just took the tie off, took me blazer as if I'd been to work in my light blue shirt and I got everyone's crates for them and we just went on the field and had a good time. Like, yeah. Sim- simpler times. Easier times. Yeah. Bargain booze, <laughs> well, it was. So we're like an independent off It was bargain booze. So I'm happy with that. None of your woke trying to serve people for the legal age limit they were. None of that stuff. I'll be 25 now, yeah, you get ID'd. Something like that. Mad. Do you want to do our uh, DM questions we've got, Matty, and then we'll uh, get a... Uh, and then we'll we'll go into the final stretch with the, uh, the last... Yeah, uh, of course. The, these are directed the, at specifically uh, each of us, but we can... Whoever this uh, directed to can answer, but someone everyone can chip in as well. And when our last two just... Well, just throw it out there. When our last two guests join us, I'm using it now as a thing. I can throw out five more memberships for free, and then that's the most I can put out on a screen. You're staying so. on to the end, though, Liam. You're sticking around, fella. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, not? Yeah. yeah, man. We'll, we'll start with the uh, the wheel man here. Question for specifically for you, Gareth. This is from you Paul do- Goose on uh, on the Discord. Right. You've got your dream Bret Hart opponent that could have happened but didn't, and one against any opponent from any era. I mean, the dream is punk, isn't it? Like about, about one and two, and then them just they're both just their whole sensibility has been about fucking details of matches and things like that, and just it's, it's sorry, that's an easy obvious question, <laughs> obvious okay. answer kind of thing. But but Bret Hart against CM Punk, like imagine that prime Bret Hart against prime CM Punk, like the magic them two would work in the ring, greatest of all time. Any other ones there? Mine's Brett Arcade Angle. I've always thought that would just be like an absolute um, clinic. Give it an Iron Man match. As well. I, I, I think there was well in the same Hart way Danielson. Before, before, that I went, yeah, before that, I went like, I always like Brett against a big man. So yeah. Brett against Walter, not Gunter. Yeah. Brock Lesnar v Brett, though, how good that is. Brock, <laughs> Brock and Brett, yeah. They're, 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 like, Brett always told a good story against a big man. So To, f- like, to, throw, to throw one out there of being a bigger guy than Brett, but also 
on the basis of his matches with Mr. Perfect. 1992, Bret Hart, Barry Windham would have been great. I think that would have yeah. been great. Oh, yeah. That, that couldn't have been bad. <laughs> right. Well, Anything else before we move on? Next one, JP, we'll go to you here. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm going to read this properly, JP, so don't dive in. Favourite Bluey episodes? <laughs> and if you could oh, sign one... In. Yeah. And if you could sign one, Louis could mean a few things here, but go on. <laughs> Realistic <laughs> player for Arsenal in January, who would it be? All right, favourite Bluey episode. Um, I'm going to go with the decider, which again, I, I stress this to Gareth, who's got no reason to watch a CBB show at this stage of his parental career. But if you are going to watch one, one that covers it. one that covers a state of origin in a way that is fucking believable. Plus, also as a message as well, and also gets into the idea of yeah, it must be difficult moving from Sydney to Brisbane, like, and you you come away from that. I shouldn't come away from a kid show feeling that should not be a question that ever is arisen. So I'd say that one, the cricket episode, which isn't available in this country on Disney Plus or on BBC iPlayer, but obviously it's in the JP Drive because that's how I fucking roll. Um, like that. Is a fucking in, an incredible episode as well. Whereas a lad just practicing his square cut, Liam, the entire time as well. And you just, and it gets into his dad and his dad serving in whatever doggy wars going on there as well, which makes you wonder, is there dogs at war? Anyway, those, like, I'd go with the decider of any one of those. And if Arsenal are going to sign a player, Fuck me. I, I, I want a defensive midfielder, to be honest with you. I know tonight we missed a shit ton of chances and the idea is going to be a striker. Uh, it's not. A, I don't think it's as simple as that because I think if Declan Rice is injured, there is a world of fucking issues there as Phillips well. Then, from Man City? Um, wouldn't, wouldn't sell him to challenge it though, would they? Probably? No, they wouldn't. I mean, that would be that would be part of it. Calvin Phillips, I'd be kind of fine with. Um in there as well. I mean, there's an issue with some of the players if they come back into the side, like a Tommy Yasu and a Timber and the rest of it. And Timber, apparently, he's going to be, and this is a, an FPL tip, apparently he is making a much better progress than what people are expected. So don't be surprised if he starts making an appearance in February slash March, even there okay. as well. <laughs> the episode of Bluey Infiltrates. <laughs> Hell. Sorry, I've just seen one of the chat comments there. That's where, that's where I've, been, I've been laughing because I saw that Jesus before it came on the screen. Um, you sent me a message before apologising for the uh, the Bill calendar bit. He was like, I've just realised it's an audio podcast. Sorry. I was like, mate, we're still going. You're all right. That's <laughs> the least of our issues. <laughs> that is the least of the issues on that as well. Yeah, the that's absolutely time, tremendous. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I'd be more bothered about longer term holding midfielders because I still think players like Martinelli, Saka and Jesus will turn up with enough goals. You don't need a 30 goal a season striker to win a league. You don't. What you do need though is to be able to protect your back four and that's something that I don't think we can do and there's no credible backup to Declan Rice. Right. No, good stuff. JP Benno, we'll turn it to you and obviously Liam can jump in on this one as well. It's top three Wu-Tang solo albums in order as well, if possible. Save this one, Liam was on. I couldn't fucking wait. Uh, like, <laughs> so I want to know Liam's answer more than I want to give my own. Um, so it's top five solos or top five? Top three. Solo? Top three, just solo and in order. All right. I think I can do this. 
Yeah, I can do this. I've just wrote it on the uh, side of a shoebox, so I'm ready to go. I, <laughs> I reckon IWC probably. Um, I would go. It's the order is the issue. Yeah, I, I think, think we'll probably have two of the three the same. But I think we're both going to have Cuban links and liquid swords. Yeah, one and two. I've got Cuban links, one liquid swords, two. I think I'd agree with that. Yeah, liquid swords is close though because it's so tight and the atmosphere is so great in it. Mm. But Cuban links is a better album. Yep. You know, my third one, throw this one at you. I wouldn't go first gen, I go second gen. I go supreme clientele, go space killer. Ding, 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 ding. We've got the same three. Oh, yeah, there we go. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. I mean, right, we have any more, boys? We can't add one between us, could we? Because I can't. Can you name one Wu-Tang solo album of Gareth? Good. I believe in Gareth. No, no, no. I, I just agree with you two. They're my top three as well, honest. <laughs> <laughs> Return to the six chambers. I think Gareth would be a fan of ODB. Only 36 chambers. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too, I'm, I'm too busy listening to Dipset. <laughs> Just for me, Liam, top three Wu-Tang group albums. It's, I think, again, obvious, but what's the order? 36 Chambers. Mm. Uh, Wu-Tang Forever. forever. Yeah, yeah, Wu-Tang Forever. And then it's tough, isn't it? <laughs> Double you probably. It just it goes in order of like so that's their first three albums. So it's like best, second best, third best, everything else. <laughs> oh, is it Iron Fla Iron Flag? The other one. Is it Iron Flag? Yeah, that was like B cuts, wasn't it? Off W yeah. really. Yeah, so yeah, W it would be W by default. Really, wouldn't it? Yeah. Hey Gravel Pit, there you go, Mikey's showing a bit of knowledge there, isn't there? Yeah. Rock Club Classic, that Matty. MOP, yeah, MOP, <laughs> Gravel Pit. Oh. Cold as ice or cold, cold as ice. Yeah, cold yeah, as ice. Well, here's one that you can all. I'll answer it obviously, and then everyone. I assume everyone can chip in here. This is for me, off Paul. What was the album slash song that got me into new metal? Now, to be honest, it was Lincoln Park Papercut. That was the third single off Hybrid Theory. Crawling at the time was never into. I always talk to uh, Gary about that, Ben. I was never into that when it was out. Love it now. Don't get me wrong, but Papercut was the one where I heard it and just thought, Sam got me mate Jacko to make me a copy of it and borrowed his Discman in school and just listened to that song on fucking repeat for all, all uh, religious education it was. I used to, I used to, get, I was a crafty one, JP, because he used to get sent out of my RE class to go into the other class because I knew I could listen to it with the teacher more than that one. <laughs> so I always need sticks in the trade. But it was Linkin Park, Paper Cut, and obviously it's still Hybrid Theory's the best new metal album for me, for sure. So anyone else got any new metal uh, memories or early ones? Not um, really, no. I, I would say, the <laughs> well, the first song that's probably classed as new metal that I really was into, Freak on a Leash. And I think as much as the video, mm. video as definitely as, as, as it was, it Todd McFarlane video, is it? Yeah, yeah. As much as the video as it was the song, but yeah, that probably was the first. Do, do you know what got me more into new metal, Matty? Because we've talked about this on time and things like that. That like new metal was a bit of a joke to us, kind of thing. With from yeah, like my my thing. But Kerrang! to the album. There was some like yes. new metal songs on there, and like, but that album was like, I think it had like, it had hits from like, you know, you know, it, like Papa Roach was on there, like, like Lincoln Park was on there, and things like that. And that was the first thing that I had that I was like, 
oh, actually, I've, I'll give these a bit of uh, like time of day kind of thing. Like I used to Some do that album right. quite a bit. Like yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember getting that for Christmas. Yeah. Did Deftones count as new metal at all? We, we spoke about it on time as well. I know. Liam, yeah, exactly. Liam wasn't having it, was you, Liam? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not having it, but I can see that. I can see why people would say that. So I mean, yes. I'm. I'm not going to gatekeep and say do not this or that. I mean, <laughs> no, whatever they want you to. You know. Gatekeep. Was it, um, the Lincoln Park <laughs> that remix album was was that called Reanimation? Because that was the first one I owned by. Yeah, that. I think it was. Oh, I've got a boss that then. Oh, that's fucking really good. Yeah, yeah, Mike. Yeah. Mike, they killing it. Got that on Come vinyl, on. there, me for you. And this is <laughs> and to, to tie it back into wrestling. And Daniel Thomas mentions there in the chat as well. My way by Limp Biscuit. Like oh, I have to it say, is a great like, song. Great, great song it as is. well. And it's and it's indelibly linked in all of our minds as well for for wrestling. Adam's once you it. once you cut out the Deborah shit. Adam's nailed in the chat there. A big Edema fan, Immortal by Edema should have been a wrestling fiend. <laughs> Offer it, Liam. Will you know what Mortal Mortal Kombat? Kieran, please tell me Jeff does a rap. I've gone with that. <laughs> Very can. He's asleep right now, but you know. Do you know Liam? Do you know what Mortal Kombat game that's off? Immortal Edema. No, but I it. remember the video did have yeah, yeah. Mortal Kombat characters in it. Yeah, I don't know what Mortal Kombat game that is now. Yeah, it's a proper oh for the effort. Yeah, but that's it, Ben. That's the air questions off Paul. They were great stuff. Love that. Yeah, he sent quite a few. So sorry, Paul. If we have time at the end, we'll add a few more. But they were four, they were the four corkers from the uh, the big set that he uh, that he sent over. Have you got the other questions to hand, Matty? I've just closed the window. Uh what we got? Next? Okay, wait there a sec, mate. Let me open Are we waiting that on another guest? Are they, are they on the way? Have they got back to you? Or the links, I'm the links have been sent, Ben. The links have been sent. <laughs> <asleep. laughs> and just to stitch back and answer your question, Matty, about ten past two. At Christmas dinner. Sorry, Liam. No, should have asked. Yeah, Ten past right. two. And Liam, I, I want to know because I reckon you'll throw a curveball in here for your Christmas dinner. I reckon you're just gonna throw one right in. What you add on it, please. Well, well, oh, I can't blank. I can't blank because I put a photo up in um, Patreon, didn't I? So it's all there. It's physically documented. Um, <laughs> ca uh, carrots, broccoli, sprouts, two types of stuffing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, pigs, in, pigs in blankets. Potatoes, Yorkshire, of course. Turkey, turkey, that's it. Yeah, you only went one meat and turkey. You're a yeah, good just, lad. Just You're a turkey. good lad. I'm yeah. not a turkey person. I think it's shit. <laughs> I mean, there's well, a old school yeah. Liam. I like no, it. There's a reason why you only eat it once a year, isn't it? You know, <laughs> and who eats turkey and doesn't think I'd rather be eating chicken here? You know, where's part of the meal? Everyone says the same thing, though. It's dry. Just put loads of sauce on it, though. It's not. It is. <laughs> and Christmas dinner is kind of an end to a means as well in the fact of, like, you kind of, like, tolerate Christmas dinner to get the leftovers to make sandwiches. Yeah. Like, if leftovers didn't exist, the Christmas dinner would be like, Ugh. Well, this is it. With you. This is it. Well, are we, can yeah. we ask this one? Ben, can I ask this question? This is, is a, this your DM one? This is, these are all, yeah, these, no, not that. It's on here by Gas Tank Adam. We received okay. it from. Are you above putting jeans over pajama bottoms? <laughs> it links oh, into the bedtime, what we wear for bed. No, <laughs> step too far. Too much. Too what much to go going to, what on. What to there. go to sleep on? No, basically, we, took, we spoke. Is he homeless? Like, 
<laughs> do you wear socks, Liam, in bed? Yeah or no? Do you, are you behind it or? <laughs> Yeah. If I'm you, sleeping you, rough, mate, I might do that. Hang fucking hell. Hang on, you've got to make this clear here. What am, what am I doing in bed if I'm wearing, when I'm wearing socks? Can you we just make it? Have I shut myself or something? Yeah. Or you what? Can't just I'm, oh, just sleeping. Okay, right, fine. Um, <laughs> I have I have known to. I I wouldn't. But apparently there's this massive like physiological thing about this, is that if you keep your socks on when you're in bed, your feet are at the same body temperature as your bed and you can sleep better or something. I read about this. I had to cut the circulation off, doesn't it, Liam? Is well, that like an old wives' tale from years ago? Well, I think, like, um, if your socks might be a bit too tight there, actually. <laughs> but isn't that also a trick as well, that you go to bed with, like, if you, like, rub albus oil on the soles of your feet yeah, and put socks on when you go to bed? Like it helps get rid of a cold or something. Uh, Vicks yeah. vapor rub, I heard. Yeah, is it? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But to answer the question, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that pajamas or jeans over pajamas, JP. That that's a wild. That's one, wild. My jeans, are so tight. My, my jeans are so tight, I couldn't get pajamas well, underneath my jeans. If I'm ditched <laughs> in the middle of I. I struggle enough to get my jeans on and fasten them. Never mind. Should we take your bills on, Gareth? If I'm ditched in the middle of the fucking North North Pole or something, then yeah, I'll do that. But I'll do whatever it fucking takes to stop me from dying from hypothermia. In the reg, I'm not thinking, oh, I'm wearing these pyjama bottoms. You know, we'll go well over these, some jeans. Like, that's not happening, is it? I'll just wrap myself up in a fucking duvet in the meantime. That seems like madness. This is is what thing? Do people do this? Is that a thing? Like, I'd love to know more. If, know. Can, if Adam I'm, can get back in touch, that I'd, I'm, that I'd I mean, I'm lost at the whole thing of pajama bottoms. Like, what are they? Oh no, Liam! I got two <laughs> pairs for Christmas, mate. This will be called clash. <laughs> this is the thing, though. Not pajamas, entirely against it. The only pajamas I have are in a bag, just in case I go to hospital. And someone needs to take a bank for like yeah. overnight for me. I don't know. I don't, I don't have like pajamas for like in the house and stuff. Have you not got loungewear around the house, Liam? They're called shorts. Oh, do you wish tracky, shorts? tracky, trackies. <laughs> They're called shorts. And, like, Even in the winter, bottoms, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've got yeah, yeah. I only wear the pajama bottoms like from October to like Feb. And then it's shorts all the way, Liam. I'm with you. Put on a pajama bottoms going on. Yes, Benno. Good lad. I like that, lad. But on the pajama bottoms, if you don't wear them solely in bed, though. <laughs> so, what differentiates a pajama bottom from a lounge pant? Well, this is Liam. These are good questions. This, and I love it. And I agree with you. But, but you should never. I don't think you should ever sleep in pajamas either. I, I think they're strictly for around the house. Oh, well, I'll say, I'll, I've got I'll to say sleep that, naked, not just pants. Gareth. Well, oh. I, I only do you respect by the way Christ intended when I'm, when I'm with you in the room, but any other time, yeah, 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 I wasn't yeah. going to mention if, if, when, if you yeah. weren't in that bed next to me, I'd be fucking bollocko, <laughs> January to December, mate, all year round. Standard that you give you, you put a freedom in bed, mate, innit? It's like, oh, yeah. yeah, fucking too right. I mean, your, your pajama bottoms aren't committing some sort of human rights violation, are they? They're just keeping your fucking knackers warm. Like you know, want them free, JP? Yeah, I agree. You got you, you need to. Do we want them free? I don't want them free when I'm at work, mate. Like, there's a whole other fucking series of issues that are going on there. Like, I, I agree. When you're in bed, you uh, need to allow stuff to breathe and stuff. Haven't you? You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, you know. Head to toe, though, mate. It's got to be complete. Like Those bollocks have had the oh, loads of years to be free. They'll be fine now. And if they complain about their freedom yeah. at this stage in the game, it's them with the problem, not me. 
Oh, you got into enough trouble, mate. I'm talking yeah, about them as if they're a um, fucking sentient being with their own JP, thoughts and let's, feelings. Let's get Williams' views on this. Let, let's yes. Get him in and get, he'll be the we'll go to the, the home yeah. stretch with the last few questions. Uh, Liam, you going to stick around with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no worries, mate. Good, Good man. And um, we'll get the last two guests on. And with that, I'll be sending out some free memberships in a few seconds. Be quick. The last five went immediately. So, uh, yeah, yeah, if you want one, be quick. Let's just celebrate. For the uh, the cooling hours and the uh, and the final questions, we've got cooling one. Hello. Cooling. <laughs> yes, William and Andrew you, Ogden. And there's Andrew. You've misunderstood the question. In jeans, jeans over pajamas. That's it. If you're in your pajamas and you want to nip out to the corner shop, but you can't be asked to get undressed. So you just put your jeans on top of your pajamas. No, no we'll then, you, then you nip out. You get back. You take your jeans off. Oh, I can do that. Well, the amount of scabby it, fuckers it, near here I've seen going to the shops in the fucking the shop PJs. Not an issue. In, in, in Liverpool, they just put the they just put the fucking dressing gown on over the pajamas. Yeah. And the shops, <laughs> not asked. <laughs> oh, when I stayed in that uh, posh hotel in London last week, I stole the dressing gown and the slippers. So I'm living well, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Good lad for the dressing gown, Ben. I've got another goer in a, in witness of all places, boys, where to celebrate a Christmas. Um, I said house coat instead of dressing gown, and I got absolutely nailed for that. <laughs> Was it right to be, or yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, house coat, ooh, ooh, garage, what do you call it? Car hole, are you, are you in some, are you, are you in some fucking... Emily Bronte novel or something like that. Housecoat. I'll have to say, Matty, I don't own a dressing gown. I, I, I'm like Gareth Bollico. Yeah. <laughs> don't be Bollico in bed. That's standard, though, boys. I'm glad there's more of us here. On it's that. not Bollico around the house. It's not like the ending of Saltburn, which, <laughs> spoiler alert oh, for those of you who haven't seen it. But... But this, no, is where you're wrong. No. this is where you're wrong, Andy. If you have a dressing gown, it means you can walk around your house in your pants when it's cold. Could you just yeah. have the dressing gown on to keep you warm? Yeah, that's why I miss short. I am a shorts t-shirt. That that's enough warm for me. No fucking eating on in this house. It's too expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the gun. Here's one, boys. Here's one that we can we can ask everyone here. A bit of a have all those memberships gone. Yeah, all ten, but yeah. Fucking preloaders. <laughs> Fuck me, you are. Not. Just would you, would you all dive like, oh, into their graves as quickly as that? Fuck me. I think, we're in there, weren't I didn't know they were still up. Good to see you still awake, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Can we ask oh, this I, one, Ben? I, I work on reductions at the supermarket, so Benno. These freeloaders, they, they wait. They wait for the reductions to happen. Hey, hey, hey a bit like me on Tesco's on Christmas Eve. Hey, to be you honest, know. to be honest, you Will, wait. Will, 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 this afternoon... When I finished work at four o'clock, I was straight in Heron Foods in Berry, around like the bread aisle, 20p loaf. Um, I got 69p Pringles, a 20p salad for the train tomorrow when I'm on the piss. Um, fucking. I'll soak the up. 12p coleslaw. I hope, I hope that was a potato salad. 13p fridge raiders as well. Oh, 
And I told Jeff an hour later, and he was in there for the same thing. Oh, heron's a great shop. You, you've got oh, a strike. I love like, heroin. Look, but it's good when you get a good one. I know a man. I, I know a man that could have got you an extra fifty pence off that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a place. Yeah, should we ask this one then? This is a bit of a, you know, not serious, but Simon said, here, boys, we can all ask the, answer this. How long are you likely to wait to get tickets to All In, given that despite the coldness of the product within the bubble, tickets are selling well? How long are you going to wait? Day before. In, it's not this, selling out. Is this days or hours before yeah. the doors open? <laughs> is that what you would all go? I'm, I'm looking, I'm no way paying £200 this year. No chance. Nah. I, I, think, I, I think for me... Um, because I got tickets sort of like straight away last year and then maybe two or three days before I saw, oh, there's upgrades on for a, an extra five or so I got them. Um, maybe about two months before, I would say. Get, not... get, get, get the jump season out of the way when when I do all my betting and then I'll, uh, I'll buy them. A lot would, would depend for me if I take the boys again. Which I think mm. I will. They really enjoyed it. But if I'm taking the boys, because you need three together, you can't really leave it too late. So I'll, I'll probably be similar to Andy. Two, three months beforehand is the is the latest. If I'm going by myself, I'd, I'd, I'd probably try and get press. But if I'm paying for a ticket, I'd leave it to the last minute. But as I'm probably going to take the boys, yeah, I'd probably get it yeah. similar times this year, May June. The only thing I'll say, the only thing I'll say about that this year, is that a lot of people may be relying on getting a lot cheaper tickets closer to the date, but just remember that it's going to be laid out for a smaller capacity, yeah. and the big proper touts are not stupid, and no. if they realise they ended up with about five thousand tickets they couldn't shift last year, they won't buy anywhere as near as that. So the secondary market is going to shrink massively. So getting tickets closer to today may be a little bit more expensive than you imagine they were. When, when, when you see um, when you see WrestleTix and that, is, I think it's going on by about 600 a week, isn't it? Off yeah. their mm. weekly update. So it's not going up a massive amount. Um, you, pro you probably get a good cheap ticket nearer the time, but... Mm. That, There's a, that's a thing now because they do it through Ticketmaster. It's all that surge mm. pricing, yeah. And because it, if the demand's not there, that's where the the price will go down. I do feel. I think there's a there's a fair chance that I'll be going this year and taking like the various amount of children <laughs> in there. Like so, Harry and George being nine and seven, like will we'll be ten and eight at that point in time. Will be like kind of easily to bring them along as well as Tommy and Max like they might want to come along as well I don't think I still think I don't think I'll be able to bring Charlie because he'll be under two so I don't think that'll be a, that'll be a non-starter but I'm still going to be waiting quite late in the day because I don't think they're going to turn I, I get the idea of what you're saying with the smaller setup I don't think they're going to be turning anyone away I don't think they're going to be no, like using yeah, it as a as a, as a, as, a yeah. as a reason to say no for that and I've done the being on the floor bit and to be honest with you i'd like to be up in like kind of up in the sticks just almost to get an idea of the kind of like more of the scope and the event the size of the event than anything else but yeah it's we're, we're still many months away i am i could see it around about easter i think that'll be around the point when i'll start to think okay i need to get these sorted out 
just so they're in place and I know exactly who's coming along and where exactly we're going. If you bring, if you're, if you're bringing your did we pay two hundred last year? One nine eight, mate. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like one S max. Yeah, seven five tops. Yeah. I'm thinking in my okay. age. Yeah, yeah like yeah. Thirty quid if they're fucking lucky. Hotel, we? From last, like we booked that hotel, didn't they? Like Gary did that yeah. in the car on the drive home, didn't it? So yeah, that's like I'm just thinking, just keep this as cheap as fuck next year. I, I think well, I think when I, I think when I um, got my tickets like three or four days before the event, it was about forty-five, fifty quid a ticket, and me and Jeff was like fifth row of block two or eight, and it was it, it was a corner like a corner view, but it was I still still, still still a great view and everything. I I because I got the family tickets, so my for the four tickets it was a hundred quid. And the view was fine. The only issue was is your eye naturally went up to the, the screen. screen. Yeah, so like if, you, if you taught yourself to watch the ring, you, you could see. Like it wasn't like you well, couldn't see. Well, just... well, well, well. I would say with that, uh, not not with wrestling, but uh, um, like having going watch the um, the darts a few times, and you. You're paying 40, 50 quid for like a table seat there. And I know it's a smaller venue. It's not it's not Wembley Stadium, but you pay said paying fifty quid to watch a fucking telly there, boys. You're going for the atmosphere. Yeah. As Will yeah. said, you've got to train your eye out, yeah. You've got to train your brain yeah. out to like What we did and this is a tip for you, JP, for your young ones. We we just happen to have toy binoculars around the house. So we grabbed them to bring up. And that really helped the boys like yeah, focus okay. them on the ring. Like they just had their had their binoculars on. But they, but they okay. loved it. They were, you know what William's favourite spot was? When, Mo- like when, Mo- when Moxley had the skewers in his forehead. Yes. Mm. Just would not stop talking to people, including Did- his mum. Um, about how how awesome a spot that was, <laughs> mate. That's the last thing you need. What would be handy is rather like being at like the cricket. If you can get some sort of feed, which had like Nigel McGuinness's commentary and like a one-off, like you know, like the way that they give you the Sky Sports, or you can switch between that and TMS, yes. you can do it at a test match. I'm amazed uh, wrestling doesn't do that because uh, f- f- funnily, funnily enough, me and uh, Chris Wilson were talking about that on um, our latest five-star wrestling show. They were doing live commentary in an arena of about six hundred people, and it, it was like, oh, why couldn't they do that for like all in? You have like, uh, I know it's mm-hmm. Nigel McGuinness in your ear and you want to switch off because it's shit. But <laughs> what, why couldn't they do that? Because they do that for like Cheltenham races, Wimbledon, the snooker, just to give you a flavour what's going on. on, on treat it, treat it like this is always going to be my big thing about AEW. What is WWE not doing? They don't treat it like a sport. There's an opportunity there for them to treat things like a sport. And we you know, see it with the, the Continental Classic. So, you know, the other thing as well would that be to try and sell the radio rights to somebody, or no, give the radio rights to somebody, give them to talk sport. Because then, maybe. then yeah. they'd be then they'd be hooked in to promote your show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's well, a really got, good shout there. Boys, I've got another question here. Benno sent me the list here, so I've got this going. <laughs> now, this is what it says. Uh, it's by. Respongi Freak, 
anyway, that's who sent it in in the chat. Rocky board. Romero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, I've got a tricky one, and I understand if you don't want to answer it. So there's yeah. before we start. And he's excluding Chris Benoit from this. Whose body Good of work? Start. Yeah. <laughs> whose body of work do you wish wasn't tainted by their actions as a human being? Oh, fucking hell. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> it's like right. <laughs> I don't know. You mentioned it to a group of people who watched a series of British wrestling shows and it's pumped between Sorry, fucking boys. 2016 <laughs> and 2019, aren't you? I feel the one for me, Matt, is um, as JP alluded to then, is, uh, is probably David Starr. Mm, that was probably the one yeah. I was maybe you know like oh fucking hell not him during like speaking out yeah I bought a few good t-shirts off him and fucking uh, badges which looks na- which look nice and a t-shirt which one of our chants made it who are David Starr wow, fucking that that's uh, that's probably the one for me and I think oh fucking hell I had to chuck them away that that's, that's maybe the one I, I think that was like personally painful for me because I knew Star a, a, a reasonable amount, but because Walter has transcended his indie run, do those ma- are those matches really important now? Walter won't be remembered for them. He'll, he'll be remembered for what he does in WWE. Mm. I think I think the answer is Ric Flair because Ric yeah. Flair is such an important part of pro wrestling. He's so important, to kind of driving forward the style and the expectations of how hard wrestlers try in the ring. And it does, you know, you feel a scuzzy person when you say Ric Flair is this awesome wrestler and is this trans- transcendental wrestler who was decades ahead of his time because of what an awful human being. And you mentioned, Gareth, the Ric Flair autobiography. That stuff had what he was doing in plain sight talking yeah. about how he wasn't using his finger to tap women on his head, on the, on the head. Yeah. So, like, we all knew what Ric Flair was. We were all dumb, sexist idiots, and we're overlooking it or laughing at it or doing whatever. And so, yeah, like, if you could just make Ric Flair a good guy, which you can't, but if you could, then it would actually help preserve something that's really important, whereas, you know, David Starr doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It's not that important. I totally agree. I, I was going to say Flair as well because, like, it's one now I feel like when you're bringing him up on podcasts and stuff, there's that hesitation in like my mm. my brain almost. That's like pause. Can I talk about Ric Flair positively? Kind of thing, and I'm a bit like, like I've got that like internal thing in my head of like it's Ric Flair, like, and I'm like, like, yeah, like you 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 shouldn't have to like have that sort of like hesitation with with, with someone like. I got, you know, I love that Death of the Territories book by like Tim Hornbaker, and he's produced like a biography of Ric Flair this year, and it's it's sat on my shelf because I don't want to. I got it; it was like released first day of like first day of release. I got it, but I'm like, I look at it, I'm like, I don't know if I want to read that. I don't want to like immerse myself in Ric Flair at the moment, kind of thing, and that's just like, it's 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 bad, and it's on such a larger scale than like a David Starr because it sort of transcends mm. like five decades of wrestling as I've known it, kind of thing. It's it's insane. I think this and it's it follows along a similar lines what Will said about David Starr and the personal connection. I was going to say Matt Riddle because I think there was an essence of what we. 
think we saw with him when he first came through. This is someone who could be this kind of slight. Like he's, he felt like a wrestling prodigy. Just got it straight away and could be a big star. And in an era where there wasn't an AEW, and he thought, well, if he goes to New Japan, he is just going to fucking connect there. If they could just get over the whole weed thing. That wasn't that was the least of the issues there, wasn't it? So yeah. I wish Hulk Hogan wasn't a horrible racist, but he is, so fuck him. Um <laughs> and that should be the answer for all of these, isn't it? Like we're not that's not lost on any of us. I just disclaimer, disclaimer. Oh, it's not lost on us. No, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's the least of the problems, isn't it? Um, I think the one thing just one thing with Flair is I think the sad thing with Flair is he had so many chances to get away with it. Because all he had to do was stop being a dick, stop being a scudsball, because people were willing to say that was the 80s, that was the 70s, mm-hmm. what he's done is done. But Flair, that's what Flair wants to be. Like, that's what Flair thinks is cool. And I think you've really seen it in this little run with AEW. And you saw it when he was doing the stuff with Carlito as well. You know, he doesn't want, he doesn't want to move beyond... Um, his womanizing past because that's actually what he always wanted to be. This is why, like, in reality, Ric Flair ends, the character Ric Flair ends with the match against Vader because that's when it's okay. No, Ric Flair's grown up. He's a family man. He's fighting for his family against this monster. He's calmed down. Uh, but Ric Flair never wanted to grow up. That's why he went into pro wrestling. Ric Flair is the Peter Pan of pro wrestling in his mind. Can we we'll move on, Benno, with it um we'll <laughs> lift spirits up we'll lift spirits up spirits up a bit here and ask one of uh, Ben Mox. I think it's aimed at you, Benno, but we can all chip in because can we name three? It's an old one. It's top five William Regal matches. <laughs> <laughs> can anyone name seriously? Can anyone name three? Serious now. Will Ted Mental. <laughs> I, I, I think one that brings up is is that one that comes up as a gif at some time is the William Regal Big Show match, where that probably he shows his comedy, with, his comedy yeah. timing where he falls on him, with the, the Big the Show falls horse, yeah. on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I, th- I think that's one more, more maybe for more the gif. Um, you're fucking struggling now. It's that fit Finley one, which we ended up in a fucking nonsensical. With the, with the fans are silent because they're so intrigued with the match, or because they don't. Yeah, know which one? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's it's definitely an IWC match, it isn't is. it? But it's the, the, the crowd cannot <laughs> give a shit um, about them two British lads. Um, I. I, you know what? Just because just because it's regal, stick, it's either the Goldberg or the Junkyard match because he hates you asking about them at his stand-up show. It's like, oh, I, I fucking talked about this. Yeah, yeah, I've been to see. I've been to see it two or three times. He hates you talking about that, and also he brings out the story about. Big Daddy and Giant A starts coming down the stairs with a strawberry flan. Oh, it's, it, it's so fucking predictable. I, I missed the question, but his match against Ted Mental is still the one that I would <laughs> refer to. Oh, God, that was... What did we watch that was good when we when we did the mixtape? The Bulldog match, like I can't. People still Mate, repeat there was that. Nothing like, that was, good. Was a that match was, that, that exists. That was... 
There, there's there's a few matches rubbish. Was there more matches? Hashimoto, New Japan. The Hashimoto one I went for. It right? might have had something to do with Shinya Hashimoto and not his stoned kid, which is not my fucking fault, by the way. And I'll die on that fucking deathbed. That match that match is genuinely good. You're right, the uh, the Benoit match is genuinely good. I'm dropping the gimmick yeah. here. But wait, it's Benoit, yeah, you know, it's like you had a good match with Benoit, what, two thousand? Well, yeah. well, what do you do? How like, good, though? I could have a good match with Benoit in 2000. Christy and Benno, them ECW matches that they raved about, aren't they? They are, though. Don't count. Don't and the CM Punk one, where he beats him for the IC as well. They've still got... They still have thoughts of him drinking tea and then it turns out it's piss. Yeah. As, yeah. And this is, I know I'm quoting from Benno here directly for that, but I always think that's where their mind goes to. And somehow they've assumed that he's had good matches to go along with this. Like, and, and, for and, me, he's no better than Lord Alfred Hayes. No, because Lord Alfred Hayes was bad, whereas Regal played that role. He was bad at everything. Yeah, Regal, bloke. Regal is a good personality. Well, he was a good personality. He's lost it now. Yeah, and he couldn't, even do, he couldn't even do the promo for his son um, like a did you notice there were actual edits in that two minute? Yeah, I got on that pure. Like he's completely lost it. Like people are talking about, oh, William Regal can be on WWE TV. Like, no, he can't. He, he can't do it anymore. But he used to, at one point, he was a good, no, promo guy. I, but that is what he is. Like, he's a good comedy character. Is he I mean, the is he de- the definition of a pro's pro? As um, Benno always says, like a professional wrestler's. Professional wrestler. It's just that, style, Cruz, isn't it? that get better pros then. That's what it is. Yeah. Get better pros. If you're pros, why want to get Ricky Steamboat as a pro or Steve Austin or Bret Hart? Get get a better pro. If if he's your idea of a professional wrestler, find better professional wrestlers. It's not hard. There's fucking millions yeah. of them out there. What, it's best, like tw- best, best tweet I ever did this. Best tweet. Ever. <laughs> 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 Ted, 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 Morris Farpickle at the Halifax Town Hall for all your listeners. Ted Mental Victoria Hall and Handley. Beautiful Bobby Jobby. Ted Mental. <laughs> 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 Are these matches of the grapple at? The Carnegie yeah. thing at Workington was an in-joke that I don't even think I, it was just lost to me at the time because I think my mind went to Ted Mental and Dean Ambrose and just Dean lost Ambrose that. at the end just to wrap it up because that's the one everyone who was a fucking liar and went to cage match I know they buy best matches that came over the top so we said it like, that, you, know, that you, know, you, you know you shouldn't laugh at your own jokes I literally couldn't sleep for an hour after, I, like, after, that was... after, after, after tweeting that because I was lying in bed laughing reading my own tweet for an hour that was as good a joke. I, I, I don't want to know if there's a better wrestling joke. You ever, I don't I don't want to say you've peaked too soon, Gareth, but fuck me. That was genuinely incredible. The Ted Mental, I found myself hunting down who that bloke looked like to, to find some sort of design for a Ted Mental t-shirt as well. And it was bloody difficult. Probably looks like Robbie Brooks. That'll be my guess. Because he's the other one. I saw one of the uh, the geezers put out it on Twitter like, last week, wasn't it? Like that man has never had a good match in his life. Ben, oh, you're not rating Chad Collier at Unified as one of his great Absolutely. matches. And I'm not. I can't <laughs> as matches as or against the Red Power Ranger. Um, like that, that's the thing. <laughs> well, we're all. What a pro's pro is is somebody who 
can teach other wrestlers and he can learn from, and that's fine. Yeah. That's absolutely <laughs> fine. But like, it doesn't mean that like our conversation as fans is are the entertaining to watch, and they're not. They're just not. No. Never had a good match. Never did. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I'm on my. No, but I, should we ha- should we have another one here then, Ben? Then would this be the last one because? There's no more left after this. So it's the last <laughs> this one. Is the one. <laughs> you answered the, the, the DM one. Say again, mate. Uh... Didn't you get one in your DM? I knew this would happen. <laughs> yeah, I did. Are we going with that last to end it on a, like a, a, a yeah? Okay, because there's another grapple-related question we could ask before that. Go ahead, go ahead. Right. Well, this one here is the um, with AEW being rather lackluster over the last year and WWE being WWE. Whatever that yeah. means means good. Is there any other any promotions you are looking to possibly dive further into in the new year? Oh. Gareth, I'm going to start with you because you usually set yourself a little New Year's like thing. Is there any promotions you're going to give a chance, or you're going back into the archives? Archives, mate. Uh, yeah, I, I I almost want somebody to tell me that there's like some like Indian the US that I should be like. <laughs> paying attention to their fucking VOD or something like that or some element of like Japan that I should be like diving into but it just doesn't feel like there's anything anything there like for me it's going to be watch AEW and fucking dive back into old shit to be honest I've got a couple go on Jake I think CMLL I think CMLL might I mean and I, I, how sustained it's going to be I don't know but I think from what I saw of the Anniversario show, this is also going on what Joe had said when he went to, was it the Arena Coliseo as well? Just like, they just do fucking cracking shows. And it appears to be that they're in vogue at the minute as much as it is. So CMLL be one. All Japan, but this is very much with a pinch of salt. Like, I've been burnt by all Japan. And I think this is the thing about podcasting for as long as we have, Benno is we've seen a lot of these promotions. They hit favour for a few months and then they die a death, don't they? Mm-hmm. Like the booking doesn't last up to it. They end up just going back to kind of older guys. There was a point. There was points in time you thought Noah could be something interesting and they had production values, and no. They disappear off into the ether as well. Stardom, and then there's like an injury crisis. So there's always reasons to sign and say no. But I think I'm, if I'm going to go with one, I'm going to go with CMLL just because it's they do feel a bit more interesting. They feel like they've got their shit together as well, as opposed to AAA. I, th- I, think, for, I, th- I think for myself, um, I, w- I want to see more Red Pro, but um, I still hope for the mm. days when, PC, when, when I go back in March to PCW in Preston and think... This promotion's returning. It's got all the imports, and I never go back again for another year. Um, leave yeah, the memories alone, Andy. Yeah, leave <laughs> the memories alone. Leave the memories alone. Um, but to be honest, there's there's nothing that takes me fancy unless a fancy import comes over to the UK. I'm not interested unless well, it's one a, boys. Unless it, unless it's AEW and WWE. I'm not. I'm not fussed. Is no one giving TNA a chance at all? Genuinely, like no one excited um, for that, or you know the rebrand. I mean, Will, JD, anyone? Sorry, I'll oh, shut up. Why don't you they're, go? Because I, I have a point about that's related to TNA, but it's not about their relaunch. They're they're all right. Okay, they're big signing. It's going to be Dolph Ziggler because the way they've backtracked on it and say, you know, it's a big signing, but it's not the biggest signing we've ever done. It's okay, so it's Dolph Ziggler then. 
Okay. We'll just get, cut to the fucking chase, lads. That's where J- we are with that. J- JP, I, I would say with that, what's the phrase? There's only so many times you can put lipstick on a pig. Yeah. That's We've been down this road before, haven't we? With yeah. with TNA. I, with TNA as well, it's been incremental growth. It's not been anything really substantial. It's been more that they've hit a level of consistency that it doesn't feel like they've burnt away people as quickly as what they've done in the past through just ludicrous booking and stuff like that. We're we're away from that. If you don't agree with the booking, that's one thing. But in the main, you can understand how they reach the decisions they have done. So I think with TNA, they're going to carry on doing that because they're holding out all hope that there's going to be uh, some sort of TV deal or they manage yeah. to sell the company or something along those lines. Like There's always that being there that professional wrestling be hot enough and that they are a TV-ready product to go out there on the market. And that's the thing that they, that they will always have with, with them. But I don't, I don't see them being more than a very distant number three in the mm-hmm. US. You'll only know if TNA's got good again, is if like a, a minor channel on Sky, not the zone where you have to pay pay per view. You need a challenge. It'll be your challenge TVs or whoever on Sky has got them on. That should be like what Rev Pro looked to do for 2024. Yeah. Is a credible TV station that's going to be around for a while. I get why you try things with the free sports and the rest of it, but whoever isn't picking up wrestling, it, and it depends on what the lay of the land is. If WWE goes back onto Sky, is I really expect them to do, do so because it's their it's their home. Going. Yeah, and back to the network. What's going to happen on when they're with TN with TNT Sports as well? That Rev Pro can actually find themselves onto a, like a credible sporting network who will actually foot the bill for the TV kind of production values I think at that stage then that's a much more interesting place for them to be and they produce like a kind of a live special every couple of months but and just provides live content for them. I sort of think the money now is in well I wouldn't say live streaming but like YouTube and like sending super yeah. chats in and, and what have you more than the actual telly because the telly they're only getting I'm only going off what um the rates that PCW got was, it's like 50 quid to 100 quid an episode. Yeah, what minimal. they were getting off one of the lower channels on Sky. Now, so this is this is what I'm going to make. It's like, if you look at the indie boom, indie, the worldwide indie boom, including New Japan, it's what, 2014-ish to 2019-ish. Now, what does what what is a coincidence with those days? 2014 is when TNA gets booted off Spike and so ceases to be an actual number two promotion. What happens in 2019? AW emerges as an actual number two promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, the reality is, is AW sucks up all the space for indies. You know, mm-hmm. it, it sucks up the attention of the internet, of the IWC, as Matthew would call it. Um, <laughs> It sucks up the money um, in terms of fans p- no, putting money in. It, uh, it sucks up the talent. Like, you you know, yeah, you look at someone like Dan- Daniel Garcia or Wheel Utah. You know, these are people who should be killing it on the US Indies, but they're not because AEW can offer more money 
to be, you know, prelimax uh, on their show. Go look at Nick Wayne. What the fuck is he doing on AEW TV? He should be making his name on the Indies, but yeah. the money's in in being a prelim act for AEW. So there is no other promotion. No, the reason why there's such psychodrama um, around AEW, and unfair because AEW is way beyond what TNA was in terms of what we as hardcore fans care about, um, is because we know this is it. If we want an alternative to WWE, if we want something that's not WWE, if we want something that hits our sweet spots in terms of what we're looking for wrestling, it is AEW. And I, I think you really see it now with stuff happening with New Japan over the past few months. This 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 is escalating. Like the, the gravitational pull of all non-WWE wrestling to AEW is actually gathering pace. And that's a big problem because actually you look at tna you look at rev pro look at other indies what do they rely on for their big export stars they've actually relied on new japan mm-hmm. well if new japan gets picked clean by a combination of wwe and AEW, and they're left with guys that most fans don't know on top well what does a rev pro do to get a big name in because actually, that no, that is an issue for Rev Pro. You know, say if Okada is an AEW mainstay, say if Will Os- no Will Osprey is going to be an AEW mainstay, say if Jack- Zack Saber at some point goes AEW, but New Japan isn't creating any new talent. There's only so many times you can put Ishii in a big match mm. before we all get tired of it. Mm. Mm. Probably at that point already. The, the, the thing is, we Will are. as well. Red Pro will still put the New Japan guy over because there are leaders. Oh, let's crumble. Um, on that note, I want to bomb through the last uh, couple of questions. Eddie asked if uh, 2024 is the year progress folds. Probably not. They've got enough no. money. No. Going. Um, I was going to ask. Connor asked. Uh, oh, no, Carl. We'll, we'll save Connor's for last. Carl asked as one of the three people present and definitely the most sober, this being Carl. Um, Will the lost JP recording from Newcastle see the light of day? <laughs> I hope not. I really <laughs> fucking I hope I'm not. I'm dying to hear it, because I wasn't playing. Was it that bad, lads? I haven't got a clue, Andy, I'll be honest. Yeah. I have not got a clue. I'm assuming it was that bad, given what <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say. I'm talking to someone who always recalls piss, so uh, was it yeah. as bad as that? <laughs> JP didn't know he was being recorded in Venice. So I can hear uh, There was... Can you, can you put it in our chat better? At least in real life. <laughs> was, was, he, was he praising the first episode of World of Sports again? <laughs> no, Which genuinely got fucking lost that episode. <laughs> and my God, thank lost. God, it was the best thing that ever lost. happened. It lost. Um, genuinely did. Our boy Alex asked, What's the shit? It's probably second to last question. What's the shittest city in the UK? Good one to have you lads on. Martin Bushby said it right, Coventry. Yeah. It's nah. No, 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 nah, no. I've been to some good Irish pubs in Coventry. No, nah, absolutely not. City, City. Um, uh, compared to Wolverhampton. No, I'm not going to say, but I'm not going to say. It's like fucking Venice compared to Wolverhampton. Um, what are you saying, Andy? Coventry, Coventry or Wolverhampton, oh. the old Midlands is, is, is in general. It's all fucking. Oh, Liam. Liam's right oh, there, 
I'm here too. I'm an East Midlander, so I don't take offence. I'm going to say Doncaster. I remember. I also remember playing Doncaster, rub, yeah. rugby away in Doncaster and getting off the coach, and there was just a smell of shit in the air. It is a city. I mean, I we, like, we, don't we, like, we don't like this place. And then, like, the, yeah. I saw the team we were playing against, and it was like the fucking hills of eyes fucking emerging, like fucking coming yeah. down, like to play against. So I was like, fucking, this is a place I never want to go back in my life. We, we should <laughs> say that. Oh, to be honest, Gareth, I spent about three months there uh, watching one PW, and I'll never go back now because <laughs> they went under. We should say that. Oh, like they'll be weird. back, Andy. Don't worry. There are weird villages all over the country that, for historical reasons, are technically cities. There are the actual worst cities, but no, Wolverhampton. It can't sustain a KFC in the city centre. Like that's pretty <laughs> shocking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're done. Um, you're fucking done. You can't do that, mate. Don't, you're not a city. Just fucking call Alex, it quits. Alex did also ask you to win in a fight between Jim Small and John Briley and Glenn Joseph. What year is it? Uh, Briley. Briley. Every day. He, he's hitting <laughs> the bollocks as well. He'd fight dirty. Jim Small would be too busy trying to pretend he watched wrestling before 2008. I'm going Glenn. Glenn would win. Do you reckon? He'd act him to death, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> cracked down in the town. I will defeat you uh, in tentative dance. <laughs> Lee McAteer or Andy Quill? No, it doesn't say that. Andy Quill, no. no. Um, Andy Quill every day of the week and twice on Sundays. In every category. In, um, you know, kitchen that knife has a lot of weapons you can use. A lot of nice knives you can use to stab me. <laughs> Um, I mean, we've seen yeah. Andy, we've seen Andy in the ring, haven't we? Like in his stance. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and if he's not, and it, to be honest, if he's not winning the fight, there'd be someone in the corner saying, "You can do better than that, Andy Quilden." <laughs> <laughs> um, and final question, one for us lads. Um, Connor asks, "Are there any mm. avenues stemming from your other interest you would like to look into expanding grappling twenty twenty four?" I think he's asking for more Star Wars content there, JP. Um, I think there's... That's his so, way around, isn't it? There is loads of ideas that I have. It's the time and the fucking money to be able to start up with a lot of these things that I'd love to be able to do. I, that, do I mean, like 100%. Like, yeah. it only had to stop because, like, just didn't have time. And also, like, it didn't make sense doing it on the ground. I know more about YouTube Fuck now. the algorithm, Beno. I understand it made no oh, sense at all. FPL. Wrong. Yeah, it should have been its own YouTube channel. That would so, have been way better because um, it was putting it in front of wrestling fans and wrestling fans were clicking, basically, and the reverse was happening. All our wrestling mm-hmm. videos were getting put in front of FPL fans who then weren't clicking them, so they were put in front of less people. It's a whole thing. I, but I would like to do it again. So I, maybe separate, I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you feel the same way, JP. I, I think it's a cracking show with the FPL because I think it was, mm. it was fucking brilliant. It was a brilliant show and brilliant mm. content, like you say, but about the Alva and... As a personal thing for me, I'd love the merch. Like there's stuff that I'd like to do to with it, but it actually requires actually quite a lot of money in order to kind of get it started up for you yeah. to be able to go out there and do that. And that's and that's a problem. And then there's time, and I can't design for fucking toffee. There's an idea. I'm just going to throw this out here. I don't know if anyone here is aware of a US politics show called The Circus. Looking at you, Will Cooling. I, I'm uh, not aware of it. Oh, no, I, uh, I'm vaguely aware of it. And but- I think 
there are things regarding how wrestling is covered that, and I'm going to throw anyone steals this idea, you know, it fucking came from me first, all right? He says five hours, 51 minutes into a fucking podcast. And it, the idea of it is, is it's like a kind of, it's very much like kind of behind the scenes. And the thing about it is, is I was thinking about this, is that wrestling is a billion, you know, it's a multi-billion dollar industry that is effectively covered by fans. It's not covered properly in the way that it sort of should be. And sometimes, like, and it relies on fans taking up the fucking slack for it because it's not taken seriously enough. And it should do, given the economic value and stuff that it can bring to fucking entire cities. That's why they bid for WrestleManias and big kind of stadium shows and the like. And I always think to myself, that's something that it would be phenomenal to do. But I don't have fucking money to do that. I've got the ideas. Like I say, I've got loads of those. Like, but it's it's, but that kind of like it, the circus. If you ever get a chance to see it, it's like a half an hour. If you're you access to the JP Drive, you can definitely see old episodes of the circus, half hour episodes that covers a particular kind of political theme for the week. And I think there's things you could do where you film behind the scenes and see what's going on at a variety of different shows that's going on that particular week. What is the big kind of theme of what's going on in the wrestling industry and, and that that could be actually covered really, really well. But I think that's, you know, something well, that thought, could happen. Where I thought you were going to go with that, Jamie, which is something that I've always thought is really lacking, but I don't know how you do it. And I'd like Les Moore trying to do it, but it just evolved into another wrestling website. Which is, you know, again, the IWC wrestling media is such a big part of the wrestling industry. I Mm. love Grapple as, you know, not the biggest outlet in the world, but a, but it is, it is, it is, no, you are probably what, other than RevPro, probably the biggest British, no, based wrestling entity in terms of profitability. That sounds wild when you say it like that. You may even be bigger than Repro in terms of profitability. But, but like, no one covers wrestling media. Yeah. Um, and it would be really good to have, have somebody that tried to cover wrestling media and kind of <laughs> talk about why do certain things work in a certain way? Why does this happen and this not happen? Because mm. I think there is a lot of ignorance amongst even people who consume a lot of wrestling media about why these things work the way they do and like you guys probably are you know as people who aren't in kind of like the front lines of the takes and the raw reviews and the ratings analysis you guys may may be in a good position to kind of carve out that niche um which is i suppose what you tried to do a bit with the round table a few years ago mm. The one, yeah. one thing I'm going to say that sounds like though. a backhanded insult, but I get your point. We're believing in that direction now. Go the other direction. But, but the, the, one, the one thing I'd suggest to you guys is I know you've talked before, Ben, about how much you enjoyed writing. And I'm sure, like everybody else, now everybody else involved in Grapple um, could do really good stuff with writing. Actually, doing some columns on the Patreon. Mm. Because you know, uh, I I there's a video game outlet I'm I'm a, like a follow of, and I've been badgering them. You know, you know, you've got this website, you put in your columns on the website, but no one reads them. Just pump them out to your Patreon. 
they had then they then had to go independent and they started doing it they got a load of good response and i think if you did a column a week from one of you not only like 600 to a thousand words probably wouldn't take you, you know, it wouldn't take you as long to write as to record this podcast that might be an interesting thing to you do. overestimate my writing skill i hate writing <laughs> it takes me too long to do I, I, I think i'm good at it but it takes me it, i i spend too much time like dithering on it like a fair podcast see, you, you see i've got i've got a podcast i was going to pitch to uh, benno it's called retro and it's uh, Rhett Titus's greatest matches and unseen uh, <laughs> matches. The blank, yeah. No well, he, he did say apart from wrestling, but I'm happy. Like, I'm yeah. obviously happy with time. Like, I love that, and I want to obviously fucking brilliant. Yeah. Continue with that so much, and but I'm uh, me and Gareth had another wrestling idea, didn't we? If, if you can remember Gareth, and maybe we can get that going at some point during the year as well. So, um, yeah, just keep it going. If I could. I, 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 I will I've go, got, I will lots, say, I've got I will lots of go. ideas. I'm sat on a database of 13,000 people here that I should monetize in some way, shouldn't I? I, 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 will, lad, come on. I, will, I will go on the same myself. I know you've got the um, little like YouTube videos and that, but have you never explored like TikTok? The, the, like little short 30 second videos? Or you know what? Videos? Andy, on. I started one, didn't I? I told the lads I was going to start one and I just couldn't figure out how to use it plus it's one of them where as benno said before about yeah. going into youtube tiktok you feel like that old guy on there so if i was doing yeah. videos i'd yeah. feel a bit do you get what i'm saying it's like yes. i've got to get over that though i've got to get over that and just do it and see yeah, how what I'll, dig it, I'll dig it out there's a there's a cricket podcast i follow who uses an ai program to dig out the bits of his shows yeah. to put up on Twitter and ah, TikTok. Okay. So that might be something to use. The one thing I suggest well actually is because I've I've never I've, I've only listened to a few of you observe this because I I listened to that show when Todd Martin did it ten years ago. Um I <laughs> love... that sounds like a backhanded insult. <laughs> That's fucking love observe this. I mean anyone say anything bad about that. Uh, well, yeah, no, no. So I would say though, it's a, it's a, it's an idea for you that that I don't think I don't think I've lot I've seen a lot of like wrestling outlets use it as a as a tool at the moment. They, they probably have, you know, like you know some of the massive ones. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's probably so. It's probably somewhere to go for you guys. Definitely, it's the next step, I think. Uh, but yeah, the clips take uh, long enough. Um, yeah. On that note, what I was going to say, I that. So what I was going to say was, quick, will you? Is I love the power slam one. Yeah, thank you. And I thought, yeah, we'll I, I, I honestly would would sack off the the melts of shit. I, I, I would just do power slam, you know, because different, I think isn't it? that is different. It's just, it's mm. just so different. Um, it's. It, I just. I just found it was a much richer conversation, um, and it was unique, and it did bring. It brought in because, like, the reality is, none of us were reading Meltzer in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Whereas, when you're talking about power slam, power slam, 
Yes. We were reading mm. that. So you can bring Finn it Mine that. was reading Meltzer. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I I I really would I really hope you do more of those no, power no. slam um episodes because um I, I thought that was that was a real cut above the observe this show. I I know we loved doing that one. That was like a, you know something we we'd spoken about before as well, but definitely would would love to go back doing that. And like I say, and this is probably a nice point to kind of like you know bring in any of the ideas like for these. AM, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up for weeks. <laughs> exactly. It's but Christmas. Any, it's still Christmas. Any ideas that anyone has, please leave yeah, them course. in the chat. Please let us know in the Discord. Let us know, um, obviously in some. Of the, youtube comments as well and if you have enjoyed watching this stream and it's amazing i'm looking at the amount of people who are here six hours in i can't believe who it. have amazing. stuck along with this show the entirety of the way amazing. hey thank you loads like yeah. really fucking appreciate it. it makes it absolutely worth it as well and loved every aspect of it. this is six hours it's completely flown by if you do like us and you do want to support us go to patreon.com forward slash grapple we do produce some like absolutely cracking stuff on there. If I do say so ourselves, like I, I think you, know you really do. Follow well. And do you know what? Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what I would say though as well is if you're on the Discord, must see matches. Uh, and there's things up there about like the shows oh, that we do, you. and you, if you've enjoyed it, leave comments because we all buzz off the fucking comments that come through, kind of thing. When people have enjoyed stuff and things. Apart like from that, that bloke who you, who commented you on, on the, you might not think it's important, kind of thing, to say like, oh, like oh. I enjoyed that and stuff. But it's always like good to hear and just gives you that kind of like reaffirmation, like, oh, it's worth doing this, or like you know, it's, yeah. like let's keep going with that as well. So always something that is, uh, uh, I'd say, yeah, the Discord's there, like just just use it. Quick comment to that bloke who wrote down about, oh, well, you say you don't like WWE. No, I don't. I don't pretend to be fucking impartial either as well. This is for the promotion of the year stuff. And I never will pretend to be impartial. Suck it up. Get on with life. There we go. Hopefully he makes it six hours and one minute of this video. To well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. On that note, thank you, everyone, for staying live. It's been like Mark Miati's been saying, I can't believe so many people have stayed live uh, this late. It's yeah. two in the morning. We've still Incredible. got 30 people um, in the chat. So, yeah, thank you all. Hope everyone enjoys the, uh, the free membership. I'll try and throw some more out next time we uh, we do something. But, yeah, thank you, lads, for joining us. Thank you, Liam, for having oh, Thank you, guys. Yeah. Um, and thank you guys for having you guys do as well. Been awesome. Of course. Been a great year, and let's see what happens in 24, boys. Let's continue with... Uh... Making a, a good audio, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Okay. I hope everyone has a great new year as well. All the best, everyone. yes. And I didn't get too drunk to sing. Lovely. Give us one before we go, Gareth. Go on. Cities of gold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice one, lad. Good night, Adios. Everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night. I'm too. <laughs> <laughs>